But imagine like a Russian yeah. EFAP. <laughs> <laughs> Some reason I immediately think it'll be like devoid of uh, your character. Well, it'll be like, what the what we video do we have... watch today? You'll have drinky drunky. Drink is pass vodka. Drinky drunky drunky drunky. That's racist, dude. They don't have to be uh, drunk. Other Russians are other drunk. Stuff. We drink vodka for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You just say Allahu Akbar. <laughs> cannot say this. Oh, hello, audience. We've been gone for a long time, guys. We need to apologize. We are sorry, audience. We just don't care about you. <gasps> you cannot say this. This is very racist. Vasily, you must cut the field wire. Oh, no. <laughs> Get this all right. Oh, I haven't actually got the correct thumbnail done for this. Whoops. Got Cynical CJ what? in the thumbnail right now. Ah, <laughs> oh, you are so CJ is only we have We have talking green person here, and you won't even represent him. That is, that is my tonal bad. I'm gonna fix it right now. As we're speaking, while we're waiting for people to pop in, I'm not delaying. You're totaled bad. <laughs> token Pipeman? Token Pipeman? Token Pipeman. Say that. Isn't Token the guy who wrote the he wrote the Lord of the Rings movies? Yes. Token? Token. Yeah, uh, Token. George R.R. Token? George R.R. Token. <laughs> R. R. Token? Yeah, his his son, Dimitri Token. No, he, um, he, uh, it was that game, um... Ori and the Blind Token? It was Lord of Thrones. L L game, Lord of, of game of the Rings is what it was. Oh, he wrote Game yeah. of the Rings, yeah. Isn't it like there's nine yeah. rings and you've got to beat the boss to earn a ring or whatever, and once you get nine, you win? Lord well, of the, Thrones, the key the is to get to nine not... rings and put them on your hands at the same time. Mm. So that only one of your fingers doesn't have a ring on it, and it becomes... It's gotta be the left finger, too. And it becomes, like, the powerful finger, right? Because it's powered by the rest of the fingers. It can uh, control... One of your fingers controls the fingers that are ringed. The ringed fingers. And see, that's, you hold up the pinky, and then just, everyone just bends to your will. That's just your law. Well, like, in my opinion. Like, that's the guy who started law, right? He invented law? I can't believe people pay us for this. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that people like Jack are like, you guys want to give me super chats? And people are paying us for saying shit that doesn't make any sense. I mean, game of the, it makes sense. Game of the Rings. Galaxy Brain. Apparently you don't. <laughs> galaxy Brain. Um, Listen, if there's anything that I've learned from Galaxy Brains, it's that moderation is oh, an <laughs> We're gonna get to that. We've got so much, so much shit to get to. I'm not even kidding. Like, we've got more memes to look at today than ever, and we've got more announcement-related intro things than ever, and we've got a really long video to cover, so... Uh, just FYI, if anyone wants to drop out at any point, you are more than welcome to. You don't have to stay for the whole thing, it's just that there's lots planned. Because we haven't been here for a while. That's... Bad on that case, I'm out. You're allowed shit. to leave. We're just gonna shame you if you do. <laughs> you can go anywhere Whoa. you want, but you can't stay here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're staying here, but it's okay. Uh, so I figured to start since we have had Fringy on so many times, and I still haven't asked him this. Do you know about our running thing of uh, who will be the most inconsistent character of Episode Nine? Anything about no, that? I no. don't. I've met. It's Maybe I missed this. <laughs> uh, it was started ages ago, and the idea is that you, we, we're all having a bet on who we think will be the most 
damaged or inconsistent character of uh, Episode 9. Now, uh. the obvious picks are Kylo and Lando, and so we've disqualified them. You have to pick something more interesting than that. And Because uh, I was about to say, I was about to say Kylo. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the current runnings are uh, me, Cynic Snacks, and Cinema Sin Sins have all voted for Finn. Uh, Alex, Boxes, or uh, Blessed Pipeman, um, and CJ have voted for Poe. Uh, Rags has voted for Hux, Wolf has voted for Ray, and then Weekend Warrior and Metal have voted for Luke. So it's, uh, you, what do you think? Man, like that. Man, that's so <laughs> difficult, because they're all such good choices. <laughs> or, I'm just trying to think, like, because worst doesn't necessarily mean most inconsistent, because if it was the worst, it'd probably be Ray, but the most inconsistent. What What is, um... I don't know, like what? What is Finn like? What's what's his? What's going on with him? You know, what, well, what's, this, uh... this is the thing. It's really you could make an argument for all of them, in my opinion. But uh, I think you could. I, guess, you I guess like Hux would depend on whether or not uh, Abrams decides to just completely disregard everything that was in the Last Jedi and then just goes back. He to wouldn't normal. do that. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Ryan's gig. I don't, like, I don't know what they're meant to do, you know, at this point. Like, um, hmm. Alright, I'm gonna... I think gonna... he's gonna start off with that time jump. I'm gonna lock in like Finn. Captain Marvel. They're gonna have Finn, to pull huh? Captain Marvel. Oof. Ow. Yeah, and I actually like Finn. Like, I like him more than most of them. So, uh, that's, that's probably... Yeah, I, I reckon Finn. I'll go with Finn. There we go. Uh, and I was gonna say, if you wanna get that, that thing about DMC, Start with while while people are still coming in. Ah, uh, right. So um, so I'm sure everybody here has been playing Devil May Cry Five, and if not, you should because it's legendary. Um, I've heard it's really good. I think I'm so gonna jump good. on then. I'd like to have a good action game to play. It's, um, yeah, I think that's probably the main thing about it, right? It's like a good action game, which there hasn't been for a while. Like it's a game that embraces its gaminess. Yeah. You know, it doesn't like it doesn't like tone it back so that it's more realistic or anything like that. And it's just so good in so many ways. And um, then somebody told me on Twitter that Downward Thrust said it was a button masher. Um, All right, so... <laughs> yeah. Apparently he deleted the video, uh, though, where he said I was going to say, there was a video for that as well as a Twitter post, and he got a lot of flack for it quickly. His audience turned on him quickly and before it even got to the algorithm, if you know what I mean. As they should have. As oh, they yeah. should have. I read like... a comment on there that said, um, have some respect for your audience before you fucking call DMC a button basher. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fringy, so, let let this game be the thing that brings you back because the other day <laughs> make a video I on Down with Thrust video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to tell you the other day I got really really high and I was on YouTube because I had nothing better to do with my life and then I started binge watching your videos and then I spent the whole day and I watched every video you've ever made. Wow. And I was like, this fucking green dude needs to make more shit. Yeah, I like more green shit. Made like three videos in like the past year. Yeah, I know so it's uh, my last should... video was an E3. Yeah, well, last delete year. YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah, did you did yeah. we mention? Because again, I don't know anything about D DMC, but he plays the game on auto. Uh, um, what do you mean he plays why? The game on auto? Why would he do that? Well, the the the, 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 <laughs> what's, the why what's wrong with him? the why is important, but it's it's funny to consider when he called it a button masher. If if I understand it correctly, yeah, I, man, like I I can't fathom. 
like this game has the whole dmc combat is about directional attacks so you just cannot button mash otherwise you can't win oh well, unless you're playing on easy maybe well, but, um, what is, what is auto mode um well i i don't know because i haven't played it on auto mode you know what i mean like i um, just have no idea because i've played it properly i know metal commander's in chat uh, and he he knows what it is explain it in a comment and at me with with an answer there metal. hold on Even i'm though, just i'm just gonna i'm pretty sure everybody's gonna uh, do it now so you've <laughs> Yeah, it's basically an auto-assist mode. Um, automates mm. and randomizes the combat system by performing special attacks and combos for you by just repeatedly pressing a single attack button. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so instead of okay. having to learn the combat and do combos yourself, you just have the game do it for you. <laughs> game it's, it's game journalist mode. <laughs> no wonder, yeah. <laughs> no wonder it's Just it's press this matching. button over and over and it'll play for you. Uh, fucking 10 out of 10 even... IGN. Yeah, it just does everything for you, I guess, is the quick answer. What is, are made what is for the you. fun in that, though? Like, what is the fun in that? Yeah, fuck that shit. Playing it in make, make more videos. Yeah, so yeah, like if... Downward Thrust deleted his video because it was terrible. And it's just another example of like, oh, Downward Thrust, never stop. Never stop making videos. Keep going. But, like, what was he thinking? I mean, <laughs> he <laughs> wanted to bank on the views. He didn't understand what DMC even was. He was just like... Yeah, I mean, he, he's been proven to have made videos lying about Warframe when people looked and found out he only had like two hours logged into the game. This is why I've oh. said previously, like, just make videos on things you actually have a passion for, if it's negative or positive, make it with a passion. Otherwise, you'll just yeah, be man. like, fucking, I don't know, it's a game with graphics, it has mechanics. It's well, I mean, good, we, we know why he made the video, because it's a big game that people are excited for, um, and I'm sh he had to know that he was going to piss people off. <laughs> he had well, to I, know. I made my Fallout video months after it came out, and it, it was really popular. Because, like, people give a shit about me. So if you make, yeah. if you just make good content, then you don't have to rush something out. My thing is, well, like, with, with a game like Devil May Cry, you really can't... There's so much meat to it that, yeah. that I don't see how you, you could... Like, I mean, I doubt that he even talked about styles or anything like that. I'm sure that he didn't, or, um, or the differences between... Styles? Like anime? <laughs> You're confusing the Greenman. <laughs> no, maybe confusing like, the Greenman. Because, <laughs> uh, I guess, I mean, the thing is, like, even though, because I'm nearly finished, like, I'm very nearly finished, um, but I can't say where I am because it would be a spoiler. Mm. Uh, oh, by the way, Wait, thanks YouTube for, thank, thanks YouTube, by the way, for spoiling like the ending. Just by recommending videos to me that are like, oh, oh the ending. This I... yeah. <laughs> I oh yeah, YouTube, like you're like, fucking plague while playing Metro Exodus because I was like, don't you dare spoil the good ending. Yeah, there's a there's like channels, um, and they'll put like spoilers in the title and, and the, the thumbnails. thumbnails. Yeah, yeah, just to get views because it's just the cutscenes. Like, the, I'm the like, man, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck seriously, you so though, much. fuck these guys. Like, like oh god, you do that if you if you do that, kill yourself. I I got a funny story about that. It's oh. it's kind of a spoiler, but it was something that happened three years ago anyway, so who even cares? Um, spoiler, Jon Snow dies in <gasps> Game of Thrones, but then he comes back three episodes later. But I didn't know that when I first started looking up, like, first started watching Game of Thrones, right? 
And so I was looking up the scene from Hard Home where he fights a White Walker because I oh, thought that scene right. was fucking cool. I go on YouTube and I type in Jon Snow and the very first thing that comes up is Jon Snow death. And the one right under that is Jon Snow resurrection. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah. yeah I. But the thing is, man, like there were spoilers for the game before it was out. So like, it, you know, it came out on Friday. So on Thursday, I have this thing show up that shows certain characters in the thumbnail. And I'm just like, dude, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. What got, they got don't have like mission one, two. all cutscenes, mission two, all cutscenes, you know, things like that. Don't have the name of the quest or something like that. No, no, no. no. Like, fucking, if you're going to say, if you're going to show the ending, just say like Metro Exodus ending. I've seen a yeah. video that says Metro Exodus and it tells you what happens and in the ending. <laughs> and yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm so glad that I avoided YouTube because I would have been crushed if I didn't experience the ending myself. The desperation these days is insane. Like, I know this because, uh, Cinema Sensors or Jay has been making videos on like different channels, and one of them he want, he actually said he'd recommend us covering them at some point. They're called like Next Up, I think, or something like that. And some of the videos they make are so fucking hilarious. They'll be like, uh, "What you didn't see in the uh, Avengers Endgame trailer?" And it'll like have a screenshot of like Hulk holding the Time Stone or something. <laughs> be like, <laughs> "What?" And then, and then you it'll it'll have like moments just screenshot from the movie and then like a really poorly photoshopped fucking character like Thanos in the background. They'll be like something we missed first time around. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're so desperate. Um, yeah, they'll be making videos with spoilers that aren't real just to try and get clicks. But when they get the actual spoilers, you can guarantee they'll jump on that like crazy. Oh, do they got the thumbnails with like the red circles and an yeah, arrow pointing to it? Yeah. Uh, man, I haven't seen those videos in like five years. Uh, I don't see fun. what the value. What's the value in a video like that? You know, it's not going to be and anything yet they worthwhile. get hundreds of thousands of views. I think it's just like that. In, that oh, skill up. It could know be. Sorry. Oh no, sorry, not skill up. It is be? next no, up. Not next up. up. Not yeah, I don't feel like that would be a skill up video. Yeah, that's no, what sorry. I was about yeah. to say. I forgot who they fucking are. I don't know Skill Up as well. All I know is that he said something about how he doesn't like either EFAP or me. It's <laughs> like, stupid because I really like Skill Up's content. I thought he was one of the only ones that made like a really good video on Metro Exodus. There are many times when you find out that like a guy who you like who makes, you know, YouTube critiques just hates Mauler. And, and what, is, like, oh. what does it take, Fringy? Because you, you were there for one of them. What does it take to get them to shut the fuck up? It's just like, just have a chat with me for a sec, just will you? Just talk. No, you bitch. Well, the thing is, is that I think with most people, you find that when you actually talk to them, like they're nowhere near as bad as you think they are. Well, I mean, fucking hell, um, I hate everything began this conversation with me and Wolf, there. like, you guys think that everyone else's opinions are invalid, and we were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't that. He was actually kind of a little bit aggressive toward us at the beginning yeah, of that, he, wasn't Yeah, he'd been fucking coaxed into it, he'd been told really bad things about us, that he was like, oh, none Who? of it's true? Oh, I hate everything back, like, this is like a year ago now. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it's been treated like a confrontation as well, do you know what I mean? Like, the person who we won't name, like, when, when he thought he was talking to you and I was also just in the call because we were already talking, he's like, oh, what, what's, what's going on, you know? What's this? What's going on? What's going on? It's like, oh, like it's, it's okay, it's a friend of mine, he's not gonna hit you. Ah... <laughs> <sighs> uh... Uh, something I wanted to mention, by the way, I've started playing Resident Evil 2. What was your, um, the criticism you had, Rags, about chain doors? I forget. 
Oh, I couldn't find the goddamn chain doors. Because, like, I don't know if this matches up, but um, they only show up on the mini-map if you've actually tried to open them. So if you walk up to a door that has a chain on it, so and you're like, I'm, oh, fuck. So if I'm like, oh, that's a chain door, I can't open it, yeah, and I, was I walk say, away. This is a double-edged sword. It's like, if you said that they don't show up on the mini-map, you are incorrect. However, it's stupid that I have to try and open a chain door in order for it to register on the mini-map as a chain door. It should be as soon as it comes into your field of view. Yeah, like someone, like a meter. Make it that limited, mm -hmm. but still, that's enough, surely. Someone in the chat no. said Chain Dorson. Um. <laughs> so the thing is, I haven't played Resident Evil 2 since the one time I sat down and started it. Mm -hmm. I've only played it once. Yeah, it's all good. I'm, I haven't I'm actually gone back it. to it yet. Um, it's, it's really good. I, I think. think I'm just past halfway, and I'm hoping to get another like one session to finish it off. Um, um, well, what do you mean halfway? Have you played both campaigns? Oh, right. Okay, I'm halfway through Leon's campaign then. But yeah, I'll, I'll, like, I'll probably um, try and play clear, see what's, see what's, see what's on, the, on the thing with that as well. But, you know, I'm having fun. I, um, I haven't, I'm it's... enjoying it a lot more than um, the first one's remake, and I don't have any problem with the first one's remake, I just didn't connect with it that much. But, uh... You know, um, this is Capcom's, like, you know, Capcom's doing alright at the moment. You notice that? Like, they're just doing well recently. Yeah, I have, uh, people seem to be very happy with them, so it's like, yeah, good. Making good games, I, I go for it. Just keep, I just want them to keep doing what they're oh, doing. I want man. my Resident like, Evil 4 remake, gimme. Uh, I think, uh, you're probably getting 3 or Code Veronica before that. I know, but please, like, <laughs> next year, year after, I don't care, gimme. Um, yeah, and I should probably say, uh, Fringy is our guest. Uh, you run a channel that releases videos weekly, right? Uh, regularly? And oh, yeah, no, uh, you know, you can just, you tune in um, and you, you just get something new every day, you know what I mean? Like, just just go to his channel, so much content. subscribe and leave comments like, you piece of shit, why aren't you making videos anymore? And eventually, you'll get... Yeah, something chat there. type F to get Fringy to finally make a video. We're gonna like the opposite of SJWs, we bully people into making content. <laughs> Fringy, make more videos. You make very good videos when you actually make them. Oh um, man, you know, like make I a response like... to tonal. See, look at the uh, chat. They all want you. Man, that's, uh, that's very touching, guys. That's, uh, <laughs> Someone put in the like... <laughs> Um, build. We're already twenty minutes in, and knowing Nia done with intro stuff. So, the next subject, which is less fun, is uh. A lot of people already know some stuff about this, but we have to say it like publicly. I've left a comment on um, a video that goes over it, but Mr. Jared Genesis, uh, he said a whole bunch of things, and it's been brought to our attention that a lot of things that span over a long amount of time uh, that are really, really bad, including, but not limited to, basically threatening to kill people aggressively with specific information about them, and... Uh, for anybody who's completely unaware, this will be a surprise, I imagine, because it's such a fun uh, aspect to EFAP, but we've got to get this done and dusted, so... The context is that Jared started running live streams once he'd figured it out, I guess, I don't know. And for about, I think it's like a <laughs> six or seven hour stream, he's uh, he keeps responding. Like, I saw this before, but I just didn't think anything of it. He's back and forth thing with people in his chat. And um, they're not exactly kind. Like, there's, there's loads of harsh insults. And some of them, like, go after, you know, like, their, their family insults or uh, things relating to Jared's personality, his room, his character, his family, blah, blah, blah. And so it, it obviously pissed him off quite significantly. 
Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't... Uh, it, like, it doesn't mean that he's justified in what he said, which is essentially that he's gonna find and kill people. And that would be bad enough, but then it's like, again, this is, this is a very rudimentary understanding for me, because I just, I don't really know what's going on there, but it seems to be that he threatened his family as well, which, uh, doesn't seem good. And obviously the idea is that the more we have fun with Jared memes, the more audience he may or may not get, and the more he's encouraged to carry on. And if that's what he's doing, that's not good. Um, so yeah, he got, like, super stressed to the point of, like, raging out. Like, his people have commented, like, his eyes almost seem to be coming out of his skull. Like, he's so fucking angry. And it's just kind of like, okay, we're gonna be backing the hell out of this, as well as announcing that we condemn it like crazy. Um, obviously, like, we, what we'd hope is that he releases a video, like, I don't know, apologizing? And maybe making a roadmap for how he's gonna try and improve, but with this and all the stuff that's happened in the past... But then, he, but then we remembered he's Jared. This is the thing, like, it's just, it's too, um, just rocky road, all of it is. We have no idea what the hell's going on, really, and, you know, whether or not you're angry doesn't change some of the things you can have be on permanently on the internet uh you have to not threaten to kill people in a very yeah. serious manner once you start losing your mind and swearing so loudly that your mic is automatically bleeping you out yeah. i mean and like actually naming names and saying that you're going to slit people's throats we can't stand by that and then there's other stuff that came up from like years ago that people have pointed out to us because we only really ever looked at videos of his that had funny titles that we thought might make for well, like, something to laugh I've seen at. like 10 of his videos, and most of them were the new stuff. Because we only covered, was it three on EFAP in total? Yeah. I believe there's one in episode one, one in episode three, and then the one where he was celebrating something. There's probably more than that, in fairness, but what I'm saying is that we had a very narrow understanding of his channel. Um, either way... The result of all this is that um, we want there to be no more references to Jared pretty much at all. Um, especially in meme videos. Which, understandably, I know that a lot of people right now are going to be like, Hey, uh, that's not fair. I just made a like really complicated video with Jared references in it. So this is going to be the last stream that we're gonna, I'm going to try and show the ones I have left uh, in, in my backlog that are... Um, like of, of of a decent quality and still have Jared in them and we're just gonna try and say that this is it's the last for that but if you can and if someone out there is currently in the middle of re uh, creating a meme video that's got Jared in it like if you can just slip that video's throat <laughs> just fucking change <laughs> it just throw anyone else in there uh, blessed pipe but would probably be the way to go um, I don't know but obviously we're just gonna have to move on we're gonna wind down basically all references uh, my discord no longer has the emotes relating to him. We've discouraged discussion on the whole thing. Just we're just gonna let it go. It's uh, it's the it's season one and two, I suppose. Season three is gonna be wiped. And uh, yeah, we you know we've said it before, but we'll just do it again. We condemn targeted harassment, and I'm sorry this has happened. Uh, but there's nothing, nothing else we can do. Uh, it's undeniably serious and wrong. So that's that's about it, I suppose. Like again, we um. We can't really support it anymore, uh, is the point. Um, and, you know, th this happened weirdly, right? Because ja Jared wasn't really referenced up until, I believe it was one of the meme videos, the broad it was the one where he's Thor, right? 
it like blew our minds in terms of how funny it is because it's such a clever uh, cameo. And then it, it just elevated into memehood. We weren't even covering his videos. So, like, the, the idea is that um, I think the memes did it, and I wanted to read out that uh, the, the, there's a selection of people who are making memes for EFAP that are actually talking to each other, I believe. And uh, E-Man Game... Yeah, like Little Potato, E-Man Gaming. Yeah. I think Freebie Sheaf might be in there. E-Man Gameplay put a comment on the video saying, uh, I'm a guy who makes a lot of memes surrounding EFAP. Our group have talked it over and we've come to an agreement. We've decided to no longer make memes or fan content involving Jared. We'll still make the vids about EFAP. We just don't want Jared in them anymore. We may yeah. use some quote of his from time to time, but generally we don't want to be causing any trouble. I hope you understand where me and my peers are coming from and I hope you don't think we're contributing to the issue. And yeah, that's pretty much where we're at as well. Um, and that's, yeah, it sucks, but hopefully everyone understands and, uh, we can move on. Because, I mean, we've got plenty of funny shit to come today as well as analytical stuff and this isn't something we can just avoid. We would have talked about it way earlier, it's just that, uh, we've all been in different positions of busy, um, and this is the first day that's available for all three of us plus a guest, so. Um, talked about it now and that's about it. Anyone else want to say anything or? Um... Hmm. No, I hope Jared about... gets some help. Yeah. That would be nice, like mental help, because he's obvious. I think I was kind of clear that he had something wrong with him, like autism or something, because he just don't act like that, but he needs, like, some psychological help. Yeah, and I hope he gets it, honestly. Like, whatever's going on. Um. So I can move on. Uh. The last EFAB, if you guys even remember, was the one about Mark Brown. Rags, you very much enjoy his work, don't you? He is one of my favoriteest YouTubers. Um, we got some criticisms, and this this does happen because I think Mark Brown does make good videos. He's probably the best content creator we've covered at their best, if you know what I mean. Um, but So we've got a bit of backlash, and we can clarify a couple of things. I think that's worth it. Uh, so, so someone said... They've basically disregarded exploration as a gameplay mechanic. Rags even used taking notes as an example of something bad. I don't know if you wanted to uh, clarify on that or not, but like, I've got comments I used, to make. Uh, taking notes as something bad? Like the idea that you have to take a note in a game to be able to remember a thing or beat a puzzle or whatever. You use that as an example of being something bad. Mm, I'd have to see the context of where I said it. I would... As I was about to say, that would be that would depend because a lot of yeah. NES games required it just because they didn't have the capacity yeah. to know it. Like, like, it just wasn't possible. I like I don't feel like I should it depends on it depends on what kind of game it is. If it's an exploration game that's about puzzle solving and clues and things like that, that would be one thing where I would expect it. But if I'm playing like an action adventure game or a first person shooter game and randomly at intervals or, or like if in the Witcher, like if, if I, I want to, I want the game to tell me where I need to go. I don't need like a little mini out of game thing where I have to try and translate what the person in the game is trying to tell my character it depends on the game that we're playing. And it also depends on how well it's implemented. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think uh, a bit of confusion came in where we... People took when we said, as long as there's an option, it's fine. And they took that and assumed we were saying, as long as you can turn on the dotted line, the game is fine. 
uh, implying that we don't care if you can find your way in world or uh, not. As in, like, the dotted line, as long as it's there, you'll always be fine. And they were like, that's crap, because you're practically giving developers an excuse to just use the dotted line instead of making a world that has, like, memorable uh, positions or, or like, uh, place names or things that you can see that you can remember so that the world becomes more vibrant and immersive. And I know that I meant this, and I'm assuming you guys did, but when we said a choice, what, what I'm referring to is both of those things are running, as in the world gives you more than enough uh, ways to discover where to go uh, without a dotted line, and then it also gives you a dotted line if players really just... Like I said, if you're in a, in your state of play where you're not interested in... Um, keeping track of the things that you see and reading all the place names, you just want to get to the next battle or get to the next, you know, event of some kind. So they were the choices I was, uh, I was more referring to. Um, and Witcher 3, from what I understand, does have enough without the dotted line, but a lot of people were saying it doesn't. Unfortunately for me, I can't comment because I haven't played it through, but I just from what I saw in Mark Brown's video, it looked like it had ways of telling you where things are without a dotted line. Yeah, I mean, people pointed out as well um, that if you, like, look at the mission, like, some of the journals and logs you pick up in The Witcher 3, it'll tell you. Uh, and yeah, so there's maybe a debate there, but that's my position, is that I want there to be both. I want there to be a way to get around with just paying attention to the wheels, and then also have a dotted line for those who really just, uh, maybe they have bad memory. You know, there's, there's so many reasons why you might want a dotted line. And the people were saying, but the introduction of a dotted line has made developers get lazy about world building. And I'm like, I don't necessarily disagree. I just want the option. I, would uh, I don't know how that says anything about world building. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, 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 th I can see the argument, but I don't, I don't think you can say that for all games or just as a rule. You know what I mean? I'm like, sure they um, meant it as a generalization, like that it's given people right. encouragement to do it. And I, I, think... I don't even think as a generalization, it's right. I think um, the points that I've seen on that are if you give people a marker, it means you don't have to think about popular... I'm just representing the arguments that I've seen. Mm -hmm. um, not that I necessarily agree with it, but that you don't necessarily need to populate the world with landmarks that help people navigate it and, you know, have cues for finding things and you don't necessarily have to populate it with things as well just because they've got a dot that they're going to go towards and it means that you don't have to try... Like, this is what I, I mean. don't want. I don't... Finding the puzzle shouldn't be the puzzle. Well, I, I think that there's there's a, room uh, to make some... that something good. I think I don't know. I think Breath of the Wild is a good example. They're like, you gotta go here, but we're not gonna tell you how to get here. You have to figure that out on your yeah. own. Yeah, Metro Exodus me does it really, really well. Where you have a map and you have like a vague circle of where you're supposed to go, and then you don't have like a mini map on your screen as you're running. You just gotta pull up your map every now and again and make sure you're going in the right direction. Or like he does it really well. It's it's so contextual based off what you're trying to do and find. Like if if you're trying to find something in the middle of the woods, then directions are just going to be a pain in the ass. But if you're trying to go to a specific like like a building, like go to this town and up in the attic of the church, the contact is waiting for you. And they're like you don't need a marker for that because you're like all right, this town I know what a church looks like. I go up to the attic of the church. Bam. Now, you don't need a marker for something like that. Well, I mean, it, it really does depend as well on what the game's objective is. I mean, if it's an open world game, it doesn't necessarily mean that they want you to figure out how to get somewhere. Whereas if it was Metroid, you know, they could tell you where to go. 
Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now I have to figure out how to get there. Like, I know where it is, but I need to... The challenge part of the game is figuring out how to get there. Whereas, like, in Grand Theft Auto, it's not about how you get to the place. You just need to get there. And so direction is helpful sometimes, you know? Um, but hopefully that clears up position. It's, a, it's an ongoing discussion, I think, then maybe... The next time we cover it, we can uh, develop it. But I did find this very interesting. I don't want to piss anyone off when saying this, but the people defending Mark Brown, nobody brought up the Mario's Jump video. Everyone was gunning for the dog yeah. line one. And I just <laughs> find that interesting. <laughs> it's like, yeah. The most you'll find is people saying, he's describing simple concepts, but I think that went out the window the second he said, this is something professional gamers will be interested in. It's complicated. Like, oof. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it could have been translated better, and uh, we will always be trying to work on that. Because, like I said, it was really interesting. If you look through the comments, people were simultaneously saying this is one of the best EFABs and one of the worst. Because <laughs> it was really entertaining, but a lot of people felt that we were uh, a bit too mean to Mark Brown or misrepresenting. We're sorry if the people you like aren't entertaining or intelligent. I'm sorry, it's, but that's, I, I that's more about you than Mark. Than, is that it? I, I wasn't there obviously, but in terms of like with Mark Brown, it just feels like he doesn't say much. He just yeah, like says you, things that are if apparent. You like to if you like to watch people who talk to you like you're a fucking five-year-old, then that's on you. That's fine. You can do that if you want. You can you can watch whoever you want, support whoever you want. That's on you. I'm not going to judge you for it. I would. I gotta like if this could be in the comments or in in uh, the chat right now. But would you guys be interested in us covering a video that we consider to be good for Mark Brown? Just so that we can try and see how we would pace it or, or pass it, sorry, like in terms of his, its approach. Because I remember him doing one on um, Resident Evil 4, and his point is that the game has an underlying rubber banding element to it in difficulty that most people don't notice, notice or talk about. And uh, I remember thinking it was a good video, so I wouldn't mind us covering that and just talking about it. So I know me and Rags both love Resident Evil 4, and I'm assuming Fringy and Wolf might do as well. I don't know. I yeah, the whole difficulty, uh, yeah, the difficulty adjusting in the background. Yeah. Which is cool, and uh, so I'd be yeah, like, cool. if if people are interested. You got, you got a couple of yes, absolutely yes, Steelman Mark Brown, hello. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll consider it then. Uh, we'll do a Mark Brown isn't so bad after all video, maybe. Um... And yeah, and there was the last criticism I saw was the EFAP's too circle jerky and we don't have anybody who disagrees. And I don't get it since that circ that episode came after the one with Major Lee. Which he doesn't that was a <laughs> He doesn't agree with us uh on This also really. implying that the three of us agree on every single thing we when, talk when there are active memes about how <laughs> this disagreement. Yeah. <laughs> um the idea of it being too circle jerky, like it's possible, but we're friends, we get along with each other really well, that's kind of how the show works. So again, like all I can really say is like, yeah, there'll be a bit of that. Absolutely. Feel free to come on the stream and disagree with us about something. Um, and yeah, that's <laughs> mostly disagree on everything though. It's like, we really don't, but if that's how it comes across, sure. Um, no way, friends agree on things? Holy shit. I never would have thought. I wonder if there's ever been like a podcast what started a with What fucking two... retarded ass non-criticism <laughs> you guys agree on things sometimes and you disagree on things other times no fucking shit oh yeah we'll do the like, arrival stream i i genuinely think you're retarded if you make that criticism <laughs> i don't care you're a dumbass <laughs> i love the difference in responses that's gonna be relevant with one of the meme videos we've got but uh yeah the the we've got the arrival one coming up 
eventually. Maybe that could be next. I don't know where Jay and Wolf can have their debate on arrival. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can watch that. Thing is, the guy we're covering today said he wants to come on EFAP after we've covered his video, so that might happen after this as well. I'm not sure. We will see how it goes. Um, but to Oh, move... God. Jay, hold on. Before we get into oh, you the want, memes. Oh, you want to do the, the other thing? I've got, yeah. it, I've got it lined so... up. Don't worry. We'll get to it. Uh, oh, wait. I've got, I've got a whole thing up. about movies, so it's going to Oh, okay. Jay, um, Jay, you stay or you stick around. You stick, you stick around. around that chat, buddy. So I'll give you guys that link. And uh, Rags, do to, Rags, do you want to read this out? <sighs> <laughs> so this is oh, this is this is big brain H bomber guy here. Um. So this, okay. He said. He typed this out letter by letter and then submitted it to the internet in public. <laughs> he made this decision. <laughs> this is a decision he made. All right. He said, moderation is a delusion people invent to describe themselves. There is no moderation between right and left, just like there is no moderation between correct and incorrect. That's just wrong but pretentious and easily upset about it. I like the uh, the conflation of left and right with correct and incorrect. I wonder which he yes. thinks is correct and which is incorrect. And like, 4,000 idiots on the internet thought that this was a good tweet. Well, apparently he didn't, because <laughs> he deleted it recently. Yeah, he deleted the tweet because it sh it's self-evidently fucking retarded. He's taken a few uh, bits of advice from Quentin there. Yeah, um, don't say stupid shit on the internet. So, uh... I figure, in case anybody in the audience is like, but H-Bomber guy is right, we'll just present a quick counter. So, um, do you think there are any, let's, let's open it up. Fringy, do you, do you think, that, do you think there's any position in politics that is anything but binary? Uh, do I think that politics is binary as in there's In every right single end. element of every conversation that ever takes place. Well... My first question would be, what is left and what is right? What is the line that divides oh, them? I can explain that suddenly... to you. It's, uh, it's the one is correct and one is incorrect. Right, this is what I mean. Like, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what left and right, only vaguely. Like, they're very vague. You know, you can only really identify far left and far right, but otherwise it's like, what... I don't understand these 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 parties that you basically made up in your head. Oh, look, the there's only you... three parties, right? There is um, liberal communist, uh, conservative Nazi, and centrism, which is worse than both combined. Absolutely. It's true. Like, it's I, I know that because the internet told me. You know, like, in terms of the whole centrist thing, like, there are certain things about... You know, oh, look at me, I'm so rational in the middle, but they actually aren't in the middle, like, for real, because there's more than one middle, you know what I mean? Like, there's more than one middle, it's a spectrum. I just love how he's so definitive when simultaneously arguing that everything is subjective. Yeah. Like, one of the responses to this were, okay, so there's a right and a wrong when it comes to everything in politics, and yet gender is a spectrum. It was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess my question would be, does he think that he is right on everything that he thinks? Like, I know that he thinks he's right, but does he think that there's any capacity yeah, for him does being he, wrong? Does he think that he can't be wrong? Yeah, but he that's, might think that's really that what I'm because asking. Because he's an idiot who 
is that full of himself has he never changed his mind though has he never ever just been like oh i've changed my mind on that i don't think the same thing i used to because if you've ever done that then you should never say something like this i just i just i love to just straight up ask him i'd be like gun control all guns no guns are they the only two options is the is there anything in between any kind of regulations controls or moderation or compromise between these two positions or is it because he describes it later in one of these tweets as yeah you can have those things but they would just be slightly wrong as opposed to straight wrong or slightly uh, right like as, well as in wait, 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 and he, and he puts it akin to drinking poison you've drank a little bit of poison instead of the whole cup what if you're wrong though what if you're the wrong one you know what I mean? Like, what do you, what do you, like, have, and even then, I mean, when we talk about moderation, I, there's a conflation because, um, I think it, there are a few people I know who say, I'm a, I would call myself a centrist because I have a variety of far left and far right views. And then you've got the, the straw man, which is the fence sitter who doesn't have any opinions and is only interested in the middle road, you know, like, let's do half of what you want and half. They're not the same thing, well, but yeah, um, they're both described the same way. Someone who, I guess, supports his idea posted like a little picture of one side says kill all black people, the other side says yeah, black people deserve rights. And the guy in the middle yeah. is like, can we have a compromise? And it's like, see, that guy's like, that's wrong. And it's like, that's such a straw man. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, I know. I've, I've seen that one plenty. And that gets like thousands of likes. And it, it's, you know, it's one of those things that makes you wonder why you're even alive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, he deleted it. And I don't, I don't, I don't know why from his perspective, because he is known to basically just it, it took him like a half or more of a year to admit there was anything wrong with his ds2 video when it was like he, <laughs> with holes. he is uh shockingly persistent in the face of all reality that he is not incorrect ever well, in a way that is legitimately fascinating well like, like that I've only, someone in chat I said mean, on the idea of drinking sub poison chemotherapy <laughs> which will kill you but not enough and it can kill the cancer it's like moderation mm-hmm. moderation is a thing that we <laughs> all know is good you know radiation water, water moderation is, is perfectly fine well you know like uh you know a, a little bit of water is okay but if you drink too much you'll literally die from water poisoning <laughs> so even water it, in moderation it's fascinating i'd love to explore it with him but i don't think he's ever going to talk to me or anyone but on like, why not well, that's because he's a massive he is a massive and he probably votes <laughs> twice. Well, that's a deep um, reference. <laughs> I think, like, I, I've only, I've seen a few of his videos. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's, a, that's actually pretty good. And then there are some times where I'm just like, I don't know where you got that. Like, I saw, he made a, he made a video on, um, you know that, that comic, uh, Control-Alt-Delete? Yeah. The one that had the lost meme? Um, he started comparing it to The Room and implying that both The Room and CAD like inadvertently made a lot of commentaries on bad things about the nature of gamers and men <laughs> and i was just like man you're really you're really rude here aren't you like <laughs> why not why not right just apply well, anything what, to everything what he had inferred was that the room was inadvertently telling us what tommy Wiseau's opinion is on like breakups and he was he was sort of trying to get at that um men just men tend to or well this is what he thinks anyway tend to like 
view when women break up with them that it's something wrong with them and and then they don't look to themselves and I'm, and all i could think is like how can you say that as what though like you know that for sure? well you understand that how, how look let's let's be frank how much experience with women do you think h bomber guy <laughs> actually has how did don't say that otherwise you won't go on the efat oh yeah you, we've already called him a massive like it's pretty much done at this point too bad, I suppose. Um, so, I, I mean, since it was a relevant thing for movies, I was going to say the Oscars happened. Uh, I, I don't know how many things we're going to say about this, but I went on to um, Mr. CJ's podcast, the Great British Podcast, to talk about it, and um, Cynic Snacks said Army of Darkness is bad. He needs to be stopped. Everyone needs <laughs> to tell him he's a bad man. What's Army of Darkness? It's the third Evil Dead movie, technically. Oh. Evil Dead is like a protected trilogy, you're not allowed to criticize it. Okay. He said it's bad, and uh, we need to we need to find and stop his, his army of pizza, because <laughs> that's just wrong. But um, yeah, we'll just keep that going as a meme. <laughs> it's uh, like, he, hey, got, so, he got loads of criticism you know, we, for it as well in his own chat. They were like, it's not bad. He was like, it is bad. I enjoy it, but it's bad. He was like... <laughs> Um, I on the Oscars though, uh, Green Book won Best Picture, and you know I I saw that movie. Um, we did too. Like, you only liked fine, it because but... you only liked it because it's green. There's black people well, in it. Thing, that's why. it. You know, it's funny. It's funny you say that. Black <laughs> um, and green and like, black and green. And... The thing is, that one is very Oscar baity, and you know I liked it, but I mean Best Picture, like really. Um, well, think about all the movies that came out in 2018 and how there's only six that are actually wait, good. Are we going to talk about out of what was nominated or out of everything in 2018? Uh, I mean, out of everything, what would you say was your favorite movie Ooh. of 2000? Yeah. I, I would say, <laughs> oh, my favorite movie? Or, hmm, well, my favorite movie would be Mission Impossible. Fallout. Yeah, I was going to say, actually. But, <laughs> but objectively, objectively I, I honestly think the Green Book does deserve it because I thought that was a really good movie. I like it. I do like it. Um, I think the acting is great, but um, I just think it's very. I'm I'm sure that I've seen movies like it before. You know, on the whole um racism in America in the sixties thing, and sure. I guess maybe maybe I was expecting it to be a little bit more, a little bit worse than it was. You know what I mean? Like there weren't that many bad things that happened as opposed to you know in some other movies where it's like actually pretty grim. What do you mean? Like um, we didn't see in, enough trauma in different it, ways yeah i guess so it um it felt i would have liked tame. It to explore some of the things like there's that scene where uh, i can't remember the character's names but vigo mortensen finds the black yeah. guy in the ymca with the other dude mm -hmm. yeah, i wish yeah. it explored that a little bit more because i was like oh he's gay okay i thought that was interesting let's talk so about that a little bit but the movie just kind of forgot it afterward I mean, my favorite scene was the scene where um where mahershala ali i can't remember it was doctor something when yeah, I'd have to watch getting, again. Was it was when he got really pissed off when Vigo said that he's more black than uh than he is. Yeah. And um and then he has the whole thing about like if I'm not white enough if I'm not white enough to be white and I'm not black enough to be black, then what am I? I was like, oh that's actually that's good. I like this. I, I just like, like you I really would like label it Oscar where, baiting um, and I'd be like You see what's the he difference? He needs to understand that moderation is a delusion. <laughs> he can't be in the middle. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, when people refer to something as Oscar bait, I usually think they mean an emotional scene that was almost shoved in, right? Um, 
with a character who's like a dewitz and crying and it's all insane because like the one I always think about is do you ever guys see, ever, ever see Seven Pounds? I no. haven't heard of it. There's a see it's a it's a movie about how Will Smith is like depressed. I but this is this I haven't seen it since it came out just ages ago, but I'm pretty sure he wants to kill himself and he decides that he's going to not only donate all of his organs but find specific people that he's gonna give all of his organs to. And um there's like a scene where he's just in his car and it's like goes silent and he starts crying and screaming and banging his like dashboard and I remember being like, wait, what? Oh, oh. And I was like, why is this in here? And I remember Alex being like, oh, I think it's for the Oscar. Like, oh. He's in his car Oscar-baiting. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's kind of how I've always f felt what it means is when they try and take something controversial and then they make a big emotional scene. You're like, this is the part where they're like, can you please give us an Oscar for this? Um, I guess um, what you notice though is there is really a class division between films that can get Oscars like action movies, comedies are just not eligible. Um, and it's really except tough for Black, except for Black Panther, yeah, just, and science fiction as well, yeah. I just thought that moment where he like rants about being black and stuff. I was like, that that felt very earned. It felt like uh... yeah, it did. It was it was like the the whole point of the movie, really. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I had a lot of fun. And with I really it. liked. I really liked oh, all the scenes where he was like trying to write letters to his wife, and yeah, yeah, that was he, good. He he just didn't have very good English skills. I thought they were adorable moments in that movie. Yeah, the, oh, and it ends with him writing yeah. one, and then he goes, this is perfect. It's like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> He's yeah, so good. It's a, it's I really like that movie. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. Um, I guess um, I was surprised was all. Anyone yeah, I mean, seen... I, I would not say it's my favorite movie, because Mission Impossible Fallout, that's such a fucking good film. Mm -hmm. but... <laughs> I wonder if anyone can tell what opposition on that is. I was going to say, has anyone here seen The Favourite? No. I might try and force some of you guys to watch that. I thought it was really good. It's a movie about Queen Anne and her handmaidens and Oh yeah, of course. I know what one that is. They're competing yeah. to remain in her favor and it's uh very interesting, at least I found it to be. I'm surprised it didn't win costume design over Black Panther. I don't really know why. Uh it was I thought it was really good, but I guess it could have gone to either of them, I don't know. Um Um I mean, thank God Black Panther wasn't nominated for Best Visual Effects. <laughs> or Best Picture, that would have been sad. <laughs> but even then, Infinity War should have won Best Visual Effects. First Man had good visual effects, like it did, but Thanos, man. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that dear. alone. Yeah, um, yeah. Someone in the chat said that we should watch YMS's video on Captain Marvel, because apparently he strawmans people's objection to the film. Well, I mean... No, you know, people wouldn't do that. You're saying that YMS occasionally, actually more than often, has really retarded opinions on things? Oh, <gasps> oh god. Well, the thing, you know, like, um... YMS, I'm just gonna say it. Your quickies fucking suck. Stop <laughs> making them. You have made, like, so many videos, and I've watched most of them from last year, and I can say I liked, like, three of them. His take That's on it. Mission Impossible Fallout was hilarious. Yeah, your, your Mission Impossible Fallout take is fucking garbage. You have a bad opinion on that movie. <laughs> um, what were you going to say, Frankie? Sorry. Just like you well, lied about Glass, too. We can talk about uh, that sometime, Adam. <laughs> on, on the Jesus, that's like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, hold on, because Adam fucking said Glass was a 1 out of 10, and I'm not going to sit here and say that Glass he, he is gave, some he, wonderful film. Gave Captain Marvel I give it like four. a. I would give. What? And uh, Are yeah, you kidding? he gave Glass a one, but Captain Marvel a four. So, uh, four times 
how many of like, us have seen it. Like, I, I, I would say that Glass it's was like mad. a five. It's mostly that ending that really messes everything up because M. Night just had to fuck it all up at the end. But Adam like totally just misrepresented that movie completely. Well, they I mean, go. I, I don't want to have to be the one that defends a movie that's not even good in the first place, but <laughs> goddamn. We gotta have YMS versus Wolf now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he, he said, I, I think he said he doesn't really want to come on EFAP if it's covering a video. We might be able to get him to just discuss movies, though. Nice and fiery uh, by the looks of things. Wait, hold on. YMS wants to come on EFAP, but doesn't want to do the thing that EFAP is literally done? Well, he didn't ask to come on. I asked if he would, and he said he wouldn't want to be covering a video. I think it's because he just doesn't That's... want to create, you know, animosity with another creator. Okay. Oh, Eli uh, said just like Wolf misrepresented Alita to Mola. Oh, shots fired. You don't even know what my opinion of Alita is. I mean, you, you said it wasn't very good. That's what I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I came out of the movie initially, like, not, like, really hating it. And then as I thought about it more, I was like, I don't despise this film. It's not good. It's pretty bad, but... It, there was potential there. I wish it was like three hours long because another hour could have made it like legitimately good. But it I has think, some yeah. of the worst world building. It has the absolute worst romance I've ever seen. It actually makes the one from Aquaman look great by comparison. I disagree. I disagree with really? you. Really? I, th I you, think, you think I th that nobody relationship was good? Well, no, I don't think it was good. I just think that it was better than Aquaman because in Aquaman, they didn't spend any time I, on it. Like, at yeah, least in I, this movie, well, they the, spent the, some time on it. The reason why I think the one from Aquaman is better is because at least the characters, as dumb as some of the things about them were, they were at least likable. There was nothing likable about, what's his name, Hugo in Alita? Is that what his name is? Uh, yeah, you, you remember. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, because, yeah, <laughs> well, they're the only two characters whose names I remember, and the only because Alita, I mean, the movie's named after her, of course I'm going to remember her name, and then Hugo, because she said his name every 15 seconds of the film. Um, but, uh, I, it was really just because I liked the characters in Aquaman more than I liked well, Alita's. I like Jason Momoa, I think he's, uh, charismatic. Uh, well, Alita. yeah, it's hard not to like Jason Momoa. Yeah. But uh, but how much of that can you attribute to the actual film? Well, like the nothing film? really. And how like much that... to his pecs? Um, all of it. Because my my thing with Aquaman was it just totally came out of nowhere. Like she seems to have display outright contempt towards him, and then like ten minutes later, you know, you know she's like, oh, he's yeah, actually not so bad. It's like... Yeah, I know. I it's literally just because I liked the character. I they were more entertaining but hugo is like i want to go up to the sky city why i don't fucking know i don't even know what the sky city is uh, supposed to be because the, the, sequel, the movie has the know. worst wor oh fuck off <laughs> i am not that is not an argument that is not no, an I'm, argument if you, the movie joking. doesn't explain what the sky city is what the war was what the war was fought over why the martian technology is apparently not able to be salvageable by, Wait, the, by the earth yeah Alita's like a martian battle Thing. And the Martians have big eyes for some reason. The movie doesn't explain why. The main um, character, main character, sorry, main villain can possess people. It never explains who he can possess, why he can possess them, why he possesses them in the first place, why he's in the Sky City, what's so great about the Sky City, why is the last Sky City? None of this shit is explained. And all these dumb fucking people are like, oh, it's just like it's just like the manga. I don't care if it's just like the manga. That that doesn't say anything about the film. Like, look, I'm going to read the manga. 
and I'm going to talk exclusively about the world building because the world building was the worst part about Alita. I was more just like disappointed by Alita because there was something there that they could have done something with. I wish the movie was like an extra hour long to flesh these things out because there was so much potential, but it was squandered by no development for the things that it really needed development on. The thing is, I think I, I think I give that film a little bit more credit because um I'm aware of the fact that they actually wanted to make it. Like this is something they wanted to make for he, I think he wanted to make it until he decided that um people was more Yeah, well <laughs> Uh I correct me if I'm wrong, but there's been something you've been trying to say for a while, Fringy, or have you said it now? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no, sorry, Fringy. I, 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 I my white male it. privilege. Alright, now away. you can say it. I figured while we're on the subject of movies, Captain Marvel. Oh, mm. that we, well, comes out in a second. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to say was, and you'll be interested in this, was Spider Verse was really good. Yeah, it's and I'm great. glad it got the best animation Oscar. It deserved no, it. It, it absolutely best deserved Spider-Man it. Spider Man film of the year is going to be a new category. <laughs> <laughs> well, you oh, know, dude, Far From Home it. looks like it's going to be good. I'm hoping. You know, Spider Man is uh, reliable lately, which is good, mm -hmm. oh, except for Venom. <laughs> but that doesn't count, does it? And uh, yeah, I could have seen myself doing a praise for Spider-Man if I had watched it when it came out, but I just didn't understand what was happening. I was like, "It's an animation about Spider-Man." I was like, "Okay," and then like everyone I knew There's was like, so "You should much, see though. it." I was like, "Oh, okay." It it achieves so much though. Like every character has something going on, and there's there's an arc in every character. I love you know Noir Spider-Man. He's so cool, and he's Nicolas Cage. Noir Spider-Man's great. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> every character and arc. Well, I, I guess um, because everybody had something. I mean, the main three basically they all had something going on that they had to try and get over. People talk about says, Jay says you finally seen Spider Verse. Don't go Jay, there, Jay. Don't go Jay, there. Jay, Jay, you don't want to go here. Let's let's you jump into that. Are the just last before person. Captain oh, Marvel. Yeah, Jay, yeah, we'll do it. So I have some I have some things to say about Jay. This is gonna be the, <laughs> so the this is gonna be the show where I get very angry. <laughs> so uh. There's a question that floats around the universe, and that is, is it, are you a bad person if you haven't seen Lord of the Rings? The answer is yes, but it's, it's a question of, like, yes. are you a worse person if you've seen the first one and not continued to watch? <laughs> now, Jay, we have to have a little discussion here. It would seem that... You don't get to, you don't get to ever say, like, something to the effect of, oh, you've finally seen or played or read or done X? Because here's the thing, Jay, you've done nothing. And then on top of that, you watch The Fellowship at the Ring. It leaves off on, like, the best kind of cliffhanger possible because it's not something that leaves you unsatisfied. It leaves you with story more to tell, characters to follow, but it doesn't, like, just leave you off on a bunch of cliffhangers that don't go anywhere, right? So Jay, despite this, decides, I'm not going to finish this the other two movies i'm just going to watch the first one and leave it at that jay <laughs> jay I, I i'm not happy with you jay just say that you watched the second two and say you can't answer any questions you gotta go i'm still processing how amazing they are <laughs> He's, yeah you know what? he needs time to absorb the first one both there you go i watch all three in like a day like three times a month it's... You don't have an excuse, Jay. <laughs> you don't so have an excuse, it's... Jay. Look over Jay, I, Wolf has the high ground. <laughs> I am surprised that I, uh, I'm, 
I'm just Jay Lepch. How can you watch the the Fellowship of the Ring and not be like, I I want to see these characters succeed. I want to I want to follow their journey to the end. I mean, I might not watch them just to see Wolf explode. Jay, if I explode. <laughs> That means I'm launching off like a nuclear missile to your exact coordinates, and I'm going to nuke you. You're already defending a rival against him. You don't want him even more angry. Wolf's, yeah, Wolf's going to eat you, and then not tomorrow, he'll just throw you back up. Like that, that alien from Men in Black 2. Yes, or the one from Captain Marvel, which allows us to slide... Oh, clarification. <laughs> in the last... Was it the last EFAP? No, it was when I was on Cynical CJ stream. I thought Patrick Williams was DMing me. It, I'm assuming it was just a troll that had his name and icon. So if anyone was wondering about that, no. And so a couple people have said Pyro wants to be on uh, EFAP. I don't think it's the real Pyro on Twitter from what we understand about his YouTube advertising a different Twitter. So people think that's the real Pyrocynical. I don't think it is. And I have no idea whether or not Pyrocynical actually watches EFAP. I'd be surprised. Um, either way... Captain Marvel. Uh, who here has seen it? It's me and Fringy, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, I'm just not gonna watch it at all. Um, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm going to see it. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't recommend it. It's pretty bad. It's almost um, exactly what was expected. I dare say. The funny, yeah. The funny thing was, um, both Mauler and I had seen it. I think I said that I thought it was like lower on the mid tier spectrum, but I thought it was like you know, it was it was just painfully okay painfully okay yeah honestly though man like you know iron man 3 is is worse but like it's yeah. kind of funny to watch you know <laughs> like but uh but i just i got i got very little out of captain marvel but then we started talking about it and then it's like oh, oh. yeah we had like a good few hours of just <laughs> going over the plot and like none of it makes any fucking sense it's all really stupid and there's no there's so many things i'm making a video for it. i've already written the script but you can expect it in probably like Five days or something, but yes, you're getting an unbridled meh for Captain Marvel. It's mm, bad. As far it's... as I'm concerned right now, it's the third worst in the MCU behind Black Panther yes. and Iron Man 3. Uh, I would prefer to watch like... Thor 1 and 2 than Captain Marvel by far. I mean, it, yeah, it, like, cause I'm, I remember when I walked out of it, I'm like, there are plot holes, I just need to think about it. You know, sometimes you just know that you've watched something yeah. that isn't sound, and then you just need to think about it, but yes, the, uh, the catalyst for the plot is um, illogical. The villains, um, they, like the entire mythology is surrounding quite them. a lot to actually break down all yeah. of the different. There's a problem in every department. Um, outside, I get because people, most people have been saying the CGI was good. The only thing I ever found about the CGI was sometimes when she's flying around, she looked a bit rubbery. That's about it. I think uh, well, that, the CGI was was all right. It was much better than Black um, Panther. I can say that much. Oh yeah, it was. Um, but I think <laughs> that's it was, a very low bar. <laughs> also, uh, the the lasser just said Maul doesn't like Thor one. Uh, I don't hate it. I just it's just it bores me. Yeah, it's a bit meh. Yeah. It's Are a... there people that? Well, I know the the answer, <laughs> but how how many people in the world realistically would willingly defend Thor one and two? Like um, on anything. I think Thor one you could defend more so than Thor two. Well, um, sure you could defend it both more, times. It'll be because of Loki. Going. Both times, yeah. That's Loki. I was about to say it'll be <laughs> Loki. Thor one and two are garbage. I don't even like Thor three, but man, is it way better than Thor one and two? Um, um, I think one of the key <laughs> things though, someone as well, said is... hashtag not me. 
<laughs> I think I'm hashtag not me if you would defend Thor one or two. <laughs> one of the uh, I think key observations that we made after talking about that movie was that unlike a lot of characters in the MCU are very well defined and understandable, um, and you could sum them up in a couple of words. But with Captain Marvel, it's it's way too inconsistent. Like it's it's hard to it's hard f- well, to say I'll, who I she is. It. It, Captain Marvel. In three words, um, strong female protagonist. Well, you only know that because they told you in the film several times, right? No, you haven't seen it? Well, sometimes. Well, I, I don't mind a few subtle hints, like them telling me directly. Uh, they do like to tell you things directly, subtle. though. Like, oh, you know, oh, she, she's funny. You know, this, this character is always making jokes. You, know, it's like, you are cool. funny, and your jokes none of them are landed, fun though. to listen to. Like, uh, none my, of them landed. My take on the so comedy was Poole that... That's what Tim He was I, like, she, she tries to be funny, but her jokes are not funny. I, I, I honestly don't, wouldn't funny? go as far as saying they're not funny. It's that they're the kind of jokes... Say, for example, we're all just hanging out, and... um. Some guy is like running in front of us and he trips over and I go, ooh, watch out, mate. And the rest of you guys are like, it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those jokes where you just basically go, <laughs> and it's yeah, like, like, that's like, it. You know? It's the kind of joke you don't devote screen time to. Well, that's, that's, that's my problem. It's going to get real laughs. It's, it's yeah. a million dollar script or whatever, you know, like high budget script. And it's just jokes that are so okay. So many jokes oh that are just God. like that was million dollars off the cuff Discord call jokes. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Jokes. While yeah. do you remember? Like, I actually stand by this. Infinity War is like the most dramatic and sorrowful of all the MCU films, and yet it's probably the one that made me laugh the most outside of maybe Ragnarok. So many fucking yeah. amazing jokes in uh, Infinity War that are character based. While in this movie, it's like um, the best example I have is that they have this scanner. Fring, you'll know what I'm talking about. And it scans, yeah. it scans the cat, and it says threat level high. And it's like, huh? They scan Fury, and it goes threat level low to minimal. And then you know the camera cuts in on Fury, and he goes, "That thing's busted." Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> like he's, um, it, yeah. You could have made and that funnier. Yeah, timing. There was like a Windows 95 joke that was pretty funny. That's um, probably my favorite joke in the whole film. Yeah. Honestly, but that's probably about it. Um, otherwise, it's just like, man, that I don't know, man. I'm just because I, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, I think people are going to be disappointed. I think even the people who are really looking forward to it are going to be disappointed. But apparently, a decent amount of people really like it, and I'm very surprised because I'm not sure what they see in it that I don't. That's weird because everybody that I've like seen <coughs> and looked at that I that I even halfway sort of am interested in their opinion they're like at best they're like yeah well i uh oh. angry joe likes it um which is angry joe likes a lot of things though <laughs> when does. it comes to angry joe the only thing worth listening to him to is his video game review his movie reviews are garbage even when he's right he's usually wrong well, about i life. think i, mean, I think the one, the one thing that turned me off was um they were talking about that you know titans the uh the dc show titans um one of the guys on there said that in the first episode, it had better action than Daredevil, and I nearly flipped my desk. <laughs> look, look the, the, the fact is, right, we've just talked about this. Me and Fringy put out tweets, and then we talked about the movie for just an hour or so, and now those tweets are almost uh, obsolete. Like, yeah. like, what we've said is not really how... And so my point is, when you have an instant reaction review, you'll end up like Chris Stuckman or, or Jeremy Johns or Angry Joe or YMS, who's falling for this as well, 
where you say like exactly how you felt immediately, and then you you watch the film again, and it's going to be harder I mean, for you to actually change your mind compared to when you had before because you've already put out your video, your assessment. You're like, oh well, I kind of, I kind of said yeah, that it's that's this. That's exactly. No, you have to be like tonal loke. I was wrong. Exactly, about just give us some time. Video game, and and everyone's so desperate to get a video out because like this is the thing. I've already taken three days now to write my script. I need to redraft it once and then record. And throughout mm -hmm. recording, I'll be redrafting. I'll be like, oh, that doesn't. Really... Then I got to do all my editing, and then it'll go out to friends to be like, how's this? And you know, and just blah, blah blah. And then it goes out. Like all of that happens instead of me just going recording with a picture of the poster, saying Captain Marvel sucks. It's not very funny. Character's not very good. I hate it. Ten out of ten. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think I think with all movies, you you need to you need to wait because uh, your initial reaction is probably going to be different from what happens when you think about it a bit more. Because I think I think a lot of the movies that um I end up going, oh, it's actually bad. I have to actually. It, it's like oh, except for Predator. The Predator, I figured out immediately <laughs> that it sucked. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. With yeah. a lot of movies, like I, I thought Black Panther it. was actually good when I first saw it. <laughs> yeah, I, my scores for both Black Panther and Captain Marvel and Infinity War, funnily enough, were much higher immediately than they are compared to even days later. Mm -hmm. I still like Infinity War a lot, though, and there are things that I didn't notice in my first viewing that I appreciate now. So uh, it, it varies. You know, sometimes you find out the film's even better than what you thought. Um, But yeah, that's that's about it. That's, again, yeah. an hour and eight minute intro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got more memes to cover today than ever, like I said. But it'll, these aren't too long, so it should it should be pretty good. And like I said, some of them will have Jared references in them. But this will be the last episode where we show them. It's just so that we try and get some of the work out that's been done already, because it obviously kind of sucks that there's going to be people who have to undo them. But is everybody on uh, on watch together? Oh, uh, you're on. Yep, yep. Oh, we're all right, time. then. Yeah, so. Um, oh, wait. Is this man Jesus? I, by the way, I had a <laughs> Jesus I had a really, found me. I um I had a funny idea for a meme to do a meme video, and I think we'll like it because it's got Lord of the Rings in. It. Um, man, do I want to talk about what my idea is though? I don't know. I I, I feel like if it. you talk, yeah. if you describe, it's like it's like explaining a joke, you know. Well, just make the I meme and then start making videos again. Yeah. yeah, but it's like it's going to be a lot of work to do it, so it's like I'm kind of tossing up. Yeah, or not yeah, but it. it would be so much easier to just tell us what you would have done. Yeah, sure. Oh well, all right. Then. <laughs> Freaky sad face. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, right. let's watch some meat. So this is from uh, sorry, what's the name? Depressed director, and uh, since it's Power oh, Rangers, Jesus. I'm probably gonna have to Depressed? do some pausing. But um, uh, yeah. I don't. Did it? Does that even do anything? Oh yeah, it does. It totally does. Uh, it's, the problem with the Rogue One one that got me was that it was music, and music can have anywhere between three seconds, as as low as three seconds, to clip you on it. So you, all I'm doing is the standard like seven to eight second visual one. But even my part two for TFA, I was getting clipped on seven second uh, parts in my video, and I was like, what the fuck, YouTube? You're taking it a bit far. However, the video hasn't been taken down yet, so that's a good sign. I would rather it that they give me the claims before I release it than after, you know what I mean? Well, that's yeah. how that goes. As for the stream, I'm just trying to prevent us from actually being taken down immediately. Cause, well, uh, do you want to? You, maybe you should upload your video as unlisted, and then get that started. And then once all that's cleared, then make it public. Also, that's what I'm saying. I do. You should do that. 
Okay. He, he does, though. Yeah, do that. I, you know what, Rags? I'm going to do that from <laughs> okay. now on. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'll it, just, should, it should help. I'll throw some pulls in here, but here we go. You're kind of watching movie stuff. <laughs> 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 movie Bob <laughs> is is tonal. What's he doing back there? Uh, this is a problem. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Power Rangers lore, but this is perfect. I don't either. Who seems to actually <laughs> Movie Bob's the fat one. <laughs> <laughs> know what a plot hole is. I think that's the, the Discord. That's the Discord symbol, right? Yo, 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 yo! What's up, guys? What? No, that's clever. That's my face from yeah. my amnesia video turning into the new one. Uh -huh. the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. <laughs> 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 so one of the things that's interesting is they're all using old pictures of us and they yeah. turn into the new ones we now use that's cool <laughs> he's the pink ring <laughs> there you go wolf Billy. you get to look at women <laughs> Back when Friggy's profile picture looked like a green sperm cell. <laughs> you did look like a weird green. Vulcan <laughs> <Balkan> skull! <laughs> <laughs> they did it okay, the way that they did. I like that. <laughs> Driving in the EFAP car. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, that was good. My face hurts from smiling. <laughs> um, well, that's one. <laughs> Here, I I will say this: Power Rangers in Space had the best theme song, though. Infinity. Oh. Uh, okay. So this next one is from Blair Witch. I believe we have like four from Blair Witch. Blair Witch today. Witch today. The problem obviously is that they stacked up a little bit while we were um, away. Uh, this one's yeah. called. Infinity Ultimate objectivity. <laughs> Infinity War oh, is Jack. an unfair example. Fuller really does phone this one in. Jack, kindly <laughs> fuck you. You're watching movies wrong. <laughs> does that not already sound incredibly pretentious? Versatile verbs. Oh, this is, is um Danganronpa. It's what? Danganronpa. The uh, it's a uh, like a bunch of students are in a school and to escape they have to kill someone and get away with it in a class trial. Oh. It's uh, it's actually really cool. Oh, oh yeah, a couple people recognize it. I think. Because I'm like, what are you doing, Mark? Soma fails as a <laughs> horror game. I would honestly love to hear you say that you don't actually find any game scary. You get to look at, at women. <laughs> Should we just let chat respond? Reader response. I love that they've all got a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> And and the the hair goes over him too. Yeah. The need for like this. how it's clipped well, is just because you want to be like, look, guys, I read. Art is not a science. There is no means to factually prove worth. His opinions are objective, and the opinions of people who disagree with him, subjective. <laughs> 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 
Union pieces do not exist. <laughs> and you don't know how discussions are meant to function. Oh, man. <laughs> he <laughs> says so many pretentious things in that video. You oh, don't know no. how discussions are meant to function. <laughs> also, we won't have a discussion with you. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> oh. Beautiful. That was good. I still think that was my favorite. That one's great. Oh, you're talking about the the argument one, Rex? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one's that one's on the docket. We're getting there. <laughs> Got so to get through. So this is manga writer, and uh, it's called EFAP Trailer. And he said the music is, is, uh, hasn't gotten him claims, but um, he's not sure if it's safe, so I'll just be trying to pause here and there. We'll hope for the best. From the depths of the cesspool that is YouTube, there is a show that you have probably never heard of. A show held by three YouTubers who have made names for themselves to tackle the worst of the worst. Wolf. A retired soldier with a lust for insults. He really needs to change <laughs> that fucking awful goddamn haircut. How did people subscribe? <laughs> I don't get it. I watched the TRO one to finish it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that picture is so funny. <laughs> the smug doggo with a mouth. It takes more than one person to make this garbage. Oh, what a fucking. <laughs> Faggot. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and take a day to yourself and join the ride of the podcast every frame of pause for the more iconic title, EFAP. Yeah, you just you have to say it. If you say it, it means it's true. Don't you stop? Made from potato extract or something. They pour it into seed shaped molds. The compilation will just be us laughing. Um. All right. Next is I think yeah. This is so. This is the second history of EFAB. I think it is because we saw one before. Was it third? Yeah, it's the third history of EFAB. Okay. And this is from good old Creamy Sheave Palpatine. Smaller. <laughs> Surrender, and your lives will be spared. Fuck you, Quinton. <laughs> That's seamless. Absolutely seamless. It sounds exactly like a real quote. I'm sorry, old friend. Queer theory. <laughs> How come I'm always a <laughs> Rhino, would you smell? <laughs> 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 Yo, 
yo, yo, yo, yo, what's up, guys? Jared Tinnis here. Just right. <laughs> <laughs> love how, like, cheap some of the jokes are. <laughs> <laughs> <It's like this. laughs> I realized that if, if Wolf is Atticus and Rags is at Padme, I... Oh, uh, mm. well, maybe there was some... Choke me, Daddy. ...going on there. Fight you. you can do this, but I'm just letting you know. Shoot right me now. on your fire planet. <laughs> you can do Avengers music as well, just put it on anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the more episodes we have as well, the more guests who have to be involved, it's like impossible to fit everyone on. <laughs> I just love that Bilbo's there too. Oh, depressed directs in chat. He said none of these beat the Kingsman one, including mine. In fairness, it is fucking hard to beat the Kingsman one. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that's that so much in there. Half eaten yo yo <laughs> that one actually does sound like a Yeah, that wasn't too bad. That looks good. Based pipeman. Anyways, guys, I apologize. He's a queer. The history of part three. Um. Right, so this is this is the anime-ish one again, and this is a, this is titled uh, EFAP season one episode ten: The End of the Quinton Arc. <laughs> it will be an anime for this one day. It'll make sense. People will animate it. Once you put all the meme videos together, that's how it'll work. Bear your buttocks, Quinton. Oh, quote from the ages. こいつはモンスター以外。なんて言うんですか。出てるカード。そしてそのカードだけ攻撃力1500以下のモンスターは追加攻撃できる。攻撃力1500。<笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><
Actually, a meme on there it says Rhino, a simple something that ends with oh, milk. I, I can't quite read it. I can't quite tell. It's poor Quinton, you know, <laughs> with all this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you're here for you. <laughs> Weird cow monster. The giant alien cow thing that Luke milks is one of my favorite additions to the whole series. <laughs> That's the Patrick Williams that's really good. That's really good. The subtitles are so good. That was uh, logic. What's that? That was Blair Mitch again as well. Um, oh, that's great. The memes oh. keep on coming. This one is from. This is a different uh, creator as well. I think we haven't seen this one before. Oh. Antihero sixty nine. <laughs> Is this nonsense. I can't <laughs> <pay six laughs> for this. I like that Patrick Willems is Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Best part. That's it. I'm out of here. This video is the biggest. I just stopped becoming me at that point. <laughs> I've never seen. Why do you insist we watch this stupid thing? Am I the only one who understands? <laughs> <laughs> the of his ambitious cinematic masterpiece? This movie isn't stupid! <laughs> stupid! <laughs> it works so well! That was perfect! You're stupid! <laughs> oh my Billy. god, that was my favorite show back in the day. We need oh, to start calling great. him Billy. <laughs> uh, so do you guys know, do you remember EFAB Adventures 1? Where it was uh, like we had cutouts. I think it was Wolf's head was put on like the body of the guy from GTA Five, and oh yeah, there's a second yeah, I one. I don't think I've played this before, so we'll go with it. It's from uh, the Spawn Camp channel. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> You're watching movies wrong. <laughs> Mortar soup. Pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, uh... 
Baradur has really nice interior Interiors, decorating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mount Pleasant. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Oh dear. I have no idea what that's from. It's best None of you these things know. actually matter. <laughs> <laughs> they are here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I won't do it! I won't! I've done it six fucking times already! What? Do you know what these movies did to him? This is a xenomorph now! A fucking xenomorph! <coughs> what? <laughs> so, uh, um, here's the thing. <laughs> Please some of this. At least some of this. Seriously. Alien out of yeah, this is the same guy who does the wrestling ones, I guess. <laughs> I can't remember if this is before or after, actually, because this, uh, I didn't know about this one for a while. Is there any actual- is there actually any wrestling in this game? Because I've never actually seen any wrestling in there this is, game. There is- there is- he it's has a video getting ready to the listen. actual fight, uh, but I can't remember how it, like, it's it's oh. just like standard sort of wrestling moves being done over and over again. Sort of. Um. All right. This is the one that Rag said was his favorite. <laughs> so good. And this is from okay. uh, Blavich again. See oh. what's a Blavich means. Okay. Listen. Oh. Look, we can have this discussion again. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Because you can. Have <laughs> Any, anyone who's not following, I just hit the button to start the elevator music. And that makes fists. But you can't have eight fists, apparently. <laughs> Even no. though fists are connected. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Fists. Yes, fists are connected. Every part of your body is connected, Wolf. Well, yeah, sure, but not the fist. Ah, you did it! Part of your <laughs> the little, little face change on rags when he went, ah, you did it! <laughs> oh, it's so good. I can watch it a million times. Oh, damn. <laughs> There's one, I don't know if it's changed, uh, might have to do it next time, but there's one for Terminator 2 with me, like, shooting loads of critics, uh, but it says video unavailable right now, so, might have been taken down for copyright, I don't know, but, uh, we have, uh, <coughs> two more, three more, <laughs> but they're quick. Uh, this next one's, oh, this is Blavich again, so, like, <laughs> this is a showcase for them. Enjoy. What the hell are you doing, man? It looks so natural. <laughs> it's because that's what his body actually looks like. 
Come on, Danny DeVito looks better than Eric. <laughs> Eric's got like man. segments I, of fat. Come out, <laughs> Danny, Danny's at least kind of respectable. Oh, hang on, I'll let it in case there are real jokes. Frank, what the hell are you doing, man? Hey, that's my character. I'm the trash man. <laughs> I come out, I throw trash all over the, all over the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up <laughs> all three of us just like what? Oh, that's gonna be a disaster. <laughs> Beautiful. Um That's so good. Oh what a showcase has been today. Oh. When you take uh, so this one's called Mola's Bizarre Adventure. I'm gonna assume that's related to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure because I know what that is because I'm hip with the kids. Um, this is Jesse Wham uh, made this one. When you take away nitpicks about the story, thoughts about the characters, and if it fits into canon, which is all basically just fan stuff, there is very little that I can't believe he said that. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. <laughs> I have to it's say about how this movie was actually bad. I could literally Actually, go on forever about why this movie is so stupid. Don't worry, we'll, we'll start from the beginning because there's a whole bunch to go through. This <laughs> could be the longest EFAP in history. Yeah, you can do. We just wanted to make sure that you got to spend a long time um, looking at Quentin's incredibly punchable face. So that, <laughs> that your anger could bubble and rise. <laughs> the Last Jedi is an abomination. It's an insult to everything Star Wars is and was. Oh, Wolf, why do you hate TLJ so much? It's a narrative disaster know, that destroys everything I've loved about this series. Well, 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 well I guess we should, we'll, we'll, we'll mention first Your, your next sentence. <laughs> Considering <laughs> what was said today. <laughs> no! <laughs> I feel like no. just by talking to people, you have already been accused of being alright, I will soon be- <laughs> <laughs> The whole chat hey. typing F. Jay, that's a visual representation of what's going to happen during our debate. God. He said he's seen Arrival more than he's seen, uh, or thought about even Lord of the Rings, so I'm sure he's prepared. That, that is... That just disappoints the hell out of me. <laughs> so, it's true, you are alright. It yeah. brings me joy. It brings me joy. <laughs> As of the... the last podcast with Cinema Sin Sins, um, tell people we're, we're... We literally find a new problem with this movie every single time we talk about it. The simple fact of the matter is that the optimal fire rate is... I have no idea. Has anyone seen this anime, by the way? I have no idea. No idea. Frangy, you're a nerd, so if you don't... Frangy, is this anime? <laughs> is this an anime? Is, is this a moo-moo? No answer. All right. Not the most consistent, meaning that even if you consistently pace your shots with pinpoint precision, the guy firing with the optimal fire rate- What's that was taken from, Wolf? Oh, uh, that's from my Halo Reach video. Someone actually got mad about- Um, commented something to the effect of, uh, I was saying that this was, like, something game-breaking, and, well, I, I proved in the video it kind of was, because it takes all the skill out of the multiplayer. Halo Reach fans are kind of dumb. I enjoy I Halo like Reach. Halo Does that Reach. make me evil? I, I like Halo Reach. You're wrong. <laughs> Without consistency, has just as much of a chance at killing you as you are at killing him. Was that a call to violence, Wolf? Was that a call to violence? <laughs> <laughs>
think so. <laughs> the eyes. How am I always the woman? <laughs> These aren't even so, the same um, people. Here's the thing. I fucking hate Trump. <laughs> oh dear. Alright. And I can't believe we've actually managed to do this. But this is the last one now, and it's from uh, it's a new animation from No Consistency. Um, who asked as well if if people are interested? I'll, I'll probably do it before and after. But no consistency has a Patreon. I suppose he's he's saying like if you want to jump on there, then um, he might make more animations. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure of what he's doing with his channel fully. But um, there's a link if if anybody is interested in the chat. And uh, I guess I will put all these things in the description by the time it's uploaded on uh, Moolah. But uh, here we go. Anyone gonna mention the pirate plank behind you? This is part of the helicopter that they found. This is not a plank, <laughs> pirate plank. Just bear with me here. What if? What if that's actually Noah's Ark and he had a plank so he could throw the animals off and they misbehave? That would that would totally make sense in the world of Predator. And, and this is where Noah's Ark landed, so that's why there's a plank. I just love the idea that it's, I'm, you know, I'm 90% sure that's a part of the helicopter they found, but if, if CinemaSins is convinced that there's a random pirate's plank in the, in the middle of the set, why would there be a pirate plank? <laughs> I guess that's what his point is. It's like you have to comment on it. It's like, okay. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, again, uh, he's uh, saying he's opened up on Patreon for. I think he's looking just to see what people are interested in. So uh, check it out. And that's it for memes. And we're an hour and 40 minutes in. That's good. No, <laughs> we've gone almost two hours and haven't even started the video. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> I got food in this time. <laughs> I ate my dinner as we were doing this. <laughs> uh, I watched Mission Impossible Fallout casually as as a collective of watching everything that came out in 2018. I was really impressed. Uh, I was like, holy shit, this is way better than it has any right to be. Because I've always thought the Mission nice Impossible segue. films were just decent. Uh, and good. And, this is and the first fine. Mission Impossible I've seen, and I loved it. Yeah, I was, it was just really good. I was impressed. Fallout and... was great. I uh, I'm of the opinion that they've been getting better and better. Like, um, um, I'd have to rewatch them, but I love I, I love the first oh, one. Loved it. Like, Mollard, what's what's binge watch all of them? It's not like we don't already watch like ten movies. That's true. There's... We can totally do that actually. Um, I really like the third one as well because the villain. But either way, um. There's, there's, it got a lot of praise, um, and the only person I knew that didn't like it was YMS, and, um, his video on and it... YMS, you know, he, he just sometimes makes really awful videos. Yeah, his, his video was interesting, uh, to say the least. So, yeah, but, interesting in how bad it was. And then I got directed to a video called Mission Impossible Fallout is a Bad Movie. I was like, ooh, you know, let's hear someone disagree, because it's almost universal that the film was pretty much liked. Um, 
a lot of critics said it was their pick for uh, 2018 and that it's the best Fallout uh, Mission Impossible movie, so it's like, okay. I would um, say it's the best Mission Impossible movie. I would agree with that. Though I do need to rewatch them to really make a substantive argument, but for, I've never been as impressed as I was with this one. Mm, um, let's do it. Let's do it. This is from Ren's Reviews. He's said that he's interested in coming on EFAP to talk about this video if we're going to criticize it. He, um, he was criticized by Turbo Button on Twitter, and I offered Turbo Button to come on to EFAP to talk about this video, and he was like, I don't want to start beef, which is like okay. what Turbo Button does a lot on Twitter, <laughs> so I don't really get it. Like, he keeps getting drawn into one-on-one -on -one conversations to try and clarify stuff, because he did it with me, but, um... Apparently, I don't know if they've talked. I hope they they've worked out whatever was going on there. But um, yeah, he'll be welcome on after we've covered it. And uh, yeah, that's what we're doing today. So if anybody hasn't seen Mission Impossible Fallout, I'd probably recommend skipping the rest of this EFAP, watching it, and then coming back to watch the coverage of it. Cause it is a really awesome movie, as far as I'm concerned. And uh... oh yeah, if you haven't seen it, you just should. It's just a good movie. yeah yeah. And of course, like I said, Ren's reviews. You'll be welcome on the following EFAP once uh, covered this. I'll probably. Twitter or PM him whatever once uh, once this EFAP's over, but he might end up in chat since we've apparently got a bit of a history of that happening. And if he does, uh, maybe he could jump in at the end. I don't know, but either way, we're gonna watch it. So here we go. Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Cool. What's up, everybody? It's me, your favorite little boy in the whole wide world, Ren with two ends. I already and hate you this all probably man. Rice, you gotta give him a second to be wrong. You can't just criticize him because of his positive attitude. No, that's not what I'm <laughs> criticizing. Oh yeah, what are you what are you going after? It's the delivery. In what way? It's annoying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably think I'm nuts because if you've clicked on this video, there's a good chance that you love Mission Impossible Fallout. Just like about everyone else. everybody loved this movie. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I feel a little crazy myself. Mission Impossible Fallout has a 97% on Well deserved. Uh, it's like if I was to give it some kind of a number, probably it's just 90, 80 to 90. Well, I mean, probably. I wouldn't get a 97 again. It's like, it just means 97% of people like yeah, it. Yeah. This is why Rotten Tomatoes is such a terrible metric. Yeah, that's the problem, because, you know, I looked at that and I was immediately like, 97 out of 100, that's the quality of the movie, and I'm like, probably not. Um, but then it's like, that's not what that means, though, and it's like, oh, right, of course. Yeah, because it's not Metacritic. How do you even call that number, how do you even make a judgment on that? 97% of people thought it was good. 97% of people gave it a positive review. Yeah, like it's... 97% thumbs up. And it's like, what can you draw from that? That they're wrong? That they thought it was at least, what is it, 6 out of 10 gets you um, a thumbs up? Yeah, 6 out of 10 gets you on there, so, so you know, that and could a 6 literally out of 10 mean... is like... That all of the reviews mm -hmm. are six out of ten. It's it like, could, yeah, yeah, just useless. An eighty-six yeah, on go. Metacritic. That's better. Um, that's yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable I, I giving you an eighty-six. I oh, yeah, I'd say between an eight and a nine. Yeah. 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 I'm happy with that. <laughs> a seven point so. eight on IMDb. And before anyone says that's low, that's 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 high for IMDb because the top, I think the top-rated film on IMDb is Shawshank Redemption. With is it eight point two? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, something like that. No, I don't think there's anything. Let me check. Yeah, tough crowd on IMDb, man. <laughs> it's a tough crowd. <laughs> oh, no, I was wrong. It's 9.3 for Shawshank Redemption. Ah, but still, 9.3, not a 10. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't know, Schindler's I feel like... list, that garbage! 9.3 <laughs> 9. sounds kind of low for Shawshank. 
well, it does, uh, doesn't it? That's what I was. I, I was trying to imply that IMDb's uh, whole metric is a little lower than what people would expect. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grace God's Green Earth, Jeremy Johns gave this movie the number one spot in his best movies of 2018 before punching the screen like father punches mama <laughs> and moving on to his next project. Now let me make. So there's a lot of comedy in this video. That's like. No, comedy's funny. Like he said, he punched the screen like Mama punches Papa. Just like, I mean, Papa punches. And it's just like, okay, all right, yeah, all right. This clip. If you're trying to tell us something, it's a bit weird, but hey, okay. I mean, maybe that'll hit closer to home for some one. folks than others. Okay. That all right. hit closer <laughs> to home. <laughs> so weird. Hit closer to home. <laughs> it's a weird it's segue. Violence. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I made a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Poking fun of domestic <sighs> violence. Classy. Yeah, rags. Oh, Piece of shit. I'm sorry. This Remember, there are things you're not allowed to joke smacked. about. <laughs> In his oh. best movies of 2018, <laughs> before punching the screen like father punches mama and moving on to his next project. Now, let me make this clear. I love the spy movie genre. It's probably one of my favorites. In fact, my grandfather started the tradition of taking my dad to see every single James Bond movie in theaters. A tradition that my dad passed on to me. So this genre is one that I hold very close to my heart. I grew up watching James Bond, Austin Powers, and of course, Mission Impossible. So I'm not making this video to be a contrarian or to clickbait. I'm making this video be- Really weird visual for clickbait. The glove attached yeah. to the window, I'm like, What's... Because I, I genuinely believe that Mission Impossible Fallout is objectively a bad movie. Oh, at least he's, you know, being, you yeah, know, at least on, he's using the metric. He's on know, our he's team for that. Um, yeah. And this is the more, see, this is what we actually want, uh, is to discuss the actual meat of all of these things, like the actual films and getting into it, instead of being stuck at whether or not you can even be objective. So it's like, well, at least we've got through to this bit. And he's just, yeah, that opening is just to say that He's not being dishonest, which, fine. <laughs> if you're saying it's objectively a bad movie, kind of being dishonest. Wait, could you see a booby dare? I can't you can see a part of one. That's racist. Because you might disagree with that doesn't mean we have to hate each other. I do my very best to make my videos as entertaining as I can. So you're if failing. you disagree with me, you still might have Jeez. a nice time with me. Give him a chance. <laughs> and I've done I, a great I can't. <laughs> It's because you're annoyed that he's picking on this film, aren't you? <laughs> well, when you say, like, one of the best movies of last year is objectively bad, yeah. It also kind of annoys me, because you know that people like Jack are going to use this, us covering this guy, and he's going to be like, see, objective, people who use objectivity disagree with each other objectively, which <laughs> Wait, means that objectivity doesn't exist. On? Did he have a Destiny shirt on? Uh, I don't know. Let's have a look. What are you talking about? A bad movie. And just because you might disagree with that doesn't mean we have to hate each other. I do my very best to make my video. Is that a Destiny? Apparently, someone in chat. First off, someone in chat said this guy's voice sounds like me. No, not at all. <laughs> first off, I have no idea where you pulled that one. He from. sounds a bit like Donkey. I think. I haven't got a suggestion for what he sounds like. I don't know. Videos as entertaining as I can. So if you disagree with me, you still might have a nice time with the video. And I've done a great deal of research about this movie, so you might also just learn something along the way. 
Cool. Ooh. Like, for example, what if I were to tell you that before they started writing the scripts for these past couple of Mission Impossible movies, that they think of the stunts and action first? Well, you know, we knew we wanted How to is that a bad thing? It's, yeah, that's fine. I wouldn't recommend okay. it, but it doesn't mean the movie will be bad. Well, here, here's the thing. I mean, like, sometimes a story is based off of, or like, you have an idea of like something that happens like say an action set piece that plays out in your head and you're like that'd be cool what if it made a story and implemented that into yeah. it uh i mean that's how that's how stories are made you think you have an idea and then that idea blossoms into a i was story. gonna say fringy do you remember us talking about how i was like i was envisioning a scene where ghost rider daredevil and punisher clash for a specific yeah. moral right reason yeah. and then i was like i can't just have that now i have to build a whole story that leads to that moment that's right. fine. And there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I think, that's what storytelling is. I think it's safe to say that most ideas start that way. Like isn't correct me if I'm wrong, but George R. R. Martin's idea for Game of Thrones, and again, this is totally off off my memory from ages ago. I'm not sure if this is true, but it came from he he liked Lord of the Rings, but he asked himself what happened once uh, pa Sword past the, the third one. Was Aragorn a good king? And how difficult was it to be a king? And the idea is Robert is a warrior, became a king, and the, the kingdom stagnated because he was a terrible leader. Or a terrible king. Right. And um, point being, he was like, my idea is a warrior king wins a war, but inherits a country he can't control, and it leads to massive backstabbings and political issues. Uh, how do I implement the thing. that? You, you have an idea. Like, if you're, like, thinking you have an image of a character in your head and you're like, all right, who is this character? What's his name? What's he do? What world does he live in? Like, this is how stories are made. Well, you have an idea say, and then you build off of that idea. I would say that with pretty much all storytelling, you start with ideas that you think are cool, but whether or not it's good or bad is how much of the legwork you put into earning those cool moments. It's you know, like I this say, dude doesn't yeah. actually understand how stories well, are. I don't know. Made. It, it, it maybe maybe he's not. I don't know because the thing well, is, is that I have the perspective of I like it, to come up with ideas. You know what I mean? It's because, so I kind it's of because he's it. It, he's acting as though they're like they said. Let's just do a bunch of stunts and then oh wait, we have to have a plot too, like last minute. But that's not that's mm -hmm. not the case. Like no, you have an idea. You like think oh that would be a cool stunt. What would I use that in? Like, worst case scenario, right, the director or writer says, I've written up all these action scenes, uh, just throw them together with something like, bad guy does this, bad guy, and it's like the worst thing ever, and it makes a, a film that has a terrible plot. I'd be like, the terrible plot there isn't a result of them thinking of the action first, that's just a result of them failing to implement it into a story. Yeah, and I for guess, clarification, um, it, it yeah. doesn't, just because you have an idea and you build off that idea doesn't mean, uh the story will in turn be good, but that is generally how stories are made. You have and an idea that starts off very vague and then you build off and of then that. And you work on it, yeah. This isn't an well, argument. This isn't an argument. Jay just said, did he even say that was bad? Um, the implication is that this is supposed to be a shock to the audience. It's like, oh god, they did the action first? And we're trying to argue that that's fine. Yeah, I, I doubt when people create stuff, what it's they do is I mean, they just come up with all the characters and they come up with a setting and, and then they're like, oh, this just happens to be such and such kind of story. Because does look, if, you, if, you're making, if you're making a video called Mission Impossible Fallout is a bad movie and one of your opening statements is this, there, there's nothing well, positive we'll, we'll about see. this. There's, a, there's clearly a negative connotation with this. Um, but go on. Oh, just to go, so George R. R. Martin apparently disliked that Tolkien said Aragorn ruled as a good and wise king, because Martin said, what makes a good king, what makes a wise king? 
you didn't think you could just go with that. I mean, uh, being good and being wise. Well, the idea is that the that's how the story of Lord of the Rings ends, right? You could you could question everything forever, but uh, how did how did Aragorn rule? I imagine he was happy to listen to advisors and and made sure blah 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 happened. But then the idea in Game of Thrones is that the advisors were backstabbers and stuff as well. It's all very interesting. I like it. Let's let's kick on. Let's see exactly what he said here as well. So if you disagree with me, you still might have a nice time with the video. And I've done a great deal of research about this movie, so you might also just learn something along the way. Like for example, what if I were to fucking Sid says just said spoilers. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. You could have watched all three of them by now. Instead, <laughs> like you've been watching fucking the, the hour. I know you've been watching hour-long videos about something instead of watching Lord of the Rings. So you got you got nothing. But and also, like you... the Lord of the Rings is you know like fifty years old, <laughs> like a million so, years old. You know. And I, I think Jay needs to understand that every hour that you spend watching this stream is sixty minutes you could have spent watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know if you know this instance, but Lord of the Rings happened in the Third Age. Do you know how long ago that was? Yeah, it's like the Twelfth Age now. Mm -hmm. We got, like, guns and shit. Yep, we can fly, you know? Yeah. There's Iron Man. Rags yeah, the, the orcs turned into Muslims. Mm -hmm. Rex basically said something similar about the Porgs. No. Wait, what? That's what someone said. Wait, what oh, I don't know what I actually, I don't know what he's referring to. Oh, I guess maybe they probably would have said that porgs were made for merchandise. Which yeah, is before true. they were implemented into the story, yeah. but um, that's sure, still, but that could still like, be fine. Like, like yeah, obviously they just didn't do it fine. They just shoved them in. There was no purpose for them other than that. While Ewoks, there's a porg on the dashboard. You, yeah. uh, Ewoks served a purpose. That's, that's again, that would be the same situation. It's like you guys in your movie, we need to have these cuddly bear things, and you'd be like, uh, uh. And, then, and then it's like <laughs> it's up to you then to implement them or not implement them. Though you could argue with some it's forced and it's bad if that's the case but we're talking about the perspective of a guy who literally says I want to make a movie with these action scenes now I need to make a story that fits them. That's, that's mm -hmm. a different thing. I don't I mean, think there's anything necessarily thing. wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Which again, we'll see what he says it's about this. It's execution. Yeah, you know? it's like but how yeah. do I justify in the movie the things that I want to see? Yes. Good. Which is what is the hard part of writing. I, I think you guys would probably agree, right? Yeah, I think that's, I, yeah. Which is, which yeah, it's like, it how hard. do I have a motorcycle chase and... How do I earn this, you know? What it's gonna be difficult, to to you know? I mean, we have to hate each other. I do my very best to make my videos as entertaining as I can. So if you disagree with me, you still might have a nice time with the video. I'm sick of and I've done a great deal of research about this movie, so you okay. might also just learn something along the way. Like, for example, what if I were to tell you that before they started writing the scripts for these past couple of Mission Impossible movies, that they think of the stunts and action first? Well, you know, we knew we wanted to have a car chase in Paris, a helicopter chase in New Zealand. We knew we wanted to have a foot chase in London. Then after that, they okay. write a story around those action scenes, which okay. would explain why the plot to this movie is just so incredibly... Ah! Uh, I understood it. That's the first <laughs> criticism then. <laughs> yeah, Im imagine being confused by this movie plot. I there's think there's... There's a lot going on, but I could follow. I've... It gets I a mean, little. It's, there's a I lot mean, of groups and factions trying to do things and things. Sure, don't go but it's plan, really but clear follow. what they're doing. It. As yeah, it's like they explain what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with somebody difficult. finding it hard to follow. Um, but to say it is definitively hard to follow is another thing, I guess. Because I would he's, say this. Uh, the, the only right? things. The only things that I actually. Oh, the stream died. That's right. It'll come back. 
Um, what well, I would say... Anyway, the, the, the things that I actually had, like, um, an issue with, or maybe not an issue with, the only thing I was hard was references to the previous movies, but that's because I didn't watch them. Right, and there's not a huge uh, amount, and they do explain only, yeah. the things that you need to know. For example, yeah, the wife and Ilsa. that Mission Impossible 5 is necessarily a sequel to Mission Impossible 4. Well, the thing is, I'd say 6 is more of a direct sequel to 5, and that might just be because it's the same director, and I think yeah, he's doing 7 as well. We've got three relevant characters outside of the protagonist that are coming back that were introduced in movies past Mission Impossible 1 I and do, 2. I do hope that Ilsa sticks around, though. I want her to just be a mainstay of the team. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got the stream on my phone, and apparently it is still up. Uh, so if you just refresh, yeah. anyone's having trouble. You just gotta refresh it. I understand the irony of me saying refresh when they can't hear the stream. Too fresh again. <laughs> I, I posted it in the chat. Yeah, I'm okay with someone finding it hard to follow, but uh, to say it is hard to follow is, is another thing. Now, there's no denying that some of the action scenes in this movie are great, but they're all hindered some. by the fact that I never had any clue what was going on in the story. It really does feel like this movie took an entire 12-episode season of Homeland or something and just crammed it all into a two-and-a-half-hour-long piece. Don't believe me? Well, then let's just run through the plot real quick, all right? right? Oh, and I will be spoiling this movie, but in all honesty, you've had the entire movie spoiled for you already if you've seen the trailer, but there's your warning. So, Tom um, what? I haven't seen the trailer for the Mission Impossible Fallout, so I don't you know if it's the trailer. Well, uh, the trailer did not show us that Henry Cavill was the leader of the terrorists. So, oh, spoilers! <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we already you, said we that. Already, we already took care of that. <laughs> spoilers. The, the trailer I can think of that like really spoils everything is Robot and Frank. Like that trailer literally shows you the entire movie. Which there's a, there's really a lot of those. Wait, it literally shows you the entire movie? He literally, like, it even shows you the ending? <laughs> no, well, no, 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 you said literally the entire movie. That's a long-ass trailer. <laughs> Shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, no, right. see, no. <laughs> see, no. Rags, rags, <laughs> what Wolf clearly meant was literally second definition, figuratively. Uh, oh, yeah. That reminds me of uh, the second definition of up, which is down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Wolf, you're becoming the enemy by using why it that Why English way. so hard to learn? This is why. There won't even need to be elevator music. Wolf hates that that happened to literally, so now he feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to... As we progress, I want you to think on what you've done. Think on Spoiling <laughs> this movie. Am I in timeout now? <laughs> you got the dunce Oh, hat. no, 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 no. the dunce No, this is just a, This is your first warning. First There's warning. more to okay. come. Honestly, okay, it figuratively you... shows... All Entire if, if you don't so, fuck up everyone? again in 15 minutes, then you're back to then it comes off your record. And, yeah. Okay, everyone, so you're on, you're watch, watch, you're watch Robot and Frank. It's a really good movie. But don't watch the trailer because the trailer spoils almost the entire film. There you go. The entire movie go. spoiled for you already. If you, I like that he says the trailer's going to spoil the entire movie, and he shows a clip that's not in the movie. Like this doesn't happen in the movie, <laughs> but it's probably in the trailer because it's a cut scene or whatever else. Mm -hmm. I just, I just, that's interesting to me. Seen the trailer, but there's your warning. So, Tom Cruise's mission, should he choose to accept it, is simple. The bad guys who worked for the main villain from the previous movie have formed a new group called the Apostles, mm -hmm. who have now been hired by a new bad guy named John Lark. The Apostles are trying to obtain three. That was a reference to John Locke. 
in Lost. I want to appreciate the fact that he connected that with a little picture, okay? I'm doing it. Well, I didn't see that show, so right now <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feeling now offended. I've been hired by a new bad guy named John Lark. The apostles are trying to obtain three nuclear plutonium balls so that they can and kill a bunch them of back people because there's never been peace without first a great suffering. The greater the suffering. Um, and this is the thing, we could probably talk about the motivation of the bad guys. Uh, I thought it was pretty sound. The idea is that they've noticed in the in history that when you kill a whole bunch of people, it unites uh, who remains. And so they want to target large population groups uh, of people in power, too. They want to go after governments, religions, and institutions, I think it is. They want to blow up mm -hmm. a large amount of people, so then what remains of the world at that point is all the countries saying, you know what, we need to band together and, you know... Like, their, their hope is that the world needs to have a huge event so that they all, we all come together. That's, the, that's what they think will work, and John Locke is hiring the Apostles to get that done, because he believes in it, and mm -hmm. the Apostles uh, do as well. Because the Apostles were from a group in the previous film that were all about uh, bringing down governments, and their first target was the IMF, and specifically Tom Cruise's character, they wanted to kill him. And mm -hmm. because of all that going wrong, um, Solomon... What's his name? Solomon... Solomon Kane, I think oh. it was. Um, he has a serious personal issue with Tom Cruise because he's ruined his plans massively in the previous film. So they're all your motivations, pretty much. But I think mm -hmm. what he's just said is fine so far. Bring the greater the peace. So conveniently enough, Tom Cruise arranged to buy the plutonium from a black market dealer off camera. Okay. What? He says Why it, would we it, need it on camera? I don't think though. we need that on camera. Yeah, so the idea is that they find out the Apostles and John Locke are trying to get three nuclear things uh, to facilitate their goal, and they find this out, and so they, they try and get ahead of them by buying the plutonium off the Russians before the Apostles do. And unfortunately, the Apostles arrive in this area and nearly kill everybody before they can complete that. I think that follows. I don't think we needed... Yeah, I mean, imagine you're making a film about a family going to a restaurant, and the film opens with them arriving at the restaurant, and <laughs> the ask. guy at the oh, front says, oh, reservation for McDonald, and Mr. McDonald says, oh, that's us. Oh, Solomon Lane. He, you know, would he criticize, oh, but we didn't see him make the reservation. Well, they're here, and there's a meeting going <laughs> and on, and they recognize is. one another. We, we would assume that, you know, they had, you know, chatted <laughs> well this is funny because uh, this kind of harkens back to our problem with the dark knight rises where yeah, i was about to say and and someone might be like the, the difference there is the with the information we have he cannot make it to gotham that's why we need to see it while here the idea that they set up a meet with russians while pretending to be you know black market dealers i'm like yep yeah if if the mcdonald's were snowed in their house and their car would not start if they arrived at the restaurant by car we would have questions how did you get there? How did you get out the front door? How did you get the car to start? Otherwise, it would normally be implied that, you know, mm -hmm. they just drove. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a problem with that being off screen, that's all. Yeah, I don't have a problem yeah. with that. Peace without first a great suffering. The greater the suffering, the greater the peace. So conveniently enough, Tom Cruise arranged to buy the plutonium from a black market dealer off camera. But the Apostles intercept, kill the black market dealer, and grab the plutonium for themselves off camera. Why does, uh, he, why does he keep saying off they camera? Got it. <laughs> yeah, so they, I don't... they got to it. We didn't need yeah, to see I, them collect it specifically. Yeah, the fact that, yeah, because Tom Cruise or one of them was like, where's the plutonium? And they go back uh, to where it was left in a previous scene and it's gone. And they're like, well, 
it could have sprouted legs and walked I mean, away. I'd probably assume since they said, what can the apostles do for you, Mr. Hunt? Uh, on the little... It sounded like uh, Idris Elba. The, uh, the apostle, we're, t we're told as the audience that the apostles are attacking them. And then the plutonium is taken from them. I think we're supposed to assume that the apostles got plutonium. I don't but think it also uh, it achieves a secondary thing, which is, oh, these guys are serious business because they got it without the, the good guys even yeah, knowing. I really like this opening scene because he saves his team members and it costs him massively. Mm -hmm. Man. Well, it, it, was, now, it ties into the theme of the movie, doesn't it? Yeah. This whole off-camera thing he keeps doing, it's just... This whole video reeks of being exactly what Patrick Willems thinks that we are. <laughs> I was gonna bring like, that in a bit later, because I do think that's kind of going on here. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. I can't remember if he, if he stumbles significantly. He's already stumbled significantly, and he's <laughs> not even that, three minutes in. Tom Cruise and the rest of the boys don't even bother trying to figure out where the bad guys went, despite the fact that the Apostles only had a 40 second head start. Do you start. know how much ground you could cover in <laughs> 40 seconds? Where are they going like, to go like, with really, no leads? Like if we, just run in like, a direction? If we stop this stream, if we stop this stream and just waited 40 seconds, you can cover a lot of ground in 40 seconds. Especially when the whole thing is to steal and get away. So they probably got yeah. something prepared. I just love the idea. It's like, like which direction far. should they go? Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, like, how do you know which way to go? If there I was mean, a guy a running, like they see a guy running in the distance, it's like, go, go. But there's nothing. Doesn't he not remember how in this movie they had to put a tracker in Henry Cavill so that they could find him? Yeah, even though he only had, he what, like a 30 walking. second head start walking. And he was yeah. walking. Yeah. <laughs> you know how far you walk in 30 seconds? Yeah, you can get quite far. I don't know, like, that's a strange criticism, but fine. Moving on. <laughs> did, he, did he miss the part of the movie where Tom Cruise turned into uh, Usain Bolt for a while? He's got, and he's was got, sprinting he's got criticisms city? of that as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's his criticism, that Tom oh, yeah. Cruise is too old to be running that fast, <laughs> even though he's literally running that fast. Let's say, uh, let me actually Google it. How fast can you run uh, 100 meters? I think that depends so on the fast, person. So the person, uh, how fast, um, let, let's do average. How fast can the average man? 45 kilometers per hour, apparently. So reduce that by uh, 60, right. and you get per minute. And then reduce that by a third, and you get exactly how far they could have gone. Average jogging pace for an adult man is about 100 meters in 27 seconds. That's just average, average jogging pace for, for an average person. Sprinting. Oh, and it's 34 yeah. seconds for a woman, so get fucked. Oh, right? and also, so, also uh, uh, what if they had a car? <laughs> then, then what? Oh, well, yeah, now. Or you're... a boat, or, or anything yeah, like this. anything else. That they and they're not running use. in a straight line. Once they turn the corner of a building, who knows where they go. That's, that's just my point. You, if you can't see them, where the hell do also, you run? Also, it's nighttime. And they could kill you. <laughs> and they, yeah, exactly, because if you split up, you. if you split yeah. up, then that increases your chances, like, yeah. tenfold. I don't mean to just badger on this, it's just that that's, that's how we would assess this if we were doing this. Yeah, we're just being thorough. Yeah. So we Someone, will... uh, Stabbers asked Rags, so women deserve to be paid less? Um... We should pay women based on how fast they can run 100 meters compared to the fastest man in the office. Yes. Well, look, I, I'm just saying, I think we should pay women what they're worth, which is nothing. <gasps> <laughs> Damn. 
He's basing that on the running speed. I know we'll find <laughs> The apostles only had a 40 second head start yeah, on them. You know, a couple. I like that he says it was literally 40 seconds. I checked as if that's not enough time. <laughs> it's like if he'd said four seconds, I'd be like, yeah, that is stupid. Like, no, 40. That's we, as we just said, that's quite a bit. Billion people's lives are at stake here, but we just shrug our shoulders and move on. I'm Smash sure they fate. didn't just shrug their shoulders. <laughs> I think they were distraught, <laughs> okay. but yes. They weren't just like, eh, all right, well, see you, see you at work on Monday. <laughs> to two weeks later, 15 minutes into the movie, and this is where things start to get a little messy. Here we learn that the nukes have been detonated, blown up like a firework that was born on the 4th of July, and Tom Cruise is sad about it. But this guy in the hospital bed is one of John Lark's top boys. He knows all there is to know about the plutonium warheads, which, by the way, have not actually even been <gasps> detonated. The whole news clip was just a ruse to get this guy to give them his phone, right. which conveniently holds all of the information. Well, conveniently? He's with them. Why would it He's be convenient? <laughs> They got the guy who had this information. He's the top and he scientist. He's the one who made the bombs. How convenient. I broke into this bank and conveniently in the vault there was all this money. <laughs> Explain that film. Objectively. Checkmate atheist, now I'm rich. Give them Jesus his phone, which conveniently holds all of the information about those warheads. After that, it doesn't, it doesn't even. He's it doesn't a warhead even. scientist, man. It doesn't even. If you remember, they it take. Only gives him a lead. They take ages to figure out even how to disarm the bombs. If it had everything they needed, that would still be yeah, fair, only... but it doesn't. Yeah, it's just the names of people, the contacts. Hmm. Which and is not even all of them. It only gets still... them John Locke and where he's meeting someone. That's all it gets them. In fact. Isn't it? It only gets them a server, if I remember correctly. Uh, yes, they get a server in Iceland, uh, and then they use that to figure out um, the arms, like the trade between. Um, Here you go. I'm pulling the, up the script because yeah. I'm a nerd. Uh, it says the phone you unlocked led us to a server in Iceland, but we managed to decrypt yeah. and communicate between John Lark and this woman, Alana Mitsopoulos, <laughs> activist and philanthropist. Yeah, so. The phone yeah. got Activist them a server. The server got them a communicate between John Locke and a woman. That's all they got. Not much. It basically it basically set up the uh, the first scene when they go to Paris yeah. um, to to get the to meet the widow, which conveniently holds all of the information about those warheads. After that, we just get another huge exposition dump. I'm sorry, okay, look, I get the uh, idea of an exposition dump and how you can criticize it, but what else would happen here? We're getting the results. It's a mission briefing. Yeah, we're getting the results of the break-in to the phone. How would this be anything like, yeah. else? Well, the thing is, is that even though we recognize that them giving us expedition, like, it's, it it's works in context because in world, of what yeah. it is. Yeah, this is yeah. exactly how it's it would mission. go in real life. Like, you'd be like, this is your mission. This is what you'll be... This is the information you need to know to carry out this mission. Here are the people involved. And Here's like, where they honestly, are. Honestly, I appreciate being, you know, aware of that as an audience member. Mm -hmm. activist and philanthropist whose charity work is earned we're learning alongside the, the characters we're going to be following also they're still rolling the, the credits mm -hmm. file to make contact in a private lounge of the grand palais and notice how there's no more exposition dumps throughout the entire of the movie and this is the prologue still i like that audio balancing there though that the plane is actually quite loud 
It's a nice yeah, touch. Yeah, and we can still hear them clearly. For a fundraising event, the details are in the file. Tom Cruise now needs to intercept John Lark, mm -hmm. knock him out with a heroin needle that he found in my mom's closet, scan John Lark's face, uh. create it in the machine, and put it on his own face so that he no, can go and No, because his mother's a heroine. She's brave She's and strong, and she saves the day. <laughs> yeah, idiot and put yeah. it on his own face so that he can go and also meet she's the white addicted to heroin i'm waiting for because he's <laughs> he's summing up the plot and i'm waiting for him to say this is bad because lark's face created in the machine and put it on his own face so that he can go and meet the white widow as john lark right but that can't happen quite yet since the black woman here doesn't like the imf but we gotta squeeze Henry Cavill into the plot. No, 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 no. Squeeze the main villain into the plot. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I gotta, I'm getting angry. <laughs> he's there. <laughs> he's there, as they say in the film, to keep an eye on Tom Cruise and potentially kill him if he doesn't follow the, the mission details like he didn't in the prologue. He was supposed to let his team die and get the plutonium, but he didn't. And now Henry Cavill is there to fucking basically police him. That's what they actually say, and it makes more sense that he would agree to the mission because he's actually John Locke. He wants Does to he not understand that the whole plot relies on Henry Cavill's involvement because he's he is the plot essentially? Yeah, he's the one who's mm -hmm. making all of this happen, technically speaking. Uh, how can you shoehorn in the plot? <laughs> That's like saying, yeah, Darth Vader. They just shoehorned him in because it's really about the Emperor. He's the reason the guy at the top. Yeah, the the film makes it clear why he's there, uh, from both yeah. the good guy's side of it and the bad guy's side of it. This yeah, he's definitely not shoehorned this, in. This dude he's... is literally retarded. <gasps> Woman here doesn't like the IMF, but we gotta squeeze Henry Cavill into the plot. Because he's squeeze forced him the villain to tag alongside Tom Cruise <laughs> and keep him the villain. <laughs> Let's I can't squeeze just... the bad guy. I, I, how do you say happen? that? How they do just you watch this movie drama and say something that dumb? Drama. Hey man, he didn't like it, okay? Oh my god. Well, Objectively, he didn't like it. <laughs> so someone, someone put heroin milk in the <laughs> Why is Wait, there... Why is there a syringe? <laughs> who, who made the emojis for YouTube? Heroin. Like, who... <laughs> we can't have guns, but here's a fucking heroin <laughs> Someone put a plain black woman milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plain black woman. Uh, <laughs> okay. Been quite uh. yet since the black woman here doesn't like the IMF. But we gotta squeeze Henry Cavill into the plot because he's forced to tag alongside Tom Cruise and keep him in check, which is ultimately fine. Because truth be told, oh, okay. I actually really like <laughs> okay. Henry Cavill. No, it's not fine because you like Henry Cavill. <laughs> it's. it's... It's fine it's because, not fine it because you said it was. A, you said shoehorned in. But yeah, I was, I was gonna. Wasn't. He's the villain. But it's also well, not. He, you he, did, in fairness, he said squeezed in, but. It's still but he also said it's fine because he likes Henry Cavill. Watch your mouth. He likes Henry Cavill, but it's like that's not. That's not why it's fine that he's there for the plot. Because you like yeah. him. <laughs> to tag alongside. But, I, li but I liked it. For the record, I really liked him in this film. I, I did too. too. I thought he was awesome. Wolf. Yeah. I. I I liked that Justice League failed for this. <laughs> <laughs> so true. He's like, I, as soon as I saw this movie and saw he had the mustache, I was like, oh, this is the movie this that killed Justice League. <laughs> ...and keep him in check, which is ultimately fine. 
because truth be told, I actually really like Henry Cavill in this role. He does a very good job. After that, cool. they fly over Paris and jump out of the airplane. They soar through the vanilla sky. Then they land at the club, go into the bathroom and have a fight with this Asian guy who is John Lark. He punches people in. I want to make a mention because I noticed this on my latest watch through with Wolf and Rags. Um, when they're at the airport, uh, what's the name of? He calls her Black Lady. I've forgotten her actual Sloan. name. Sloan. Oh, Sloan. She has a first name that begins with A, I think, because I remember. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember it. Yeah. I only okay, Sloan. know the name because someone in the chat said it. She says that um, you prefer a syringe or something like that, and the camera pans to. I prefer a hammer. Tom Cruise, and then she says, "I prefer a hammer." And then you see in this like scene, a scalpel or something. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Tom Cruise tries to stab the guy with the needle, fails, and then it just cuts <laughs> to fucking super bad slabbing his face with the laptop. It's awesome. It's just the uh, the syringe versus the hammer. I like it. It's great. A nice bit of continuity, that's all. And a scalpel a and hammer. Oh, there you go. With this Asian guy, who is John Lark, he punches people in the throat, and he winds up winning the fight, and he's about to shoot Tom Cruise in the face. But if little Tommy were to get his head blown off 30 minutes in, we'd have no movie. So the woman from the previous Mission Impossible shoots John Lark in the head. How, okay. how did she know to come into the men's bathroom because she was looking for him. She was literally there she to is... look for that person. God damn it. She is tasked from the British intelligence to defend John Locke. That is the twist. She's supposed Tom Cruise to like literally him. says, what are you doing here? And she explains it to him point well, blank. She explains She's it later. She doesn't explain him. it in this scene. Yeah, but that doesn't yeah, but matter because she it... does explain it later. You he, know? Wa <laughs> he watched this whole movie. Of course, of course. Uh, well, that's the point. She's not revealing it here. That the actual she's supposed to be killing Solomon Lane. You can only do that if the Solomon Lane is released by John Locke's deal. So she's protecting John Locke, and then she finds John Locke is about to kill the guy that she really fucking likes from the previous movie, and so she shoots him. It's really good because on a second watch through, you see a reaction when she's killed him. She's not happy. She's like, mm -hmm. I had to do that, Shit. and then she doesn't yeah. explain any of it to uh, Tom Cruise yet because she can't because it's fucking. And if anyone wants a reason for it, it's because um, she says that the British don't trust her because they think that she might have been turned into an apostle and so this will prove her innocence if she can complete this mission. When I would assume it's more to do with the fact that they just want a reason to kill Solomon Lynx. He has lots of information about British intelligence that nobody else should get as far as the British are concerned. So they can have her do that and if she's captured, caught, or dead, or whatever, they can literally just say, yeah, we never knew anything about her as far as we know she's a fucking... Uh, you know, turn cloak sort of thing, and it's the same deal as what uh, Ethan gets at the beginning of is all these films. Is that what you say in Britain? You say turn cloak, turn coat, because we say turn coat. Oh, maybe it is turn coat. I might have just fucked it that is up. turn coat. Oh, I you thought it was it just wrong. Never you mind. Wrong. He just never yeah. mind. Everyone, it's not a cultural exchange. It's just <laughs> fucked up. It's fine. Don't worry. We're good. The chat's got hammer milk versus scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> hammer milk versus scalpel. Hammer milk. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer milk is greater than Skillful. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Tin Cloak is from Game of Thrones? Is that true? Well, they didn't have... I well, can't think of it, but I wouldn't, mind. I wouldn't doubt it. But let me maybe see that's, Tin Cloak. Maybe Game yeah. of Thrones knowledge is just invading your mind. Yeah, all the results for Tin Cloak turn into Tin Coat. So I don't uh, think... No, yeah. uh, Turn Cloak's D&D uh, &D 5th edition Dark Fantasy actually playing. Hmm. 
Turn Cloaks is um he's uh he's creating Dungeons and Dragons podcast on Patreon. He's got right, but I think what's been established is that the way that you said it was. Yeah, I wasn't is referencing what, any of the things important. people are bringing up. I yeah, thought it was. Dangerous. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! It's my first strike. <laughs> Me and Wolf are on one strike each now. Shit. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, strike. No, not no. It's been fifteen minutes. He's off probation. Oh, good. Thank God. Oh right, because <laughs> um, I said. But I'm word. starting the clock for you, young Dude, man. What we should do though is because he's he's actually skipped over it, right? So just so everyone's following, the structure here is that. These two guys are supposed to find John Locke, take his face, and go do the meeting themselves. But what happens is they fucking screw up his face because she shot it, and so he's going to pretend to be him. And we find out that she was here because she's following John Locke this whole time. Of course, when she sees those guys go into the fucking bathroom, she probably decided to go in after them. Like, there's, there's yeah, no. She's like, hmm. And they didn't. They They're wouldn't have shown us that because it's a surprise. Uh, and also, you know, if if she was sticking around and he went into the toilet and didn't come out for like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. must be stuck in sideways. <laughs> Someone in the chat said, uh, turtled cloak. <laughs> turtled cloak! <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, so yeah, let's just see how this goes then. We have no movement. So the woman from the previous Mission Impossible shoots John Larkin in the head. Character, yeah. how, mm -hmm. how did she know to come into the men's bathroom? It's beyond me. Yeah. What is it? What aren't you telling me? You don't understand what you're involved in. I don't understand what I'm involved in. I don't understand what I'm involved in. But there's no He cut the joke. It's really good because he goes, I don't understand yeah. what I'm involved what in. What am I involved in? What am I involved in? <laughs> <laughs> no time to explain why she can't explain. And since John Lark's face has been destroyed, Tom Cruise is now going to pretend to be John Lark without the disguise and meet the White Widow himself, mm -hmm. which could prove to be some seriously risky business. Because, in case you didn't know- The movie addresses this. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say, the movie, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if he's he's criticizing that yet, but in case he is, uh, Tom Cruise says it's a gamble, whether or not she's seen John Locke, and I think it's a reasonable gamble. Yeah, because... I'm pretty sure Henry Cavill even, like, like that's yeah. a really stupid idea. But uh, the fact, it's more than reasonable to assume because nobody knows what John Locke looks like. They say that in the beginning. The secret agent, so it's a fair gamble, and it's the only op option they have left. In case he's criticizing it, I think he kind of did there, but... Risky business. Because, in case you didn't know, there are paid assassins that are at the club who also want to kill John Lark. People have been sent here to kill Lark. Contractors. Paid assassins. Yeah, out of nowhere. Just, out, of mean, nowhere. out of nowhere. She was telling nowhere. no. She was telling him that to warn him that there's so that other he people. Die. I would, yeah, because he, he's playing the role of John Lark. So if he's doing that, then he has to know that there's other people there to yeah. kill. And him. I, by the way, the person you're gonna role play as, uh, people want to kill him. <laughs> not, not that's what I mean. so not that's not annoying. And why would she know this information? Well, as she addresses to him in the conversation, she says like, "There's people who are gonna kill John Lark." He looks at her and she goes, "Yeah, other than me." The point is that John Locke, right now, as we know from the beginning of the film, governments are aware that he's trying to collect plutonium to blow it up in places, so governments will hire assassins to kill him. She knows this because she works for a government that have just assigned her to protect him in order to get Solomon Lane. That follows, does it not? This is what I mean, right? So this, this, film is, this film is got really good praise, and then he's like ripping it to shreds, and now I'm like, you've made me argue that you're underrating this film that is heavily praised. It feels weird. 
paid assassins. <laughs> yeah, they sort of just drop that line in there out of nowhere just to set up another action scene. Anyhow, Tom Cruise convinces the White Widow that he is John Lark because my man Tommy is good with the ladies. He knows all the right moves. Then they fight some bad guys Stop together. Stop with all the reference. I'm pretty sure that's like throughout the whole First movie uh, video, sorry, so. <laughs> After that, they go somewhere. And here's where the plot thickens. The, the White Widow has the plutonium, okay? Mm -hmm. And she will not give Tom Cruise the plutonium unless he- She doesn't have the plutonium. She's a broker for the people who do have it, which are the apostles. And the apostles are not gonna give John Locke the plutonium until the apostles get what they want, which is their leader, and their leader she also wants something. She says she that literally very tells him all of this. Yeah. Uh, and Solomon Lane is not going to let him have the plutonium until he successfully frames Tom Cruise as John Locke, which is another plot that is going on. And this is what I mean. I get it that it is somewhat difficult to follow if you're not paying close attention. Oh my but... god, there's a total of 14 Tom Cruise references in this video. To be honest, I would have I would have estimated there's more than that, but I guess there is that many. Who's <laughs> the plutonium? Unless he helps them capture the main villain from the previous movie named Solomon Lane. Now the White Widow's brother has a plan to capture Solomon, mm -hmm. but it involves killing which multiple which ties directly men. into the theme of the movie, which, which uh, it actually has. That, yeah. I love I love this scene. I love it. Yeah, it's a great scene. Which would mean that Tom Cruise would have to kill a few good oh men himself. And he doesn't like that idea. After that, the plot thickens. Is he just going to gloss right past that? Like, well, why is he's he just completely moving past that? He's not going to talk about the good, I don't think. But I don't even know if he thinks that's good. I don't. I don't know. He just. He just. I don't know. We're waiting for him to make statements that are beyond plot assessment. Because right now that... he's just summing up the movie while not saying anything, but also inferring that it's bad for things that make sense. I'm not well, getting I was going to say, funnily enough, I, I did a lot of that with my Predator review, but when I said something like the adult man throws an empty bottle of beer at the child's head for knocking on his door, and then I laughed at that, <laughs> my expectation is you can figure out why that's dumb, but here right. I'm, not, I'm not following. I don't know why this is dumb. If that's his implication, I don't really know. Tom Cruise would have to kill a few good men himself, and he doesn't like that idea. After that, the plot thickens yet again, mm -hmm. because here we learn that Henry Cavill is a double agent, since he- And in fairness, some people can miss this. This is the reveal that he's evil, because we saw the phone was smashed and he's giving her a different one. They're yep. like, yeah. oh, okay, so he's a double agent. So it's a nice clue. Yeah, and some people nice might not actually get it yet. They'll, they'll still be like, huh, okay. And yeah, he's, he's- like, he's up to something. And what's really cool about this scene is that he's describing why Tom Cruise would be evil, and the entire time he's doing it, he's describing why he is evil. Why he is. It's great subtext. Good stuff. And again, I just like... There's good things in this movie that he's kind of just sort of blooping over. Here we learn that Henry Cavill is a double agent, since, you know, every spy movie needs a double agent. So his plan is to try and convince the head of the CIA... And why would he that do that? Tom Hmm. Cruz is in fact the double agent. You're suggesting. And I like that she says you're reaching Walker before this guy can say that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like too bad the film acknowledges that he's reaching. Hunt is John Bark. You're reaching Walker. Now she is correct. He's reaching all right. He's Shut a big up. old reach, oh. a jack reacher if you will. I like that you movie. I like a lot of the movies he's been showing. A few good men is awesome. You keeping up guys? At this point I'm I love that he says that as if we're lost. <laughs> now if I'd... I was lost. Hey, he made a lost reference too. That's true. He's reaching, all right. He's a big old reacher, a jack reacher, if you will. 
You, you keeping up, guys? At this point, I was lost, but now it's game time. Tom Cruise oh, and the White Widow's team sorry, are man. all set mm. up to capture Solomon Lane. Maybe but movies like are I your said, thing. Tom Cruise didn't like their initial plan, so off camera, <coughs> he came up with his own plan. Off camera, what? he came up with his own. No, they, off look, camera. This listen, is listen. This wolf, is like wolf. Well, he sh there should have been a scene in the movie where he was like in his room, and he was just staring at the ceiling, maybe listening to Africa. By uh, Toto. Yeah, by I Toto. Like and he was explaining like out loud, like talking to himself, what he would do the next day, and then the next scene he does all this stuff. I mean, how is that I, I not would, considerably worse it, than what they? Did how is that movie? not exposition? Dumps? Listen, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. I mean that whole that whole uh, part where. You know, it played out where he would have to kill that cop that really told you what he thought about it already. Yeah, not to mention mm -hmm. that it's a part of the scene that we don't know what he's going to do here. So it's all very action-packed because right. we're like, oh shit, Solomon Lane's about to drown? Wait, someone saved him with a fucking oxygen tank? How is that possible? Wait, Tom Cruise <laughs> knifed a thing in the center of a plaza and jumped onto a Oh, Simon Pegg and uh, Ving Rhames have already- mm -hmm. they Oh, this was all planned. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's what- that's what's intended. <laughs> We're supposed to go, oh, it all makes sense now, because we have the same perspective as mostly everybody in this scene outside of Tom Cruise. Someone in the chat said that he outright fabricated at the 11-minute mark of the video. He outright fabricated what, sorry? A plot hole at the 11-minute mark of the video. Oh, that'll oh, be boy. exciting. <laughs> Get to it next hour. This, this is why, <laughs> by the way, this is why we, uh, like, if anyone in chat doesn't know, we like, if we're gonna cover a video on a movie, we're like, we better rewatch the movie so that re references are fresh, and I just feel like it, it just kills videos like this when you do that. And man, was it just a really fun movie to rewatch. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. It was my first time watching it. He came up with his own plan that I didn't like involve killing innocent cops. That's fine, that's within his character to do so, you know, whatever. Simon Pegg and Ving Rhames are able to successfully extract no positive comments about how they then this meet up with is. Tom Cruise, mm -hmm. and then we're treated uh, to what I like to call a string scene. What you're looking at here you is a one minute too, and like ten it. second long scene with no dialogue or character development, nothing. This only exists to string the previous action scene with the upcoming what action would be scene. I'm sorry, wait. Well, um, what? Uh, so yeah, what are they supposed yeah, to do? action scenes are typically you know connected by other things uh, does he not know that plots have to have like my argument would be pacing to each other the idea mm -hmm. that we just had an action scene it's just calmed down now we're like okay how are we recovering from this we see them right. come into the we're boat. in the clear now right nope yeah, the, the boat parks they take them out we're going up through a building that's obviously secret everyone's about to get into the car and we're we're lulled into a sense of procedure and then the door opens and there's a police officer there and it's like oh fuck and it's, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't know if I need to make my argument further than that, but the point of it is to lull you into a sense that everything's going to be fine now. Action is over. It surprised me. You know, I, th I, th I loved I it, man. That seems so yeah. awesome. The idea of a random cop sees them. It's like, do they shoot her? And then it ties in with the other things that he did. Do I it's a very the person to yeah, the How much do you going? value X amount of lives over singular lives? And that's part of what um, uh, Alec Baldwin says to him, which again, we'll probably get to talk about that because I love it. In like at least twice now, it's come it's come up before. So yeah, I, uh, I, it's it the, just it fits with the movie so well, and it's a good scene. I just I I'm, let's listen to the criticism exactly because all he said is that it strings two action scenes together. It's like yes, well, it shows us how characters get from A to B. Not that we desperately needed to Which see this. Funny because he complained about it before when we didn't <laughs> see things. Yeah, 
and now is we it see what? it on camera and it's <laughs> yeah it's hard to follow but again like i said my i assume the purpose of all of this is to make us think that the action was done and then we're sidelined completely by a, a completely expected event this is, a, this is a normal police officer on her beat so it's just like oh shit one minute and ten seconds this is cool because they're evading an entire two factions Right, these enormous yeah. fat, and it's like, oh shit, this is all going it. They're caught by a random police, like, potential traffic officer. That's that's what's so interesting about it. Second long scene with no dialogue or character development, nothing. This only also, not every scene has to have dialogue or character development. There are things called establishing shots. Yeah. What and, character uh, development do we need here? I mean, so I would like say, I, I, I'm sorry, do you want more character development? I would these honestly say that there is character here. development. As you see these three characters, they're so in sync that they pulled this off. Yeah, I'd say that's you a fair I mean? point. I remember when my grandfather would drive in even... his boat beneath yeah, yeah. the sewers of Paris. They don't need to say anything here, you know Bring what I mean? right, because like, so... he drops into the thing, nobody says anything. The yeah, plan worked sort of perfectly. Everything's going other. according yeah. to plan. Beat you're, you're by right. beat. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> it exists mm -hmm. to string mm -hmm. the previous action scene with the upcoming action scene. Okay. It's incredibly jarring. No, it, it isn't. How is it no. jarring? How would you argue <laughs> that's jarring? <gasps> They're on a boat now. <gasps> but, they would, they, but they were already in the boat before because they had to pick up Lane. It, you know what would be less jarring, though? It would be less jarring if... Uh, they just appeared. They hard, cut, they hard cut to opening <laughs> the door. And, and then it cut to the scene where Ilsa starts shooting at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, cu I'm curious one. what you would have preferred if we literally just cut to them opening the, the garage door. Then all of a sudden they're <laughs> fighting on helicopters! Mm hmm The movie's already terrible pacing. Oh, so don't... How is it terrible Whoa, pacing? Yeah, yeah, you haven't explained you haven't, that. You haven't, he hasn't set that up at all. When has he complained about pacing up to this point? I thought this was a fine movie to watch. I never, I never felt bored. I never felt yeah. disinterested. They were always either establishing something or telling us what is going on or they're having an action scene or they're carrying out a plan like stuff if, if you're going like, to criticize the pacing tell me why thing. pacing's complicated to criticize but i'm totally open to hearing arguments for it but he just declared yeah show us a, yeah give us an example of this exists. happened and this happened and i don't feel like it was good because da 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 by the third time i was never bored yeah i've seen this movie more than three <laughs> times and i still wasn't bored to string the previous action scene with the upcoming action scene it's incredibly jarring and it completely ruins the movie's already oh. terrible pacing so don't you Jesus dare try Christ. to tell me that i'm nitpicking here <laughs> We're not, not telling you that you're not that no, we're picking. telling you that you're wrong. Yeah, yeah nitpicking yeah. is what it's valid that you're small. correct. Yeah. You're just wrong. Because I'm not. Okay, focus you up. Are. After that, Tom <laughs> sees a girl cop who then gets shot cop. by white widow. <laughs> a girl cop. What I like I like that I like that if it was a guy you would have said cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a girl, a girl cop. Girl cop. What was even remotely <laughs> necessary about saying it was a girl cop? It's just a cop. She's not even a character. Like, well, I don't know. why I don't is know. that relevant? Real cop, get over it. Hey, focus up. After that, Tom. Actually, you know what? I need to start taking notes again. I'm gonna just put kind of put. He was a girl cop. Wait a second. <laughs> if they're in Paris, is the French word for police? Policia. Police. I don't no, know. No, it's just police. P O L I C E. Is there a French version of that? All right, Google Translate. All right, work for me here. Police Nationale. Yeah, apparently... Oh. Police. Ah, it is police. Yeah, P-O-L-I-C-E. Yeah, <laughs> it just, just went to Russian for me, and that... <laughs> <laughs> police. Yeah, just went to police, Bolivia. yeah. 
Delicia. Gale cops lives back. But French police is just police. All right. You get to look at the Gale cop. What is girl cop in French here? Girl cop in French is flic de file. That's that's probably sexist. How dare you? Yeah, flic de file. Here because I'm not. Okay, focus up. After that, Tom sees a girl cop who then gets shot by White Widow's goons as collateral. Tom Cruise kills all four of them and saves her. That's a great moment. After mm -hmm. that, Tom and his pals are trying to drive Solomon to safety. I mean, he, like, I don't know, maybe I'm beating a dead horse here, but he literally killed four guys to save one girl. That's like, ooh, reaffirming. Yeah, like that says a lot about him. Reaffirming how he feels about lives and what it's all in the balance stuff because you know he's killed loads of people throughout this whole series But this film but is making people. him question the actual logic and stuff behind it, which is great and saves her after that Tom and his pals are trying Oh, and another thing he's maybe he maybe he's missing it on purpose, but uh, do you remember uh, Superman goes to get his pistol out? Or yes, he does the film is yeah. telling us that he's absolutely willing to kill her. Yeah, it's again, it's like, these things are good. These things are really good. And saves her. After that, Tom and his pals are trying to drive Solomon to safety when they are suddenly yes, attacked by Yes, they were slowly by attacked by her. I don't, wait, did he say that? No, he, he said, said they were suddenly, suddenly attacked by... So yeah, and that's the thing that happens suddenly. They, they slowly attacked me with his gun. He's like, no! Oh, right, I gotta get with the times. It's not be a dead horse, it's feed a fed horse. Feed a fed horse. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It, it's funny to take a like a metal bat to a horse carcass. Uh. Saves her. After that, Tom and his pals are trying. Someone to said, "Why would you feed a fed horse?" Abuse. That's the point. That's it's. That's the idea. It's a yeah. <laughs> that, that kills the horse. <laughs> yeah, then you can. Yeah, it kills it, so then you can beat it. Then you can beat the dead horse. Then you can, beat the, then you can beat the dead horse. Peter, I'm one step ahead of us this whole time. Who kills all four of them and saves her. After that, Tom and his pals are trying to drive Solomon to safety when they are suddenly attacked by Ilsa, the woman from the men's bathroom. She's trying to shoot Solomon, but can't because she gets ran over. I'm surprised he didn't, he didn't take the easy criticism there, which is she missed, uh, she hit him in the ear instead of the head, which you could be like, that was convenient. Uh, that's a, yeah, tough shot though. Yeah, that's uh, all, was, all I would say is, yeah, it's believable. with a glare on the windshield. I, that's my point, is yeah. that I can believe it. I can believe it. I could have believed any shot there. She could have killed him, she could have missed him, she could have hit his ear. Yeah. I could have believed any Short of them. Short barrel, glint of the sun, his head would match the, uh, back of the seat because he's got she the mask on. Mm-hmm. Solomon, but windshield can't because she gets angle ran the bullet over. after it hits the after it goes through the window that won't be traveling in a straight line anymore. It'll ricochet and bounce to a different direction. That's She's a woman. Shoot <gasps> all sorts of reasons why she missed <laughs> Solomon, but can't just because kidding. she gets ran over like Anton Yelchin. She can handle it though. Ooh, you guys know who that is? Who is Steel Magnolias? Anton Yelchin. Movie? He's uh, he's the guy. Oh from... yeah. He's he was in uh, Gattaca, wasn't he? He's in Star Trek. Is the main he one I know. He was in Star from. Trek Beyond, wasn't he? The guy who passed away. Yeah, he. Well, I, I never knew it's how he what, died. It's old? just that it was a sensitive thing because a lot of people really liked him. He just, I guess, he was run over. Well, he was he was really young. Yeah, that's the point. Is a lot of people really liked him, yeah. and 
Nintendo oh, is dead. That's depressing. A bit of a but, dark yeah, joke let see, there. Let me see the joke. Dolomon, but can't because she gets ran over like Anton Yelchin. She can handle ah, it. She's a tough chick. A Jeez. I'm not going to say you can't make a dark joke, but I mean, no, it doesn't, doesn't, like, doesn't work what, for me. Jeez. Yeah. But she, was, but she wasn't ran over. Apparently, he got, he got crushed by his own under. car. I don't know. Even I wouldn't make a joke. Dude, that's. Yeah. And I'm like the one that people. Called the asshole. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Jesus. Textbook Steel Magnolia. After that, Solomon gets taken to a safe place where Ving Rhames removes a tracker. And you're just gonna you're just gonna pass over the speech he gives Tom Cruise about why he does anything he does and how it it sort of represents no, all of the Mission Impossible just, movies. That's just an exposition dump. <sighs> See, I just like that he'll he'll point out where he thinks character is lacking. It's like you're gonna point out where character is strong. Or you, no. I'm wondering if is like I was bored during the scene, so it's an exposition dump. Oh, Jay yeah, said I'm, it's I'm not that the what... joke is dark; it's how casually is about it. Um, I'm not sure how I would quote unquote fix the joke. Hey, I'd probably just someone lose it. said it, someone pointed out Anton Yelchin could have been one of the most loved actors of his time, but he died in a tragic accident. That's actually not funny. That's depressing. Well, it's not funny because it's it's like Family Guy humor. Yeah, it's not a, it's not really funny. Where's the joke? The, yeah, they were run the over like this person who happened to him. Yeah, it's like man. yeah, it's not like, funny though. Yeah, something horrible yeah. happened to this guy. It's like That's... I went to a few. My grandfather died like a Jew in the Holocaust. Yeah, it just it thuds, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just like thuds. Mm, yeah, I guess yeah. Okay, like okay. Okay. Yeah, the Jews died in the uh, Jews He was died. in Green Room? That uh, I don't think so. He's just saying Someone he recommends Green Room in general. Chat. He was dead years before Green Room. Oh. He died when, in 2000, when, like, I think he died before Star Trek Beyond came out, so the film was dedicated to him. Oh, so, when was that, like, a couple of years ago? I genuinely uh, didn't know he was dead. In... 2016, I think, it was when it came out. I'm good um, with movie dates for whatever so reason. So what does that have to do with Green Room, then? He's just saying he recommends Green Room, I guess. Maybe the joke is that there's it has nothing to do with Green Room. Uh, Maybe it's not a joke. Maybe he just forgot to put a full stop after Yelchin. It's like, hey, speaking of the Renaissance, macaroni! Yelchin was in Green Room. It was his He is in Green Room. Really? Green Room. Maybe if I can spell room right. Anton Yelchin. Yeah, comes up real quick. Oh! Oh, this is a different green room. Oh, with, 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 we're idiots. We're thinking of green book. The, yeah, that was sorry, just, sorry, uh, sorry, everybody. We're retarded. That was. Both, I was generally like, I remember Vigo Morton's. Me, me and Wolf both retarded this. <laughs> okay. So that's our okay. strike two, isn't it? The strike two for both of us. <laughs> the strike me three mean that we have to end the strike. <laughs> Oh, wait. Yeah, that was It was like when we kept calling uh, Hill House. House like Hill. Yeah, yeah. A... Oh. Now that offends me because I love that show now. I showed you it. I deserve <laughs> points for that. <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, we, we figured it out by episode 10. Yeah, we got there. We may have had 10 strikes by then, but still. That was in Solomon's neck. About 45 minutes from this point yeah, in the movie, we are shown play, like that it. while removing the tracker, Ving Rams also put a new tracker in Solomon's neck. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. Smash cut to the neck. Why the fuck did you mention that if it why doesn't is matter? That, why is that a, yeah, why, why is that a problem? I don't... That's... 
just gonna watch that again and ask what the point of that is. Where Ving Rhames removes a tracker that was in Solomon's neck. About 45 minutes from this point in the movie, we are shown that while removing the tracker, Ving Rhames also put a new tracker in Solomon's neck, but th it doesn't matter. Smash cut to the next scene. Tom Cruise is reporting back to the White Widow about the minority he captured. In espionage terms, they call that a minority report. Oh so God. forced. Uh, so forced. He tells White Widow that he didn't trust her people, so he brought in his own people to capture Solomon. But the White Widow knows about Ilsa, so she thinks that Ilsa killed the four men that Tom Cruise killed. Mm -hmm. So she tells oh, Tom that he needs to bring Ilsa to her if he wants the other two plutonium cores. Then after Which that, fits she kisses in with him, the theme despite of the, the movie. This is mm -hmm. the problem. Was there any criticisms there? Or he was just saying what happened. He's explaining he, how good the film is. All right. Well, inadvertently explaining how good the film is because yeah. I guess the, the I guess. isn't. Whoops. All right. That yeah. Tom Cruise is nearly twice her age. He's so? old enough to be. She's. She's they're acting. They're acting. <laughs> First, First off, off, Tom Cruise looks fucking amazing. For Fifty-six. He really does. Second yeah. off, yeah, they're yeah, acting in a movie. And again, the. She's thirty. What, what's the problem here? Yeah, <laughs> he, he's, he's acting like she's a twelve. No, Love she's an attractive thirty-year-old woman. So, <laughs> yeah, like so. What does this matter? What's she's the problem? Thirty. Why is he being so ageist? <laughs> Be her dad. But if Tom Cruise is anything like my dad, he's probably well, a really good he, kisser. Yeah, Moving enough, along, guess, Ilsa like, was watching this entire meeting why? take place. She follows Tom Cruise along for a little while in another string scene, and they finally- it, it, Another string I, scene? I'm getting- what? So- It's not a string scene, it's like critical plot stuff. I don't- well, he's talking about the, up until she talks to him, it's like- I'm assuming when he says string scene, he means filler? I assume so. Is he saying that it can be cut? Which is worth. Well, um, it couldn't be. Yeah, but then it would be. Do you remember the cinematography in that when bit? They finally talk. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really good. And it Walk and the point three. of it as well is that Tom Cruise realizes she's following him. It shows that Tom Cruise is competent. But he still wants to way. talk to her, and so they're meeting yeah. as friends that apparently are now diametrically opposed, and they need to talk. That's why it's like there's a bit of tension. I don't know. Someone like, said. Uh... Someone said, come on, guys, 30-year-old women don't go for rich, adventurous, dangerous, exciting, and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that, uh, by the way, the idea that he's watching Lord of the Rings, and you know, like, when it shows, you know, da, da, it's like panning over a landscape where they're all moving, it's like, this is a string scene. They're just trying to get to the next action yeah, that... sequence. <laughs> it's a string scene when they're riding, you know, <laughs> when they're riding into battle just be at we the battle already. Just, yeah, just get to the battle. But remember, they started the battle off camera, so that's bad. So don't do that. Just get in your I mean, fucking like, car. What is this? Away. What is this thing? All right. This is a string scene. They're simply connecting action sequences. That's going to be in Gadelb 3. <laughs> <laughs> Gadelb 2 is uh, completed for those in chat. Uh, You're already planning out next year's <laughs> April Fool's. <laughs> April Fools only comes once a year. Yeah, but I didn't got to plan this shit. The the fucking notes for Gadelb Two are insane. Like I had to pass through what was essentially paragraphs of just non-connecting sentences. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. So everyone, everyone in the chat, and everyone that will watch this later eventually, if you want to understand the next Gadelb, you have to watch every single EFAP. 
Yes. <laughs> if you have, if you've only watched one, it's not gonna. Work. I wonder if they would be like a crazy diehard fan who would play, like, make a video where they play a clip from the Gadelb Two of me saying something, and then the clip from EFAP where it originated. Just that would have to go through like thirty hours of footage. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there were some references from. It, it seemed like even before EFAP and outside of it. I think there were. Yeah, there's definitely a few, and then there's there's a couple of jokes that are literally just made for the video, but um. Is dead. Someone could definitely pull it off. Um, it's like the ultimate EFAP. EFAP encyclopedia. She follows Tom Cruise along for a little while in another string scene, and they finally have a chance to talk to each other. I love how he says they finally have a chance. It's like, up to this point, there would have been no reason for it to happen. That's she, why it's a good scene. He told them that she was like, I'm a good guy, I'm totally on your team. And then she tries to kill the person they're trying to get out of the place, so now they need to talk. Like, why? Yeah. This is where the plot gets even thicker than Ving Rhames himself. The human balloon. This scene is pretty wacky. He's not that fat. I would have cut the human balloon part there. I think it would have been funnier. I yeah, I was the about to say the human balloon, balloon is like... You're just being redundant with the like, joke you're trying to make. If it was a, a quick cut after saying it's thicker than Ving Rhames, and then you cut back to the thing, I'd be like, hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's like a Captain Marvel I mean, joke. Yeah, I mean, yeah he, he's definitely had... fat, but I mean, there are way fatter people out there. Yeah, if someone said I had to put that joke in my terrible Mission Impossible video, <laughs> then what I would do is I would be like, thicker than Ving Rhames. I, I don't know. At least he's able to do things. There's fat people. When when I said that, it would be like a quick little scene of him giving like a, like surely there's pictures of him giving like a lurid smile or like a wink or something like that. Jesus Christ! I'm the one that makes fun of fat. I'm and I'm the one defending the. Sorry, Will. Are you are are we defending the people who can vote twice? Yes, we are. I mean, fuck! This guy might be able to vote three times. We we don't even know the. Bullshit. I don't understand the, the voting multiple times thing. Oh, it was yeah. on the one that you weren't there for, is the Mark Brown one, right? Was it, Rags? I can't remember. I think I think so. Well, but it's it's our code for someone's fat is that they could vote twice. They they take up two seats on airplane. They take up two people. They could vote twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's code. You could get away with calling people fat really... now. Uh, anyway. Even thicker than Ving Rhames himself. The human balloon. This scene is pretty wacky because Tom Cruise just sort of figures everything out, just kind of on the spot, and then he tells the audience what he figured out. You weren't at the ballet to kill Luke. No. You were there to protect him. So it turns out that she was in the men's bathroom to protect John Lark mm -hmm. because she wanted John Lark to extract Solomon oh, Lane so that she could kill yep. Solomon Lane herself mm -hmm. because she's been drafted by MI6 mm -hmm. to kill Solomon. Because Solomon to be used to work for MI6 as well, <laughs> so as a result, he knows too much about British intelligence. Yep. So naturally, Britain yeah. can't have him spilling out their secrets to yep. other countries. And yeah. if she is able to kill Solomon, she will have a chance of living a normal life. Mm -hmm. Smash cut to London. You just, you, you said that it was like all, you said the plot's gonna get even thicker. You read it all out that you didn't criticize it. <laughs> What's the yeah, point? there's a lot. There's like there could be sort of a lot going on, but it's not like complicated. Well, he hasn't said anything. He just he hasn't criticized it, so I guess he thinks it's fine. I don't know. Yeah, he's explaining the plot of the film, and it all seems it to work. Yeah. I mean, I what's your problem? Let's with assume it? that he thinks that's fine. We yeah, agree. Some, before we go yeah. on, someone pointed out it for anyone that doesn't know, 
um, what, what's the guy, Solomon Lane? He, if you recognize him, he's the guy from Prometheus who charted out the map of the <laughs> underground, and he was the one that got lost, despite being the one that made the map. The navigator the who can't navigate. <laughs> whose friend died by touching a snake alien jay is pointing out a couple of people as well it's like jack and eric think this is us we'll think this is me <laughs> like this is how we do it i'm just like no no solomon she will have a chance Oof, of living a thicker than Brie larson smash cut to london the IMF gang meet Alec Baldwin in some catacombs. Mm -hmm. In this scene, they discuss their next plan of action. Simon Pegg okay. is going to wear Solomon's face I really and like pretend this to be- It's awesome. I uh, really like this. Genuinely, I think, Rags, you had the same shit going on when you f first watched it, from what I could tell yeah, from the reactions. Yeah, I didn't but say anything. I, was I didn't like, say anything, but when I, I, revealed, I was like, I knew it, I had a feeling. Yeah, you have the, the squinty eyes, you, you turn your head like, wait a You're minute. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh -huh. And then I love that Solomon Lane does the little, like, smirk. He's like, what? He's <laughs> <laughs> Solomon so that Tom Cruise can hand him off to the White Widow mm -hmm. without actually handing off the real Solomon Lane, but apparently that meeting is a trap. The meeting is a trap. The White Widow is working with the CIA. She has been since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Bargaining for immunity is her stock and trade. Capturing the plutonium and the apostles and John Locke buys her a lot of goodwill with you. I love the, the camera zoom there is supposed to imply that it's like, look how confusing this is. Oh, the idea oh this is... is the part. This is the part where he apparently concocts an entire plot hole that doesn't happen. Hooray! All right, well, we'll definitely tackle that. But I was just going to say, for clarification, right, so that we get it. The idea is that uh, Alec Baldwin is telling all of us that they've successfully framed uh, Tom Cruise. And so the CIA lady is waiting for Tom Cruise to give up Solomon Lane, and she's going to capture him as well, so that she can be like, haha, I've got both of the high-value targets. Yeah. And the plutonium. Both ends, yeah. Um... It's all over, and the, and they're like, but you're innocent, and John Locke would still be available. So it's like we need to come up with a counter plan. But let's see, which is all a ruse, by the way, because Alec that, Baldwin is in on it. But let's see how he yeah. he addresses this. That meeting is a trap. The meeting is a yep. trap. The White Widow was working with the CIA. She has been since the beginning. Bargaining for immunity is her yes, stock. Yes, why they're not going Capturing for her. The plutonium and the apostles and John Locke buys mm -hmm. her a lot of goodwill with the Americans. Which yep. leaves me with one huge question. Why okay. let Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill do the mission at all? Since everything was already set up, the White Widow was poised to capture John Lark. We don't know, no, no, we so don't. I didn't know that. We don't know, yeah, we don't know this at the time. Yeah, the, 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 the meeting hadn't taken place. The White Widow hadn't met John Lark at that point. We don't know what was going to exactly. happen. Yeah. There's too much stuff in the air to assume that they could just go, yeah, well, she's meeting him, so we can just do it that way. Somehow, yep. Tom Cruise is completely redundant to the mission. If he weren't well, in this mission at all, things would have gone a lot smoother. It's a maybe. massive- Well, he was already a yeah. part of the mission in the first place. He was the one who's trying to yeah. get the plutonium was, to start with. Yeah. It's his it mission. It was his mission, yeah. Yeah, that's there. Yeah. <laughs> it's awkward. Cruise is completely redundant to the mission. If well, he they've already in shoehorned mission, in a villain. Yeah, they shoehorned in the hero too. They, they shoehorned the hero into his own mission. <laughs> Bastards. And at all, things would have gone a lot smoother. It's a massive plot hole. Or is no, it? No, it's not a plot hole. But he you just said, or is it? I don't... Is, what's his no, point then? Back. Yeah, go, he says, or is it? It's a massive plot hole. Or is it? I'm interrupting this review with a little bit of post-commentary. You're citing according... screen rant? <laughs> hold on, hold on. 
I need to check something. Is this the same person, the same website that I sent you guys? Or oh, it is. <laughs> what, wait, what? Okay. Okay. So remember how several days ago I sent both you, Mahler, and uh, and Fringy that article from Screen Rant. Yeah, that's oh. right. Yeah, the right. Lord of the Rings: didn't. Twenty-five ridiculous things about Frodo Baggins everyone ignores, and the first one is he ignored Gandalf's warnings, which is like, no, he didn't. Uh, he was quite rude. Does anyone know what happened to his parents? Which doesn't matter. <laughs> what it's happened like, to Frodo's parents? Um, yeah, they they, dumped, they think exactly. They dumped off his sister at Jakku. <laughs> Maybe that was a good thing. Anyway, th this is um, this is the reason why you don't cite Screen Rant for anything ever. Um, so if I remember this, he's citing an article that says Solomon Lane set everything up. We'll just let it play out before talking about it, I guess. I to believe that Solomon Lane has masterminded this entire movie. Yeah, he set up Tom Cruise's ex-wife to die, which I haven't even gotten to yet, but you'll see. Solomon also knew that Tom Cruise was going to pretend to be John Lark when he met up with the White Widow. So Tom Cruise, assuming the identity of John Lark, would then allow Henry Cavill to properly frame Tom Cruise for being John Lark, but would also still allow Tom Cruise to simultaneously free... All this is irrelevant because this is not the plot. This is some random article's defense of the plot that he's arguing against, so we don't even need... Like, I just feel kind of redundant. Solomon <laughs> from Captivity, and then Solomon can use this evidence... The only question that needs addressing is how did Solomon make this deal with John Locke? And it's like, I guess he communicated with him from prison in some way. Maybe is that an ad hom? Do you not know what an ad hom is? Wait, sorry. Who are you talking to? Someone in the chat. Apparently he thinks that me saying that the Screen Rant article was retarded is an ad hom. No, it isn't. It's literally Look, not. all I have to say about ad homs is that right. none of us are stupid enough to use an ad hom ever. Well, I think, I think what happens is people like an insult well, with an ad hominem. So like, if I say, okay, such and such and such, this is why you're wrong, you dumb fuck. It's like, that's not an ad hominem. It's, That's me insulting you after making an argument. It, yeah, it would be like, <laughs> we're not going to read that article because it was made by a fat person. And you're like, yeah, what does that have to do with anything? It. And it's like, well, yeah, I, I was about to say, it could be relevant if the article was about how fat people, even, even if the article was about how fat people are amazing, you'd still have to give it a chance you, just because they're people fat. People really need mean... to figure out that insults and ad homs are... Yeah, the insult is, is ancillary to the argument as opposed to the base of the argument. That's... Yeah, an ad hom would be, this thing is bad, therefore you are a retard. Calling you a retard as I'm de deconstructing why something is stupid yeah. is not the same thing. You're ugly, so you're wrong. it's not even an ad hominem to dismiss something because... The article claims that Walker arranged Hunt to pose John Lark in Grand Palace, you know, after trying three times to obstruct him during the mission. Okay, so the article is about as ill-informed as the guy who... Made decided to cite that article for this video. Yeah, and like I said, Wonderful. the only thing that is called into question is how did Solomon Lane contact John Locke to make the deal? And I'm just like, I don't think that's too hard for our espionage agents that have connections to the CIA. You know, I'm pretty sure John Locke could get access. Yeah, not, not a hard reach. Still allow Tom Cruise to simultaneously free Solomon from captivity, and then Solomon can use this evidence against Tom Cruise to put Tom Cruise into captivity, and then Solomon can detonate the nukes, and Tom Cruise will have to watch from jail. And Solomon managed to conceive and initiate this plan 
off camera before- I think John Locke made the plan. All he told John Locke was to frame Ethan Hunt. Uh, I think there's even a rant where he's like, Why'd you have to make this stuff fucking complicated? So I, I mean, uh, the movie even says that the- what, I don't remember what word they used to refer to him as, but it, it was Henry Cavill that set up his wife being there, not- um, Yeah, he says I'm a guardian not angel. Solomon. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. So, that wasn't Solomon's plan, that was John Lark's. They literally say that in and the movie. Solomon made the deal, as simple as, my apostles will get you the plutonium in exchange for framing Hunt. Simple. For yeah, the, the bringing movie. his wife there was not Solomon. John Lark's idea. Yeah, and it was, it was, I think that was always an insurance policy, right? It was like, if, if, he, if Ethan gets to be too fucking annoying, we can threaten the wife, which he does. Moving on. <laughs> oh my god. And initiate this plan off-camera before the movie even began whilst being surveilled. Why would they fucking show the villain plans on-camera before we see them in full? Like, I can't imagine that being beneficial to the film, if you know what I mean. It, I think it would depend, because it, um... I mean, it's not a film. Well, it was oh, well, turned into I'm, a film. I'm speaking really specifically about an espionage movie, right? Spies and all this shit. Like, do we want to know oh, everybody's okay. villain? Because I'm not, I'm not, I was wondering if you were going to like jump to like Sauron or something. I'd be like, no, that's more, I don't mean oh, that. Oh, no, I, I, I was going to reference Dune because the beginning of it, like the first like 60, 70 odd pages, it's all just the villains plotting to um, kill the main character's dad. I just, I'm picturing like, the opening scene is is Solomon in prison, and uh, Superman sits down with him. But you can't tell it's Superman because otherwise that'd be a reveal. And he's just like, "What I want you to do is frame Ethan Hunt." <laughs> You'd be like, "Okay," I, I, and I'd yeah, probably be saying, that, "Like, that I think it would have been." Very badly. I was like, "I think it could have been better if this was just something we learned as the movie progressed that that was his plan." You know? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it depends on how it's executed, but that doesn't. Yeah. Sound is I can't uh, see how it would, yeah I can't see how it would benefit the film to have done that I guess is my point. By multiple governments, and none of this is really ever said in the actual movie itself. We're supposed to surmise all of that off of one little line of dialogue. The deal was simple. I help you frame her. Okay. You give me the plutonium. That's not what you're supposed to get from that line. <laughs> the line is self-explanatory. <laughs> You get they the plutonium, I frame HUD. Any time. the most contrived terror. Oh, sorry, it skipped then, a bit for uh, oh. I'm, I'm so sorry that oh, this is a problem the for you. Was simple. I help you frame HUD. You give me the plutonium. If that ain't the most contrived, terrible writing, I don't know what You haven't said You don't what, know what is. You haven't proven you how it's know. contrived yet. You've they just said what happens. It. Yeah, Solomon Lane knows every trick in the book, and he's super clever and resourceful. He's the main, like, at the, this point, he has no reason to going. believe that this is Solomon Lane. I don't know that. I don't know what his issue even is. He's just sad that it's bad. <laughs> it is. Getting back on track, in this scene, we learn that Henry Cavill's plot to make Tom Cruise look like a double agent worked. So now, Black Lady wants Alec Baldwin to turn Tom Cruise into the CIA mm -hmm. and terminate the mission. If Tom Cruise happens to Tom refuse... What do you think he's here for? He's an assassin! Erica Sloan's number one plumber. You go rogue, he's authorized to hunt you down. 
Wait sure. a minute. He just said her name, Erica Sloan. Why has he been not referring to her by the character name or actress? I name? don't know. There is a top comment that says, like, why do you keep calling it black woman? Black lady. It's, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. really strange. Girl cop, black lady. I don't know. Name and occupation. Yep, that's right. Henry Cavill is an assassin. He's the black lady's top gun. But Tommy doesn't oh. like what's going on here, so he knocks Alec Baldwin out mm -hmm. and proceeds to go along with his original plan. While Tom Cruise and the boys go to meet the White Widow, Henry Cavill is left behind with Solomon Lane. This is where we learn that Henry Cavill has been John Lark the entire time. But mm -hmm. wait, that's not Solomon Lane. That's Solomon Pegg, star of the hit movie Shaun of the Dead. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh. So now, like, are these jokes? <laughs> I don't know. Never mention Shaun of the Dead again, Mister. You, you should have. That's the thing. If if it was my video, I would have stopped there. Like, it wasn't Solomon Lane. It's Simon Pegg. Because the thing is, you. You, you refer to the character, and then you refer to the real person. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, that's the world. It's a, of course he knows he used the wrong clip. That's a part of the joke. There's no yeah, way no, that he would have fucked that up. <laughs> that's not Solomon Lane. That's Solomon Pegg, star of the hit movie Shaun of the Dead. How's that for a slice of fried gold? So now everybody except for the people watching this movie in the audience are all caught up. Everybody knows Henry Cavill is bad guy, including black woman. Did you get all that, Erica? I did. Keep showing clips for your fist with her name, but he keeps calling it black woman. That's the weird thing, is like if I was if I had the movie in like Blu-ray quality or at least HD quality like that, and I keep using clips that have her name, I would probably go back and amend that part to make sure that I use her real name. Unless it was like a joke name, like you know how you read to Rose's Shrek, mm -hmm. like it's obviously yeah. a joke, but he doesn't do that for any characters except for her and the cop. It's no, really I don't think weird. that. I think girl cop. I think he just said that, well, just because that's what he calls cops who are female, girl cop. I, well, actually, no. The only one he refers to by name is the White Widow. Oh, that's interesting. Like he doesn't Maybe call her evil just, woman or something. Maybe he's just a racist. I don't fucking know. Bad guy. Including Maybe because White Widow also doubles as an occupation. That is true. Or a color and <laughs> occupation. So. Black lady, black, black, black woman, white widow. Yeah, I mean, he, it just, yeah. The did you get all that, Erica? I did. But even knowing all this information, she still doesn't Erica trust the IMF. So she video. had a strike team on standby here in the catacombs the entire time. Tom Cruise, the super spy, had no idea about th these 10 guys that were hanging out here. What, what, and they're clearly okay. entering. We don't know where they yeah, came so, from exactly. So let me explain to you how sight works. Um, <laughs> if there's an object in between works. two other objects, um, one of the objects will be hidden from view. So if they're like behind a wall, he can't it's see them. That's how vision and works. This is a betrayal. They were not. They were the ones that they thought they were springing the trap. They didn't realize that Sloane had also. She doesn't trust anyone there anymore. So there, there'd be no reason to check everywhere in this fucking catacomb, let alone outside of it. Which is no, where you these guys, guys may have come from. You should probably check around that corner in case there's a strike team waiting to come <laughs> in that the CIA has prepared for us to double cross our double cross. Oh, we forgot to check for strike teams. That's like the one oh. thing we fuck up on all the time.
every fucking time. Idea it's, it's about gets these, these ten guys that were hanging out here, but there's they were no probably time to like think... being quiet. They're probably, probably weren't making maybe, any noise because yeah. we know that they're not only CIA agents; they're apostles as well. So their whole thing is to remain as secret as possible. Yeah, it reminds me of when um, when Cinemasin said it's ridiculous that the alien assassin managed to sneak up on Vision. <laughs> it's like the alien assassin. Think it's ridiculous for that to have? Okay. <laughs> the alien assassin. Think about that, because apparently Henry Cavill has boys on the inside of the CIA working for him. Go. Yep. Yep. That's well established, too. All of the apostles are ex-members uh, of governments. Now, how he knew that these masked men were his? I imagine this was always a plan B. That's the point. Yeah. He, if he knows they're part of the strike team, and the strike team walks into the room, do the math. Someone said um, Walker mentions he has an extraction team. Watch to Benji disguised as Lane in the very previous scene. So they literally set this part up. Shit, I didn't even. Let me let me get the actual quote for that. I'm interested. Uh, <laughs> this is such a bad video. <laughs> uh, ba ba ba. Yeah, so he says, um, I have no way of contacting them for their safety and mine, but I do have an extraction team and satellite overwatch at prearranged rendezvous. Yep. Yeah. Dun, dun, and he has dun. a backup team, which he does establish too. Okay, I'm sorry. This is even more airtight than we realized. <laughs> and this is why we appreciate writing so much. When people are like, a throwaway line, you think that'll fix everything? It's like, it can. <laughs> it really can. Mm -hmm. Now, it's the I'm just same gonna... way that a throwaway line can like an actor, man. What was that, sorry? In the same way that a throw a throwaway line can ruin it can also save it. Yeah, it can, <laughs> you can damage a script. You know, the, before the Sahara was a desert. Cool, so it's ruined now. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> cool, it's ruined. I don't know. Anyway, a big old shootout breaks out, and Henry Cavill is about to shoot Tom Cruise, but thank Xenu because Alec Baldwin swoops in and saves the day, just before getting stabbed and dying right alongside his career. It looks like Henry Cavill's weight training... I'm sure that his millions and millions and millions, say. gajillions of dollars will help him. Alec Baldwin is doing just about? fine. Yeah, Apparently... Alec Baldwin is fine. Apparently the guy who's been supplying most of the information I've been reading from the chat said he saw the, this movie in theaters six times. <laughs> so so he's not happy with this is, video. Is he Was happy? Was he even bored? Is he happy he's, with he's, our coverage so far? Southpaw? He, he's, we're, he's, we're... He, he seems to be very happy to keep telling us all the things that he's getting wrong that we might miss. I was so. going to say thank you because it'll make yeah. our coverage South, even stronger. Southpaw, you are now and for the rest of the stream an honorary e-fapper yes you're like you're like theo but you didn't get a voice so it totally makes sense <laughs> you're, you're you know like theo which didn't in our in our chat we have so space oyster said bad video but at least he's getting provable facts wrong rather than saying something like everything is subjective True. <laughs> that's, that's the level we're at on efap oh he tweeted me before sorry if i've missed the tweet but he said i love it making my own video response to this good luck sir uh, oh or, yeah, go for it. You don't man. need There's my permission because to... you probably know oh, anyway. But you're welcome to use any that? of the points we've we've used. 
Was that Southpaw that said that? Yes. Okay. Um, yes, good luck with that. It's because uh, there's plenty to work with in this video. Winning <laughs> paid off because he decides to grab Ving Rames and drag him, but Ving Rames gets Henry in the neck with a tracking dart. Then yep. he runs away and he escapes and he calls in a and second strike. And who's been strike. using the tracking oh, dart up to this point? He even acknowledges that he calls in his second strike team. Oh dear. <laughs> Ooh, rip. Ving Rames <laughs> <laughs> and drag him, but Ving Rames gets Henry in the neck with a tracking dart. Then he runs yeah. away and he escapes, and he calls Rames is like a spy too is and this, everything. There is this weird element where he's describing the plot elements, and I don't know whether or As not I'm supposed. Bad. Yeah, like I'm like, is this a criticism yeah. or is it not? I'm like, Rames is the one who was using the tracking dart before. So it makes sense that he would kind of use it to defend himself in a pinch. I thought it was really cool because I mean, it, yeah. it, it doubles up. It's not only a thing we go, what the fuck did you just do to me? But it's also like, oh shit, you can track him now too. Yeah, it shows that these are competent characters. In the neck They're not the here tracking. just for supporting in comic relief. Like they can defend themselves. They can help Dark, themselves then out. Then he runs away and he escapes and he calls in a second strike team to continue fighting Ethan. Then Henry Cavill just continues to briskly walk to his extraction zone that he had already set up. He said that he, in he the did. <laughs> Do you yeah. want He literally said. Yeah. Oh. He is briskly walking because if you start running around, that's why you draw attention to yourself. Like if you're, if you, if, exactly. if you're out, yeah, if you're no, driving notice, on the road uh, and you realize that you accidentally left your wallet at home, you don't speed home to go and get it. You obey the speed limit. And he's clearly got shifty eyes throughout the whole sequence of him walking away. He's just like, yep, oh, I'm a normal dude. Normal day. Everything's <laughs> yeah. normal. Just me and my mustache. This is what incites that famous foot chase scene where Tom Cruise broke his ankle. <laughs> While the foot chase itself oh, I didn't is neat, this yeah, scene the man, really man. He, he continues. He, yep, he keeps doing all of his own he just keeps stunts. And I love just, it. Yeah. It makes the action so That's much more visceral. It does. Because it means you can actually have it all tight and up close without having to master. Yeah, you know, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is one weird dude, and yeah, he's, he's done awesome. some weird stuff. I respect the hell out of him. But he is He is an amazing actor. I respect a man who does his own stunts. I've never broken my ankle. I respect doing a my man own stunts. Who's a Scientologist? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zenu itself is neat. This scene really bothers me. Because oh, Henry oh, Cavill why? knows that Tom Cruise is alive and mm -hmm. could potentially be on his tail. Mm -hmm. The second strike team that he called in should have immediately alerted him and told him that Tom Cruise has left the catacombs and is now chasing Henry um, They're probably busy fighting for their lives. Or busy... I mean, either way, the only thing that I could, even if he was right, all you're suggesting would mean that uh, Henry should have escaped easierly than he already does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this doesn't change anything. Even if they if they told him, "Hey, Tom Cruise is on your fucking tail," he'd be like, "Okay." Yeah, and it's exactly. not. And it, yeah, and I. It's not. I think I, I would think call this a nitpick. Made... It's valid, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's it's a distinction without a difference, really. And also, um, how do we know that they didn't tell him something? Yeah, they could have. Like, what different? What yeah. difference would it make? He can't run because it would. To draw communicate yeah it would draw attention right towards him and he's in a crowd of people there's everyone walking around he might not necessarily know that he's been tracked <laughs> people are calling me out for easily 
Sounds like a total thing to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't really have. A, I don't see how that changes anything. Cavill, he should be booking. At the very no. least, he shouldn't be leaving this door wide open so that anyone can just yeah, that's kind of an, into the yeah, that's kind of valid. again, yeah, I, I give him that. But the problem is that if if this scene ended up that Tom Cruise shot him through the head or stopped him. I'd be like, yeah, the only reason that happens is because all these different things don't happen, but it doesn't change anything. Mm -hmm. Like the... the now, what, nothing... now, does the door close on its own eventually, and Tom Cruise no, got no, to it, it in time? Because okay. I, uh, I was watching it last night. Uh, no, the door, he just leaves it open, and my immediate thought was, yeah, I'm going to close it. <laughs> yeah, but um, no. I'll, I'll allow him that. I don't know, I haven't got any yeah. defenses yeah, on that. Fairish building. It's clearly locked. He's got the key. Anyway, Tommy C catches up with Henry C, but Henry can't kill Tom Cruise yet because Solomon conveniently has plans for Tom Cruise. <laughs> conveniently. It's not conveniently. It's the entire it's the premise of the fucking deal. So, so plans are convenient now? <laughs> it's just How convenient, convenient it is that characters want things. How convenient is that? How convenient that the bad guy who doesn't like Tom Cruise and wants to fuck with his life just happened to make a plan that would fuck with his life wow plans are convenient now we've already passed the scene where he, he gives you it blatantly it's like you get me the plutonium i frame hunt it's like wow how convenient that he wants to not kill hunt when he's trying to do the plan of frame hunt bruce well, how can you possibly say that a plan is the whole <laughs> point know. of a plan, a plan is... is to create convenience it's to orchestrate events or to be prepared for things. What an odd... It's odd, yeah. Can't kill Tom Cruise yet because Solomon conveniently has plans for Tom Cruise. And if Tom Cruise tries to kill Henry Cavill, somebody somewhere in the world is going to kill Tom Cruise's ex-wife from Mission Impossible. No, they're still married, aren't they? No, they're mm, I don't think separated. so, because she's got a... Yeah, yeah they separated. she got a husband or whatever? Uh, yeah. Jake oh, Gyllenhaal. Yeah. No. This is this is literally the movie. Up. Can't you yeah. say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what's the problem? The door, I guess. So. I don't. That Cavill, wasn't anything. Somebody somewhere in the world is going to kill Tom Cruise's ex-wife from Mission Impossible Three. This you is know what this video is like? <laughs> like what it's doing right now? It's making me think even better of this movie. Like yeah, it, because he's explaining the plot and how it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and all the defenses we've had to bring in are essentially revealing just how thought out a lot of these things were. So it makes you appreciate it more, you know? Um, I don't understand, like, so is his, is his question that they found his wife? Because it's like, yeah, well, they're high-ranking members of the CIA, so they have access to information. That's what the apostles are. Like, okay. Is the question... That it's ridiculous that someone would be able to kill her? I have no idea what his criticism is. Anybody got any... Cavill, <laughs> somebody somewhere um, in the world is going to kill Tom Cruise's thinks... ex I don't know. I don't even know. I, mean, I guess Impossible he considers 3. it like it's unreasonable? This that is, the villain is, is competent and plans ahead? I don't know. Literally the movie. Up to this point which, mind you, is one hour and 40 minutes into the movie, okay. we get nothing of substance or consequence. We've been literally pointing me? out all of the substance that you keep washing over. 
Okay. Are you sure? But to be me? fair, this scene ain't bad. We're finally treated to something of weight. Even then, this wow. part of the movie is still pretty expositorial and not particularly well written. So when they're planning for what they're going to do to try and defeat the villains, it's expositorial. I don't know. Why wasn't it before? There's no consistency here. Don't. He likes the Oscar bait scene. I just. I mean, I like the scene. It's, like it's, it it's nice to make Ving Rhames act instead of having him just say, Ethan, go that way. Ethan, do this. In this scene, he has to admit that he's the reason that everybody's going to die. It's like, wow, that's interesting. But the, the idea that it's expositorial, I'm just like, is any scene where anyone explains anything expositorial? Does it? I just, is that how this works? Um, it seems extremely arbitrary, and it doesn't seem to be based on any set of criteria. Mm -hmm. But at least it's a decent little bit of character building. We in this mess because Ethan wouldn't let me die. He's a good man. And here we also learn that Ilsa has a thing for Tom Cruise, and yeah, so most that Tom people. Cruise mm -hmm. is attracted to yeah, Ilsa. Including me. She gives yeah, I got a thing for men who do their own action stunts. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise. I mean, I, I'm he does his own sex scenes. He does. He does his own talking scene. <laughs> he does everything, doesn't he? He even has his own religion. The firm penis. Despite the fact that she is sure twenty-one does. years younger than he is. Oh my god! Thirty-five. This is a movie. It's not real. They're well, actors. They're playing roles. Well, what is it with him? And he's like this thirty-year-old. Like, what is she's, this? She's a fucking adult. She can decide who she wants to kiss in a movie that she is acting in. I don't she's think. I don't think they kiss. I don't think they kiss in this movie. Jesus they Christ! Don't. They get paid they don't. millions of dollars to pretend to like each other. <laughs> like, here's the thing, right? Even, <laughs> I don't even. But the thing is, though, like, even if it was in real life, who cares? Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, like who you want to like. Hashtag then, free it's, love. It's Hashtag not like she's me like too, please. No, I mean. like she's a fully grown adult. <laughs> me too, please. <laughs> hey, I mean, <laughs> when you think about it, who doesn't want to be with Tom Cruise and the <laughs> <laughs> I can picture Amy Schumer tweeting that out. Uh, and then Tom Cruise just replies to it saying no. No. <laughs> um, Alright, yeah, anyway, yeah, so uh, the actors have different ages, this is a problem. Rames tells us that Tom left his ex-wife because he felt like he needed to continue being an IMF agent and wanted to keep the world. Oh, I don't know if you want to you want to address that, Wolf. Uh, Stigma said, didn't you constantly refer to Black Manta's race and make lots of black jokes whenever Ma Manta and his father are on screen? Yeah. So I guess they're trying to say yeah. that referring to the black lady as a black lady in this video I'm means you're a hypocrite, but there's I'm no joke, certain, though. Well, first off, I'm pretty certain I referred to Black Manta as Black Manta, like, throughout almost the entire video. I mean, I, I absolutely did say, oh, yeah, the Black Manta tries to save his dad as he's being crushed by the stupid torpedo. I also refer to him as Black Manta throughout most of that video. All right, That's next, in the next Plus, movie... I mean, there was, like, an actual implied joke there. I was about to say, there's no there's... joke in this video. He just keeps saying the Black Lady while showing yeah. clips of her name. It's like, okay. It's it's because if there was a joke here, I wouldn't have an actual. I mean, at the end of the day, it's 
not really that big of a problem since his arguments are more of a problem, but I just don't understand why he's doing it is the thing. Anyway, yeah, hopefully that what they were looking for the firm penis despite the fact that she is 21 years younger than he is ving rames tells us that tom left his ex-wife because he felt like he needed to continue being an imf agent and wanted to keep the world safe mm -hmm. but uh just between you and me i think that tom cruise dumped the bitch because she turned 40 but that's enough of that, because now we need another exposition okay. dump about how the bombs After. work and how to disarm the bombs in order to set up the big climax. After that, Tom Cruise bumps into his ex-wife. And you know what? I like this scene. As a longtime fan... See, so he is pointing out p things that are positive, or at least things that he likes. Yeah, but he I mean, skipped over I so much I of the good. I look good when I'm 42. Yeah, but he skipped over so much of the things in the film that are good. We're not even halfway through this video, and he's almost yeah, so it'll be interesting to see movie. how this plays out. End of this franchise. Jay just said that's why he kept bringing up the ages. It was a setup for the joke that wasn't funny. <laughs> well, <laughs> he tried. I always wanted closure between these two, and this movie provides that. It's honestly, believe it or not, probably what I like most about this movie. She even goes in there and helps right. being raised, disabled. Right. No, this this relationship with his wife getting closure, <laughs> I guess. Someone okay. said, "Wow, Tom Cruise looks younger." Younger than who? The 35-year-old. Oh, well, I think, funny enough, Michelle Moynihan, is, if that's her name or however you pronounce it, I feel like she's the youngest looking out of all the ones he's been referencing, and she's, like, the oldest out of all the women, apparently. She looks good for her age, but so does Tom she Cruise. She looks great. I yeah. would fuck this the shit out of her. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, please. <laughs> she even goes in there in and that helps tent, with all the sick people. Oh, yeah. King <laughs> Rames disable the nukes. Since he couldn't fit his inflamed dinosaur hands into that small little comp dinosaur hand, why wouldn't you go with sausage no, hands? No, he just. What if he just has normal person hands? It's just really small. I'm pretty sure she uses a tweezers or something. This is like even a joke where he says like, "Can you pick up the pliers?" And then she says, "What?" And he's like, "The things with the red grip," implying that it's not her fingers that are useful here. It's just her being an there. extra set of hands. Yeah, but he only has two hands, and I think he said. He can't let go of something. I it think was for a joke anyway. He just wanted to say that Ving Rhames was fat again because that's really funny. Disable the nukes since he couldn't fit his inflamed dinosaur hands into that small little compartment. He needed her tiny little snow piercer hands to get no, the job done. No, he needed an extra pair of hands. Dude, he said that's he like, needed her snow piercer hands and shows a clip of her using a tool. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think no, that follows. He literally says he can't let go of the wire. Uh, yeah, it was for a joke. Yeah, guys. that's it. it. Yeah, it I knew there joke. was a line in there that was like, "That's why Simon <laughs> Pegg and what's her face at the end dude they have milk. to work together to get the to get the <laughs> milk." Speaking of which, I know what I'm doing after the stream. <laughs> oh god, hand milk. <laughs> it was one of the only two parts of the movie that had any character or tension. What do you mean? What? What? <laughs> Excuse me. Any character or tension? That's but right. you said no, that you liked the part where Vin Rames talks to her about he's the reason that oh, yeah. you say that, that you wait, just... Wait, did he say it's one of the yourself. only or the only? Disable uh, the nukes 
since Quantum he couldn't fit his inflamed dinosaur hands into that small little compartment. He needed her tiny little snow piercer hands to get the job done. It was one of the only two. Oh, he says one of the only oh, two. Yeah. There you go. All right. All right. He's, he's still he's wrong, but at least wrong. he's consistently wrong. He's consistently wrong. Parts yeah. of the movie that had any character or tension. Her knowing nothing about their situation really helped to ground this scene. Benji, come in. We're almost at the fuse. We need to find that other bomb now. Did you just say other bomb? And as far as the plot goes, that's pretty oh, much it. Go. The rest of this movie is basically just the big climax. Tom Cruise flies a helicopter, which well, is the last awesome. ten minutes Solomon of the movie is the through the wall. What a thought! I wish my climax lasted ten minutes. It's just the climax. Flies a helicopter, which is awesome. Solomon. Actually, I'm yeah, gonna write that awesome. one down. It's a very timely <laughs> thing to say. The last ten minutes of the movie. Uh, just the climax. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. Punches through the wall like Jason Voorhees and pulls Ilsa through it, despite the fact that his arms are about as muscular as my dog's. Ultimately, he of course Oh, I didn't know that Issa gets... could see his arms through that jacket. I was gonna say, those arms don't look that thin, but okay. Yeah, they don't seem unusual to me. And he's established as an agent of the CIA, uh, whatever. Tied up like a little pig. Tom Cruise. Yes, sorry. This yeah, he's just a very bad cartographer. I mean, you should know that. You live in the... In the I don't country. live in the MI6. Ultimately, <laughs> he, of course, loses the fight, and he gets tied up like a little piggy. Sorry, but uh, I just want to... He's glossing over everything. Uh, the fight with him, back and forth thing between Ilsa and Simon Pegg was fucking awesome. Yeah, I thought yes, that was really was. cool. How Simon Pegg cool. sacrifices his footing to help her in the fight. Yeah. Really good stuff. Tom Cruise crashes his helicopter into Henry Cavill's helicopter. Then they fight on top of this giant rock of ages. Everyone else, including Ethan's ex-wife, rock of ages. Is Why disarming. rock of ages? Uh, not a reference. Well, no, it's just rock. It's like they're on a rock. Oh, here's a movie that has the word rock in it. Rock oh, right. of ages. Like he could have gone anywhere with that. He could have said they they fight on a rock. Uh, they could have they he they fought on a Dwayne Johnson. That could have been the. He joke. could have just said. He could have just said they fight on Iraq, and it was like just a topographical map of the country of Iraq. All right. Look, I'm just. <laughs> this is off the top of my fucking head, people. Go kill yourself. <laughs> the bombs with their eyes wide shut. Of course, they succeed, and together they oh, prevented casualties from being Rock of Ages. Into... So I guess that's the connection. Yeah, that's what I. I, I thought your question was why. Just related to that. Oh no, I didn't I didn't know Tom Cruise was in Rock of Ages. He's got to get them in there, dude. They're funny. Cashmere from being nuked into oblivion. After that, we get our nice, sweet, happy ending. We learn here that his ex-wife is happy. Well, and almost we're a, given yeah. closure between these two characters. But pretty much all of the apostles are still at large, mm -hmm. except for bad guy, who is now being given to the white widow, who am I 6? Who I guess the White Widow is also. A she is a broker. Yes. Yeah. This was established. She has good faith with CIA. The IMF have Solomon. They are dealing with the White Widow to give to the CIA. We. This is stuff that happens in the movie. Affiliated with. <laughs> There's that. Cut back to Tom Cruise, who is bedridden and is desperately afraid that his dinner is going to be overcooked. The ribs. What's the ribs? <laughs> Fade to credits, and that's pretty much it. That's the uh, plot to this entire movie. Pretty simple and easy to follow, huh? Yeah. Why did you have to make this kind of. so fucking complicated? 
I tried remember, my you very get one F bomb to... for PG thirteen. And I liked it. Yeah. You only get the one, so you gotta you use it well. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. And the bad yeah, guys I remember the remember the use of it in Alita Fringy. Yeah, dude. It's like the most unearned <laughs> like, it caught me off guard. I was like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> what? Yeah, it, it was right after the scene where she dipped her fingers in this random puppy's blood oh, yeah, and wiped that's... it on her face, as though that was something that was be some pivotal moment. I was gonna, I was stupid. wondering, you know, because you see it in the trailer. I'm like, "How's it gonna be?" And when it was dog, I'm like, "What?" <laughs> really? It was just some random puppy killed off screen to establish that the bad guy we already bad guy is actually no, no, a really the bad, bad guy's bad because guy. he killed a dog. It, it, it worked in John Wick, so... Yeah, well, in at John least Wick, in John Wick, it was like, okay, it was... Yeah. We cared well, about the dog, and we liked the dog, and John Wick... It wasn't even her dog, it was just some random dog she saw for like 13 seconds of the film. Man, it worked well, in I Am Legend. In, in, in John Wick... it was his dog! <laughs> yeah, we got a whole movie with the dog. I mean, it was so stupid. It, people defend that scene. It was... Dumb. I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> eager to see if the manga actually better, or if that's even what happens in the manga. But I mean, well, the isn't movie... the track record that the ma the manga is better than the uh than the the film usually? I don't, I don't know. I, I saw a lot of people saying that it was accurate to the manga, which I'm hoping is not the case. Don't upset about John Wick. I'm right. not upset about John. I love John Wick. I don't John Wick is awesome. Um, yeah. but Mauler doesn't like John Wick 2, and uh, I'm still Strange. trying to convince him otherwise. Uh, I love John Wick 2. Yeah, I'll, so I'll make a I. video one day. I really do hate that film. <laughs> <laughs> and it's precisely probably the because manga... why you guys like it. Oh, it's probably the oh dear. Oh dear. The manga doesn't have the dog scene. I'm sure it doesn't, no. So they added the stupid scene. <laughs> yeah, but it's bad. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you know, I, I love it when people are like, it's just like the manga, and then the people that have read the manga, they're like, no, it's not. What are you talking about? I, I have a friend who has read at least some of the original manga, and um, he said that they crammed, like, the first five story, act, uh, story arcs, sorry, in the, mo in the movie. Yes, it does condense it down, you know, which, that's what I mean. Which kind of explains a lot. I mean, if they, again, that movie could have been good if it was three hours long instead of two. They just mm -hmm. were like, let's, let's not develop anything and hope that people like it. And unfortunately, people do. <laughs> so anyway, back to, <laughs> we're about to enter into the second <laughs> portion. I have no idea what this video is going to do. I'm kind of interested. The ribs. Watch the ribs. Fade to credits and that's pretty much it. That's the plot to this entire movie. Pretty simple and easy to follow, huh? Why did you have to make this so fucking complicated? I tried my very best to make the plot to this movie as palatable as possible, and it was quite a struggle to do that. Because like I said earlier, they packed an entire 12 hour- One, one thing that's interesting is that he has, he's a, he has a big focus on how complicated and hard to follow the plot is, but everybody almost universally loves this film, Apparently, people are okay with it. I guess he thinks that they don't realize but, they don't yeah, understand what's happening. I guess. So, it's just, that's interesting. But okay. Our story into a two hour and 20 minute movie. But I'm certain that at this point, a lot of people in the comments are going to be calling me an idiot for not being able to follow this movie's plot. <laughs>
Well, I mean... <laughs> well, you, no. you kind of lied about the plot and made Look, up a hole that wasn't there. You're not, so. a, you're not an idiot if you can't follow the plot, but you're an just... idiot wouldn't be able to follow the plot. <sighs> First time through. It wasn't until I went through the movie with a fine-tooth comb that I was able to fully You went grasp... through it with, like, a really broken fine-tooth comb. I don't though. believe you went through that it he with did a, that. He... He went through the film's plot with a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> he was like poking at things like he just this, this is a dragged it. This is a fine tooth comb. Like no, yeah, like this video this video is going to just act as harm to us because our opposition are gonna use videos like this and be like, this is what Mauler rags Well it's and good that we're covering it then, right? Right. Yeah. So it can be like this is how we we would respond to what people would be like, this is what Mola does. It's like, well, Mola doesn't agree with it, so. <sighs> also, did he say tooth or toothed? Let's have a look. It wasn't until I went through the movie with a fine tooth comb that I was able <laughs> to fully <laughs> grasp all of the moving pieces. And don't get me wrong, I hate it. You didn't it grasp it. You literally didn't grasp it. These are dumbed down. Firmly grasp possible it. is just too complicated for its own good. It's so unbelievably messy. Could you imagine your grandma trying to comprehend messy? Mission Impossible? Could you imagine your grandma trying to... I don't know why... My I grandma can't... wouldn't watch this. I can't imagine my grandma fucking got freaky with my grandpa, which made my parents... And they did the horizontal hokey pokey, and then I came about because of that. But I know it happened. Mm-hmm. What's your point? <laughs> um, the point is, you know, actually, I forgot. <laughs> okay. I was thinking about my grandma fucking, so I, uh, I think I lost. Uh, He's, he makes a good that. point. Grandparents might not like this film. Old people, old possibly senile people might not follow along. <laughs> is he insulting so... grandma? Someone in the chat put in a wolf, a dog, a frog, and a skull. Wolf, dog, frog, skull. What is this? <laughs> you're a you're a, you're a frog now, Freddy. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I get it. He had to get a green one. <laughs> this is the closest I get. Frog. Could you imagine your grandma right trying to comprehend Mission Impossible <laughs> Fallout? Her brain would just get scrambled. See you later, Grandma. The first time I watched. Oh man, I wish this he could hire a comedy person to. Oh God, someone's calling a you comedian? Froggy now. A comedy oh, person. No. Blessed a frog. Comedian? What have you done? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> I just pointed it out. You I didn't. Just... I mean, that's how JJ yeah. Biggs was born. Grandma milk. <laughs> um... All right, everyone. Fringy's new name is Froggy. the ill person. No, it's not. Stop it. <laughs> the ill person. The nauseated face. <laughs> nauseated frog. Sick frog. Hashtag <laughs> sick frog. No, not, no, I'm not. I'm not. There, there's, there's, a, there's some confusion in with, with when I was going on on my tangent about frog my milk. my relatives' relations. You know, mm -hmm. Um. Not, not, don't, don't misconstrue that as my grandparents made my, my, the two, my two same grandparents made both of my parents. So, oh, yeah, oh. don't, don't misconstrue that. I, I thought that you would be able to, you know. well, you are from the South. I, I am from, I am from Arkansas. However, if there are any immense genetic defects, 
that um that they haven't reached me quite yet dude you think there's such a thing as objective art critique like you're clearly fucked your brain is all messed up noodles this noodles, noodles. just get scrambled Someone said, I am the god frogger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, frog, frog milk. Froggy? Froggy, make some videos. Uh, Come on, Froggy. I, um, <laughs> god damn it. Yeah, Froggy, hop to it. Come on, Teenage Mutant Ninja Frog. <laughs> Jesus. Beautiful. Speaking of spy Grandma. movies. We're gonna keep calling um, you Froggy until you make a video. Mm -hmm. Speaking, um, Fringy, is your fr uh, is your spy frog name Pond? <laughs> James Pond. <laughs> He's not denying it. So, come on, Froggy, make a video. Is this what it's become now? It's just <laughs> well, look, we're, we're gonna bully you until you make a video. Has <laughs> my left led me to this? <laughs> Why are we here? Just to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> let, let the man hang himself with his own video, jeez. See Every later, night Grandma? I can feel my arm. The first time I watched frog this? legs. If poor Froggy alone. Save this kind of would just get scrambled. I don't, you're right. See you later, Grandma. The first time I watched this, I never had any clue what was going on in this movie. There are like five different oh, facts. Oh, Bayowen. <laughs> Bayowen, please draw Froggy. Draw Froggy. No! <laughs> we, and look, we, we've no! taken four hours to get to this point. You have plenty of time. Draw Froggy as a frog. He's going to have to be oh. obligated to wear that until he makes a video. Oh, Beowin does actually have oh. new art, by the way. Ooh! Um... Should I... Should, I, should, we, should, should we look should, at it now? Should, should we do, like, a halftime, do Super Chats and look at that and... I mean, I figure we're at the point with this show now that we'll always do Super Chats at the end. Um, okay. Do you want me to keep... There's two memes. One of them is Beowens. Uh Should we keep them for the end, or...? Mm. Or now? I kind of want to see it now. Okay. <laughs> what do... We so gotta, what we we gotta stream for at least two more hours so Beowen can finish the frog. Um... So what we call rags to get him to release another video? A uh, new video is going to be out uh, probably tomorrow. I think I finish. I can wrap this up tonight. And I also do reviews on exclusively games. So yeah, I was, about to, I was about to. One of those a week. So. How's that going, by the way? It's pretty good. Solid by Twitter. I don't even. <laughs> Solid argument. Snipe Twitter. Starman and Lion. Oh, what? <laughs> Just strange. Okay. All right. And then this, this is this is the one. That's how. <laughs> Man, That's how Misa will win. Not watching who I hate, watching who I love. That rhino's got some uh, pretty hefty titties. Oh God, yeah. Does it say two percent oh. on them as well? <laughs> oh God. What's what's the uh what's the video there? What's what's that? I just want to Lord of the, the Rings. Oh. oh, Lord of the Rings. JJ is throwing it out. We got JJ Rose Binks. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> JJ Tico Binks riding his <laughs> rhino elephant titties. Is Jay still in chat? I wonder if he would have something to say.
Uh, but yeah. Boop, boop. And yeah, so he said that there's uh, well, I'll just I'll just throw him back. This I never had any clue what was going on in this movie. There are like five different factions. You're stupid. He's like, there are like five different factions, and I'm like, yes, there are. Yep. Pretty easy to follow. Is that play? Jay says he has many, many things to say. <laughs> JJ Tinks, that's what it is. Well, welcome, Will. <laughs> of which never appear on camera. So his complaint okay. here is the apostles and the MI6 are not seen on screen when she's a part of the MI6, so I don't see how that's not counted. And we see the apostles several times. Like, the, the group of men that work for John Locke. See a lot of them. I don't know, maybe he means we don't see them planning things. Room, if you know what I mean. Anyone? Yeah, we are in the locker room, I guess. Oh, I don't like. I don't. I don't really know what the point guy. here is. Uh, yes, we don't. Oh, see it's them. like uh, it's a running going... theme. The, the what we're doing? <laughs> you lagging for you guys? Yeah, yeah you're, you're lagging. You broke up like six times in that sentence. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Broke up like six times, just like Tom Cruise. You get it? That was mean. You shouldn't have said that. What if he saw this? What would he think of you now? Mm -hmm. Then hey, we we've been defending Zinu, him all the way up Zinu until now. Zinu as my so witness was just. John <laughs> yeah. Locke is an apostle, is he not? Oh, well, he hired them, but he shares their views, I believe. So you could possibly consider him an apostle. But, he's uh, not is a that Sith, how it works, but sorry? like is he's, that how it works? he's yeah, he's got a red lightsaber, but he's not a Sith. If you're allied, you're the same as each other, effectively. That's how it works. I get. I'm just. So I don't. Not? I don't really know what he wants. Is he like? Do he wanted to see them planning things? Is that what he wanted? Well, well then he he has an. It, that's the thing. He well, don't, he wants to see them planning things, but whenever they plan things, then he has an issue with it. Hmm. Well, I'd say that his goals seem to align with the apostles in terms of what he wants. Because remember, in, the in Manifesto our Rogue Nation. Yeah, exactly. Like um causing havoc in a certain sense and also it's sort of is beneficial to him because he wants to screw over Ethan because he, he got him, you know, before. Yeah, again, uh, we'll just, I'm just waiting for him to make a point. In this movie, there are like five different factions at play, two of which never appear uh, on IMF camera. IMF is on camera all the time because they no, are wait, 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 IMF. He, he said mean? the apostles in the MI6 are not on camera. No, no, no. Go back. He grayed out IMF. The apostles are literally play it back again he says um, two of which are not on screen and graze out three no, no. uh can we go wait, wait. yeah can we back. go back i, I want to see go which back. one absolutely yeah. see you later grandma the first time i watched this i never had any clue what was going on in this movie there are like Sorry, five man. different factions at play two of which never appear on camera I oh, okay. but I mi6 see. is on camera because she is represented by this is what I mean. I don't understand what his point is because we see the apostles several times too. But I don't know if he means we don't see them planning things. Is that but what he's getting? Every at? time, every time the apostles attack, they're the apostles. What don't, does he mean? I don't like, get it. I don't yeah, it, it's like it, whenever information is shown on screen, he's like, "Oh, whenever it's shown on screen, he complains that it's not shown on screen." Like, is there anything that can like actually <laughs> please him? Beyond like I don't know, paying attention to the movie since he just got like everything wrong. 
five. You know, different we've never seen Tom Cruise have lunch through this entire movie. Shouldn't he be hungry by the helicopter uh, scene? No, that would Shouldn't be a plot he be a little famished? Because you'd have to have him go to the toilet then as well. Yeah, hey, humans <laughs> have to eat. Hold on, guys. Uh, I just gotta take a shit, and then it just shows them sitting there for like three or four minutes, just waiting. Yeah. What do you mean up to, Benji? Oh, uh, you know, I've been watching some Netflix. All oh, right, anything good? Uh, nah, not so much. And they pull out their Nintendo <laughs> Switches and start playing Mario. But in that universe, this video is like, this is a string scene to connect us to the next action scene. <laughs> I don't know, man. It establishes that he's pooping. Factions at play, two of which never and appear on camera. Lunch. So I was constantly asking myself, wait, who's that guy? Wait, why are they here? It's not the film's fault if you can't remember people's names and who they work for. I'm sorry. It's not the film's fault. Here again? Wait, hang on. So who, what? Because this movie- Why would he put the who what when showing the police officer in France? Was that hard to understand? That's girl cop. Girl cop. <laughs> Here's Let's, uh, myself. Wait, who's that guy? Wait, why are they here again? Wait, hang on, so who- what? Because this movie constantly just dumps you with exposition. Just because you said they dump exposition in two or three scenes doesn't mean they constantly dump exposition by your own no, fucking judgement. No, constantly. <sighs> Another word that's gonna get fucked, isn't it? Constantly means it happens all the time or not all the time. There's constantly helicopter chases. <laughs> Movie. Were you fully sure what was going on at all times? No! Never! You're oh, the context of that Yeah, but that's, that's how it works with a lot of films. When yeah, they were talking about Avengers of Infinity War, they, I remember even the Russo said very few people know the story from start to finish. Yeah. And also, the actors don't know. There's so many yeah, ways you can also, break that down. They don't have, the actors don't have a movie to watch. Yeah, this is yeah. what I mean. It's like, it's the... You know how people are, oh, really? Snyder cuts? Like, you do not understand how films are put together. What? There is a lot was, of stuff that doesn't And they get don't film through. films in chronological order. Yeah, That's exactly. another problem. And exactly. Simon Pegg wasn't even in every scene. In yeah. every scene. He didn't I mean, really know. I suppose you could be like, but he read the script, didn't he? And he'd be like, yeah, but still, things. Yeah, but the script isn't the final cut. I mean, look, they, they filmed all three Lord of the Rings films at once in the span of like a year like a half a year it was like half, it was yeah. like 400 something days i think it was it was yeah, more than i don't remember year. i don't remember the exact number wow but, uh, impress, impressively fast i i know that they filmed all three movies at the exact same time which is why they all look so consistent with one another mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, you no, know how yeah. some sequels... The I just, the, uh, but this is the thing, we're, we're assuming yeah. all these okay. counter-arguments, but it's like, we don't even know what that was about in that clip. You know? You so... Could've, you could've, it could've been anything. Could've been like, do you know what's even going on in relation to the red carpet? And he goes, no! No, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I'm assuming it's about the film and its plot or whatever, but Simon Pegg not understanding what's going on is not Yeah, an how argument. would he know... <laughs> how do you know what Simon Pegg... I mean, there's scenes without him but, in it, you realize he's not. The other thing is, in the, the interviewer laughs. It almost seems like Simon Pegg was saying it to make him laugh. You know yeah, what I mean? like it was a joke because Simon Pegg is a comedian. Yeah, I, I would, would just like watch to know it the again context of the and, question and, and tell me that Simon Pegg might very much is not definitely doing this to make a joke. Remember multiple faces, he's literally several names, who certain people are affiliated with, and all. Oh, wait, have I not gone back far enough? This is it. This is it right myself. here. 
Oh, wait, wait I, that, was a, that was a pull screen I want to do, though. Who's that guy? Wait, why are they hang here on. again? Wait, hang on. So who, what? Because this girl constantly just dumps <laughs> you with exposition. That is Were you fully sure what was going on at all times? No. <laughs> Never. Even Smirks at the end yeah. of it. Like, come on, man. He's just doing a joke. You're expected to remember multiple faces. <laughs> You're expected yes, you to are. remember multiple You are expected things. to be able to distinguish different human beings from one another. <laughs> that is correct. So, wow, so e every that. single movie in the history of filmmaking. Congratulations, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> oh, you know all white oh, people, they look it. the same. Okay, here we go. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man. Look, it can be tough. I don't know. Remember multiple faces. Several wow. names. Who several names. names. Several names, really? Uh, that's going on too. Several when names. When he's watching Infinity War, you have to remember several faces and several names. Wait, like, is who's that? Who's that? Batman? The armor. Look at this. Look at this. Who's the red guy? So, have you guys got the pause screen where it's all the writing? Yeah. So you no, got. I don't. Oh, so let me play it a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. You got it now, now I don't. You guys have <laughs> Oh shit, hang on. Let me I'll pull it back. Actually, wait, can one of you guys pull it back to 2040 just to make sure we're all I in can sync? Do it. And then I'll pause it as soon as he does it so we can all look at it. 2040. Okay, here's 2039. Mm-hmm. Wait. Just dumps you with exposition. Were you fully sure what was going on at all times? No. Never. You're expected to remember multiple faces, several <laughs> names, who certain pause. All right. Can everyone yeah, see yeah. it? All right. Yeah. Yep. Good. Um, so, I got it. Solomon Lane, in charge of the apostles? The answer to that is yes. Made John yes. Locke frame Ethan Hunt? Yes, that's in the film. It's part of their deal. Masterminded yep. the entire plot like Jigsaw? No, you got that from an article. Did everything while no. imprisoned? He had one meeting with John Locke, apparently at some point, which is feasible because John Locke is high up in the CIA. Okay, good. Very easy. What, White Widow ties with the CIA? Yes, that is made explicit several oh, times. Oh, by the way, it's very possible that Lark was the one who went to land. Yes. Um, and then you got Broker for the Apostles. It's like she's a broker in general. She connects yeah. buyers, governments, everything. She's very well connected. Ties with the MI6? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, knows that Tom Cruise is pretending to be John Lark? Possibly. Um, I don't know that we, we get confirmation or even implication of that. I, I, I don't know why that's yeah, a question. At the end, it's possible she learns at the end, but by yeah. then, it's fine if she knows. Uh, John Everyone Locke. Everyone has what they want. Not an apostle? Well, it wouldn't matter if he is or not identifying himself as an apostle. He shares their interests and he's hired them. So, I don't know why that's... He might as well be. Yeah. Top tier CIA agent slash assassin? Yes. Sure. It's literally declared... Hired the Apostles to obtain plutonium, but got swept up into Solomon's plan? No, it gets the Apostles to get in plutonium in exchange for Solomon's plan of framing Ethan Hunt. Hell-bent on destroying society as we know it? Uh, no, he thinks that blowing up high-populated areas will cause society to unite. Great suffering brings a great peace, whatever it is. Yes. Corrupted CIA agents from within, or hired his own crew? It's corrupted CIA agents, he makes that very clear. Couldn't shave his mustache? Fair enough. 
yeah um nope. what i'm trying to say is like this is designed to make you look at it and go oh my god yeah there's so much shit to keep wow track all of. these words i don't have nearly enough time in this film in this movie to read all of these words and it's like all this is just it's in the film i don't know what it's to like, say yeah it's just like yeah <laughs> someone said all around me are faces <laughs> <laughs> unfamiliar face are all around me are unfamiliar face multiple names <laughs> <laughs> to remember multiple faces several names who certain people several are affiliated names. with several I names. he said that <laughs> not all just of this... two but several when you write that you need to make it more explicit like i think his implication so is we need to remember pictures of people's faces is that what he's going for but even then uh you don't need to remember them and one of them is a fucking character from the previous film I... It's a weird fucking comment to make. Someone said Several... ladies of black races. <laughs> <laughs> Who certain people are affiliated with. And all of this stuff is only on screen for like two seconds. I thought you said you were annoyed at how long the exposition dumps were. How long does quick. it take for you to recognize a face exactly? I just, I just, what does he want? What does he want? It's too long already, but it's too short to remember anything. Okay. Or is just very briefly mentioned. On top of that, there are some plot conveniences, and there are- That's not a convenience if it doesn't oh, make anything happen that hold, didn't happen anyway. Hold on, hold on. Can you go back like three seconds and pause at that part where he's opening the door? Two seconds. Or is just, just very noticed. briefly mentioned. On top of- There. Look, he, Tom Cruise is running for him. Even if he does shut the door, it's not going to matter. He can just wrench <laughs> it open real quick. Well, he, his argument is that he should shut and lock it because he has the key. Okay, I guess you can lock. Well, yeah, but then you never know if he's going to be able to lock it before Tom Cruise gets this there. This is probably the only, like, one of very small, tiny things you could even call. Pl I don't see how this is a plot convenience because it doesn't make anything convenient happen. He's Tom Cruise was going to lose him, so he leaves the door open. You're like, oh, so Tom Cruise can catch him? It's like, no, he still loses him. So let's assume that Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise loses him anyway. Let's assume that Tom Cruise doesn't get in there and he just pounds on the door angrily and uh, Superman flies away. Um, same, yeah, how you does get that the same change? exact result. Yeah, how That's does that point. actually change the plot? What would be a convenience is if the writer said, fuck, he's got the key to open this door, so he should lock it. It's like, just have him forget to do it and Tom Cruise can catch him. That would be a convenience. Cruise can shoot the lock off. Yeah. He doesn't have a gun. It's a point that oh. YMS makes. The thing is that the scene previously establishes that he runs out of ammo in his gun, doesn't pick up another one before he sprints off. <laughs> so many criticisms of this film are terrible. For <laughs> that, there are some. But plot we got the door, and there are major plot points that happen off camera. You can't just okay. You know what? We didn't see Aragorn's birth in Lord of the Rings. It happens off camera. <laughs> Yeah, we things. didn't see the war where he was with um, Theoden's dad, I think. It's all very, like, loads of things happen off camera in Lord of the Rings. You know what's convenient? Legolas has the right amount of arrows to kill everything he needs to kill. Pretty Except convenient. for that time where he didn't have enough arrows. Listen, yeah. it's just, it's the nature of plans that whenever a plan happens, it is assumed that the plan was, in the past, made. It's like, I'm trying to think of a rule here, like, the only time it's bad when it's off-camera is when something that we need explained takes place. 
Like, we need a, a reason for the thing to have it's happened. Star Wars it's just like, this. The, yeah, that's the thing. They cut out, like, fucking decades of information for, like, thanks. <laughs> um, not everything needs to be on camera. If ever we've implied that, we apologize, because that's just, this is not, this is not it, Chief. Well, that's basically the straw man of the, the argument against a lot of the EFAP stuff. Stop. Yeah, well, you need everything. It's like, nah, Patrick Willems' no. video about plot holes are not always bad would be a pretty good, def like, counter to this video if you picked the these ones specifically. But it, it's still a shit video, but you know what I mean. It's only on screen yeah, for, like, two it's seconds. It's like this dude aimed to just make the straw man that Patrick made a reality. <laughs> yeah. Or is just very briefly mentioned. On top of that, there are some plot conveniences, and there are major plot points that happen off camera that are rectified with just a line or two. You can't. That are fixed with a line. You can't see if it's it a... fixes it. Then <laughs> it's that's... not a problem if it's fixed. <sighs> He's dumb. It's. You're He's just supposed dumb. to take everybody at their word, and it's all tell and no show. What? You just... What? <laughs> uh, what do you mean okay, it's all tell for, and no show? For, for, first off, can we just get this out of the way? Tell, not show is not necessarily bad. It depends on how it's done. Yes. And you're already wrong. There is a ton of show, not tell in this movie. You complain about it when it happens. And then when they do tell, not show, you complain about that too. He doesn't even, Literally, but he's making conclusions as if he's proven these, you know, like when we said, when, we, when Jack was criticizing my, uh, my lengthy plot analysis, and we said that's, that the point of it is evidence. So when you make conclusions, you're drawing from all of the evidence. He just says there's exposition in scenes, and now his conclusions are there's loads of exposition. It's like, you haven't yeah, proven it, you've just it, said that's the case. He just said a problem in this movie is we have to take everyone on their word. It's like, what are we doing in your video right now? Man, if this guy actually comes on EFAP, he's not going to have a fun time. I mean, it'll be interesting. <laughs> it'll be interesting for... I kind of want to have... What's his name? Southpaw. Like, just call him out on it. Maybe we should just get him on... Southpaw add that guy. <laughs> yeah, Southpaw will probably... And we'll just him. watch the file. <laughs> Off camera. That our yeah, just sorry, uh, will be here to collect the that's in a few hours. I just had somebody on Twitter have a picture of a frog with the, the eye things from my avatar put on it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Next bunch. You ruined everything. <laughs> oh, you, you ruined everything. Beowin's gonna ruin it all. The <laughs> oh, so that... Oh, I, I'm sorry, Beowin. I don't mean ruin. I mean make everything better. Make everything you thought better. you could walk into this den of memes and leave unscathed? You yeah, like the, yeah, the solar forget, sailor just said, even... Southpaw is in the chat at Bowler. It's like, we we're <laughs> aware. To him <laughs> I've been quoting him for the past couple hours. Blessed frog, <laughs> may he hop forever. Uh, the the card that we couldn't quite read in that meme, by the way, the guy sent me, uh, Blavich sent me the actual card. For, it was JJ Biggs riding the rider. It says. A simple farmer that obtained a secret to harvesting the greatest beverage known to man. Jay <laughs> <laughs> a simple farmer. Um, you know, I just realized, Fringy, your original drawing, it wasn't a sperm cell. It was a tadpole. And that tadpole oh, turns shit, into a beautiful frog. 
You got me. You figured it out. Now we have law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were. There were. Yeah. Confirmed you know. by Fringy himself. Fringy no, the frog. No. No. <laughs> what Fringy is that? Should not be unsaid. Hashtag Fringy the Froggo. Blessed Frogman. Oh. The Pipeman and the Frogman have to join forces. And let me guess, in chat now, Happen. that's gonna be all over the place. Yeah, I see frogs. Jesus. <laughs> you see frogs. Frog is praying. <laughs> all around me are familiar frogos. Off camera, that are rectified <laughs> with just a line or two. You're just supposed Frog to take back. everybody at their word, and it's all tell and no show. The plot is. Fringy. Are you going? Are you going to commit suicide? <laughs> uh, oh! <laughs> All right. So as convoluted as it is, because the plot had to be written around several pre-existing action scenes. You know what? That could have been the reason a film is convoluted, but this film isn't. So your your assessment of what the problem is just it's just irrelevant. It would, be, it would be like me saying, this pipe is leaking because the house was hit by a missile, and you go, the pipe's not leaking. Well, well I well, guess, let me give, I don't know, I, I could probably give an example of what he is saying, but correct. You know, Modern Warfare 2 is a mess, and the reason why it's a mess is because you can very clearly see the set pieces that they wanted, and then it's like, fuck, how do we do this? Ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. And just, they gotta go to Brazil, they gotta chase him on a favela. Oh, we're gonna have a we're going to have Americans fighting Russians in Washington, D.C. Uh, how do you intend on explaining that? <laughs> like, oh, it. They just disabled everything with this module. Oh, we, we want to shoot at in an airport. It's oh, like, and oh, well, how do we do that? Oh, well, they're bad guys, so, you know, it's easy. As, as Weissen just said as well, uh, Locke being bad is revealed by the phone. That is show, don't tell. It's like, nah. Mm -hmm. Ruins the narrative. Yeah, that's his thing. He he's completely inconsistent. Show. He doesn't like show, don't tell, and he doesn't like tell, don't show. One of the <laughs> there's a comment in his video that I 100% agree with right now. One of the top comments is like, "Thanks for making me like this movie more." And it's like, yeah, I do like this. This movie's better than I thought it was. Now that I've been thinking through all of yeah, the plot, actually having to argue in favor of this movie has made me appreciate it so much more. Like, good job. This could, it would be close. It would easily be in my top five of 2018. I'm just not sure if I'd place it first. We live in a world where Fallout... Did Fallout win any Oscars? No. Uh, no. Black Panther won three. <laughs> so, welcome that makes to me Planet so Fallout wasn't even nominated for Best Cinematography, because remember, there's nothing impressive about being able to Halo yeah, just a jump. stupid, just a you know, stupid there's nothing impressive movie. about that. Action movies are stupid. Nothing impressive about your actor learning how to fly a helicopter just to do a set piece of that the movie. And Wait, he, you... he actually learned he how to fly Yes, he a... did. That wasn't, that wasn't CGI, that was real. He are learned how to fly a helicopter. Me? Well, I, I didn't think yeah. <laughs> that it was CGI, I just thought it was like, they Stunt had him in like... Dude, when he does all the stunts, that's, he does all the stunts. He learned yes, how to top. fly a helicopter for this movie. I will Black double check, Panther, but I'm pretty sure. Black Panther won three Oscars. <laughs> and they were in a green screen for most of it. I want to die. That is that is the worst thing I have ever heard I love in the, my life. He opens this video and saying, like, Jeremy Johns gave it the number one spot 2018. We're like, yes. Yeah, no, I, I, okay. I'm actually, like, retract, like, this... Having to do this stream has made me actually put Mission Impossible Fallout as 
not only subjectively my favorite movie of last year, but objectively probably the best movie of last year. Yeah, until you see whatever else came out, right? Oh, yeah, all the art house movies that no one cares about. Sure. No, I, I mean, I really like The Favorite. <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching that with you, see what you think. Oh, I, I haven't even heard of it. Exactly. There's, there's a couple movies that I haven't seen still from 2018 that are recommended. But yeah, it's, uh, it's just, I guess. This is the worst video you guys have covered on EFAP. I don't think anything's going to beat Jack Saint for a while. Jack Saint was definitely the worst. Yeah, like that. It was malicious. So, like, this isn't malicious. Same with Eric Taxon. Both of those were way worse than this. Yeah, this one is just really inaccurate. This is this is back to what we usually get on EFAP, where people are just poorly yeah. representing media. TRO as well. TRO is really bad. Yep. Um, what I will give you is that this is a really bad representation of what the movie is. Uh, like, probably the worst I've seen. I don't think I've seen anyone else's video on full. Even this is worse than YMS is by far, because YMS is so vague about a lot of things. What about movie? <laughs> yeah, like. like <laughs> Like, remember how YMS completely concocted a scene that was not in the movie? I don't, yeah, like, I still wonder what he was talking about with that one. There you go, South Pole, respond to him as well. Double whammy. You can be the new Shinobi, but not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the plot is they're as not convoluted. dolls, Mom, they're action figures. Defied <laughs> <laughs> with just a line or two. You're just supposed to take everybody at their word, and it's all tell and no show. Nope. The plot is as convoluted nope. <laughs> as it is, because the plot had to be written around several pre-existing action scenes. Like I said at the beginning of the video, they think of the action scenes first, then they assemble a plot a around problem. those. Yeah, There's gonna... nothing necessarily wrong with starting yeah. with something and working for it all. I mean, what? How else are you meant? Even like I said, man, some of the longest and greatest stories that I'm aware of start with an idea, a specific idea, and you build everything around it. I mean, the inspiration for Lord of the Rings was one word from, like, an old Norse poem. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean, it's just, like, it could be anything. It's, it's really... One thing that I really don't like about the way that people writing and storytelling is ideas. Like, ideas are cheap. It's execution that's most important. I mean, Execution's everything. As Solar Sailor just it said, is you, everything. do you guys know about, like, the writing prompts subreddit, where basically people just post writing prompts and then people can try and write stories out of them? So the idea of, like, uh, you live in a world where... We, we brought this up before, but just the premise is that the Reaper is an actual person in the world who cannot be killed and has a job of killing people. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> already been done that's in loads of idea. things already. Like I said, uh, it's just different executions. Idea. I'm being nice and vague. <laughs> Point being right, is that... Fringy, uh, Fringy, write the idea before someone takes it. Go. <laughs> um, was, it's copyright, it's trademark, Fringy Enterprises. Point, the point is you can execute that idea in a billion ways, uh, but it's still a writing prompt. Just like mm -hmm. you wake up in a world where everybody's thoughts are written on them. Like there's like something that follows them around. Everything they think is on there. It's like, how does that do anything? You're like, I don't know. Well, I, think, I think the, the key takeaway is, I'm not sure what the book series is called, but there was a book series that was written because the author was dared to do it because it was a bad idea. He's like, I dare you to write a book about this, and then he did, and it's good from what I hear. And it's like, you can take the worst idea and you can do something with it. It will be a lot harder, but like the ideas are cheap. And everybody keeps supporting the idea. I mean, what if what if Douglas Adams tried to pass off Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy as like serious drama? Right, exactly. Comedy, you know? 
This is like, uh, there needs to be more appreciation of the idea that you go, this is actually hard to do. If someone went, okay, I want a skydiving sequence where a guy saves another guy from dying. I want it to lead into a sequence where there's like a car chase, bike chase, blah, blah, blah. And I want to lead that into a sequence where there's two airplanes, blah, 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 doing thing. It's like, can you make me a story that has all of them intertwined for good reason? You'd be like, oof, I'll try. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, so what did they come out with? Was it bad? Was it good? It's like, it was really good. I don't think Someone, we should be shitting um, on them for that. I think we should be like, good yeah, job, man. guys. You well, found a way yeah. to justify the things you want. In, in, yeah, in, in fact, I would say that if you started with action scenes and somehow found a way to tie them, you put in the talent. hard work. Yeah. You put in the work. That's all it is. Is well, kinda... When you're writing, you have to work for those great moments. It reminds me yeah, of they the, didn't um, just go with their first draft. It was the forced diversity thing we were talking about when we said, like, what if they had it forced but it ended up good? We'd be like, well, it'd still be forced, but then it would end up with good content, which is yeah. our example with Shawshank Redemption, well, right? I guess um, in terms of Mass Effect is a series that seems to, its main point is that when a bunch of diverse people work together with a single goal, they can achieve Besides, that goal, that's like the running theme of Mass Effect. And a key difference is that this is the artist versus a producer. The idea of forced diversity not being the artist's intention from the get-go. You know what I mean? Right. So like the well, action or, or, here or was like, always... What, what does it serve? You know what I mean? What's the point? Yeah. yeah it's not... Than it's, one of those, it's one of those that's not necessarily a bad idea, but... You know... Well, it's cynical, isn't What it? I'm suggesting is that it's if you had a writer who has the Mission Impossible movie and then someone's like, I want an action scene where there's a guy underwater trying to struggle to breathe and you're like, that's not in my movie. And they go, do it anyway. That would be bad. But if, if the <laughs> right. artist himself was like, I want a scene where that happens halfway through, how do I fit this in? Then it's on him to try and make it work because that's his that's Yeah, his it's not work. good because of it. It's good despite it. It could be used to work with with it. Like, it's not like it's going to necessarily well, get in the way. You have to work to make it happen. It's not just, the pieces aren't just going to fall together. I guess, though, uh, you could look at an example like Batman v Superman. There was definitely studio interference there, and um, it shows. Because mm -hmm. that'll, like, we want I'd the Justice League in here. I'd say the same for Age of Ultron as well. Yeah, Age of Ultron's another good example. Um, because they had all the setup for the Infinity Stones and everything came afterwards and you know that that wasn't There's like, like a million boxes to take in that movie and we've even pointed out that with captain marvel in um the rumor that the directors and the writers didn't really want her to be involved so that's a little bit irksome mm, we'll have to and see i'm how not that surprised out. that i'm not surprised that all of that would be true well like we were talking about it before but there was a rumor that uh some cast member specifically elizabeth olsen isn't happy that captain marvel is going to become like the center stage main character of oh, the yeah. MCU. Yeah, it's well, like you spent be. all this time and all this work creating all these things that work together, and then someone else just shows up and they're like, yeah, well, fuck all that. Here's your new leader. Well, like the thing is, I love Spider Man, but if Spider Man suddenly just became the main character right away, it, I would have a problem with it, even though I personally am biased in favor of Spider-Man, because he's not been in it for long well, enough. I was going to say, Fringy, uh, I can't remember if we talked about this or not, but I love the idea that they're building Spider-Man in the MCU up. He's He starts uh, out as yeah. being kind of crap, but still powerful, well, and he's going to eventually yeah, right. evolve into being probably one of the most powerful Avengers in the entire group. Well, they picked a young guy who's going to stick around age. for a while. That's, that's what I mean, is well, he can stick yeah, around for so. many movies. He's probably happy to tie himself to Spider-Man permanently. the same thing with Brie Larson. Yeah, which she's <laughs> already the most chip. powerful Avenger, <clears throat> and she's only just so finished her introduction. Yeah, where does she go? Like, what's her uh, 
I mean, who was a match for her? And and if 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 she can only be a match against Avenger level threats, then it's like, what's the point of even she watching movies? She comes in, smacks Thanos, leaves. Like, call me if you need me again. It's like, thanks. I, I really hope they don't do that. Captain Marvel <laughs> really didn't earn her power. Absolutely, she got she, she got goo oh, spilled I, I on her. Say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's not happens. let's not go too far off topic there. Let's let's, let's go if back. You, to... Listen, all right. Let, no, if you go to sleep tonight and you oh, say, right. "I can't believe they ruined the plot of Captain Marvel," <laughs> as you lay in bed tonight, reevaluate your life. <laughs> Um, anyway, back to how Mission Impossible Fallout is a really good You want to go home and rethink your life. You want to go home and rethink your life. Found those scenes. That's what they did for Rogue Nation, and that's what I thought they had done with this movie because of how messy it is. But apparently the writer-director approached the script with a different method this oh, time so around. Good. How much of the script as a writer are you, like, writing around the action as opposed to just the through line of the story? Uh, on the last movie, a lot of it. We came up with the action first and then found a story that strung all that together. On this one, we started with character and emotion, and we, we almost it was almost like we took the action and put it on a post-it note and put it off to one side and let it find its way into the story. So he so was sorry, you misrepresented so, him. You misrepresented yeah, the director. That's, you totally I, lied in, about what he oh, said. I, I, I hesitate yeah, to say this. In fairness, I hesitate to say that. Don't worry, I'm going to pull it back if I need to. He's going to, because I remember this bit, he's going to move on to say that it's it's a distinction without a difference. The idea of, and wait, the idea of creating a story uh, with action first and then stringing it together versus creating a story and then putting the action in later. He's he's going to say that that's the same fucking thing. So, no, it's, but it's not. not. It's not. It's the exact opposite. Yeah, and this is let's let's let it play out. Let's let this play you, until he makes his point. You would have to be a very talented person. Who is this person? Well, who is this person? What is this YouTuber? Okay, um, Ren's reviews. You are the worst YouTuber I might have ever seen. Not really? because you're bad at editing, Whoa, really? and not because you're wow. a liar like Jack and Eric. Or Jack and yeah, Jack and Eric. <laughs> I was forgetting their names. Um. Because at least they're just, they're idiots. You're, well, no, they're liars. You're an idiot. You're one of the worst YouTubers I've ever seen. Wait, this is wait, the, one maybe, of the worst videos I've ever watched. Maybe he is autistic. Well, he <laughs> definitely looks autistic. I mean, look at that profile picture he's got. There. Look, look, let's, he looks like Quentin, but with Down syndrome. Let him say what I think he about He looks like a to. very, oh my god, he looks like if they made a movie about like the origin story of Colonel Sanders. He would play a young. He would play a young Sanders, as he as he puts together. I, I wonder the if he, he does. I wonder if he'll he still want to come on to this show. Now. Yeah. So he genuinely looks like a baby Colonel Sanders. Not only that, but it's the guy standing in the back. Is that Hawkeye? Uh, what? Where? When? Are we talking about twenty-one fifty-two? Uh, Jeremy oh, Renner yeah. is in. Yeah, he's in. is in. Yeah. Not in this one though, because of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it Jeremy looks, Renner looks, was too busy. Uh, yeah, he's he playing looks, Tag. Not being in it. <laughs> he <laughs> he looks like Jeremy Renner. Oh. You know, Tag's not very good. I don't think it's very fun. Oh, it's like Tag. I, thought, I thought it was a fun movie. There were a few scenes that I liked with slow motion, kind of like 
oh, uh, let's, you know, it's kind of interesting, but like mostly I didn't find it. Right. I, you're not, you're not going to hear me saying it was a good movie. I just thought it was fun. Um, uh, it's yeah, no, it's a, it's a whole concept. Yeah, 55% of audiences like so. Matt, Matt, it, it was a dad listen, comedy. Listen, Tag is the most divisive film of our generation. <laughs> Move aside, <laughs> Star Wars. 55% of people liked it. Which oh. means that there's clearly a division between those who liked Tag and those who did not like Stab Tag. Stab has just said, I'm not going on EFAB because Rags called me Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've got all this fan art why now. Does he, why do you think that's an insult? You should have, you should have called him a massive Colonel Sanders. Massive Colonel Sanders. <laughs> now, it's okay to imply I might be autistic, but don't you dare compare me. <laughs> To a potential hypothetical young Colonel Sanders. Also, the I mean, line was just. Oh, he's a cute frog. <laughs> he says ribbit like a frog. Yeah, I, I really like this one. That's uh, that's some. Real... <laughs> <laughs> really I'll uh, I'll like pop it. it on screen now. But yeah, this guy. I mean, he's got to be one of the worst media analysis I've seen. Yes. by far. But maybe not the worst be, YouTuber. I was gonna but say because he's awful at this. I still think Jack would trump this because he's malicious towards a person as opposed to a product. It's still yeah, a degree. Well, of... Jack is Could also we... an idiot. He's triggered by like the NPC meme. So listen, could we change your mind with a bucket of delicious crispy fried chicken? <laughs> I got Fringy's not laughing, like, this is serious business to him. <laughs> sorry, what? I, sorry, I, uh, <laughs> I love that Nothing little we frog, it's about. so we cute. About and he's got it's a really great drawing, man. Like, I really uh, like that. It looks like, uh, it. it looks like Chin- Looks like what? That, that, that little anime, is it Chin-chan, or? That, that oh, anime, that really, that, that, um... Um... That anime. Chin-chan, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 here, let me- you guys know the uh, uh, the crayon Shinchan in the in the disc in the Discord thing. I dude, I don't know what that is. You don't, okay. I've never seen All that right. in my That's life. That's fair enough. Shinchan. How do you know about this, Rags? I just know about. It. I I don't know how I know, but I know about it. Fringy was silent because he was eating fried chicken. <laughs> oh man, you know it's funny you say that because uh, I had some... no, that was a few days ago. So it's damn it, really ruined the funny. meme. Uh, well, yeah, uh, this video is bad, but the degree of bad. I wouldn't is... say it's the worst one. You the know, degree... like it's it's bad, but you know. Well, the way he misrepresents well, things, let him. And this is the thing. Things wrong. From... So he concocts plot holes that aren't even there. Yeah, this is what I mean. It's one of the worst representations of media. I will agree. This with that. is honestly kind of like if YMS made a version. Yeah, his quickie of this. As a writer, are you like writing around the action as opposed to just the through line of the story? Uh, on the last movie, a lot of it. We came up with the action first, and then found a story that strung all that together. On this one, we started with character and emotion, and we we almost it was almost like we took the action and put it on a post-it note. And put it off to one side and let and it, it find its off. way into the story. Mm -hmm. So, 
I honestly don't see how that's any different. By this post-it note logic, they had already predetermined what the action scenes were going to be. They already had a... Uh, so this what is, I would this infer is... from that... Yeah, like... What no, I would infer... they, they, they literally said that they... Like, all right, we don't... Well, to me, to me, this is like, uh, you know, you write down a bunch of ideas, and you're like, all right, we'll put that to the side, and then we'll come back to those ideas and see if we can work with them. I can't. I'm looking um, at this shot right now, and I'm like, I cannot believe that Tom Cruise learned to fly out. <laughs> um, yeah. The problem here is we don't know how many action scenes they started with on those post-it notes. We don't know what the process was specifically. Like, were they like, okay, we can fit in this one, this one, and this one, but we can't fit in this one, this one, this one. Like, maybe that was the process. Um, we don't know that. Like, if you have, let's just say my storyline is like, go to Fringy's house, shoot him, and then run to like America, shoot Wolf, and then run back to my house. <laughs> Um, and we have action scenes like a submarine battle. I'd be like, how do we get that in there? We're like, well, maybe when I kill Fringy, I'm I'm getting chased by the the police or whatever, and I need to find a secret way, and I have a connection and whatever that gets me the chance to go into a submarine. Like, can we make that a bit more? You know, you need a bit of character and background to make that seem more natural. But my point is that it seems completely impossible. Then you get a good writer, and they're like, oh, I can actually get this in here for you. Which is what I would expect happened with this? Question mark? Yeah. I just don't... But I mean, regardless of the method, it was effective, whatever they did. Yeah, that's the problem with this, is that he's concluded that it's ineffective already, and now he's trying to find the reason for it. But it's like, but it was effective. See how that's any different? By this post-it note logic, they had already predetermined what the action scenes were going to be. They already had them written out. It's the yeah. same exact thing. If they had no. So it's not the same thing, because if you had submarine battle, airplane battle, and underground battle, and then I'm like, what story can we make to fit this? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, these are, events, like a... these are events, not results. Southpaw pointed out there's at least one action scene they filmed that's not in the movie. Oh, you, you can actually yeah. tell that from his clips in this video. There's, you know, when they land on the Palais building from the parachutes, yeah. we we cut to them being down on the ground and they're looking around after they've gotten in. But in the a lot of these shots, they're shown like rappelling across the rooftop under the in the building, as if they're trying to get past. Like they're doing something action packed there, but it didn't make it into the movie. Um, <laughs> unless he's referring to something else, but I know that that didn't happen at least. And. Oh yeah, that's what he's talking about, sorry. He said the Grand Palais. Um, so yeah, it's just a weird point, but we're arguing against it when it doesn't even matter, even if he was right, mm -hmm. because the film is not what he said it is anyway. They had already predetermined what the action scenes were going to be. They already had them written out. It's the same exact thing. If they had started with the plot first and let the action happen organically in the story... How can you do the, the plot without it... knowing what happens in the plot, which includes action scenes? Like, I don't even see how it's doable that way. Don't really. Hell, I think the like... fact that you would have to tell people and they would be surprised at the fact that they built it around action scenes, that in and of itself is like, well, oh, huh? mm. most people wouldn't yeah, have even I assumed mean, that. John Wick was probably built around action scenes, you know? They, yeah. they would have had the idea of like, okay, so yeah, a guy, his dog yeah, gets here. killed, but they're like, yeah. all right, we'll do it here, we'll do it here. Um, I'm sure that they do it for superhero movies well, too. Like, what do we yeah, want to that's do the interesting part. I wonder if this guy likes any movies that were built that way, and if he would find that to be, what would his conclusion be? Well, the writers made it weird. Uh, well, there are exceptions. 
or I don't know. Like, I don't see how you could reconcile it. Mm. I mean, I so, imagine there's a lot of iconic scenes that were thought of before the full movie was made. Like uh, the Hasta yes. Vista baby thing might have been thought of before they started writing it. And they were like, mm. how do I fit this in there? Uh, this get away from her, you know, from Aliens might have been yeah. early. The this, funny um... thing is you can take it the other direction. You could be like, what if they weren't even known to happen seconds before they did it because it was improv? Is that bad too? Oh yeah, like the the Drax, like I I got one for you. Why is Gamora? Was that improv? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> that was a great line. I know. This guy's penmanship is poor. I mean, he did that on what I thought was paint, and he printed it out right. He was doing it at the beginning, I think. Oh. But uh, it's a joke. Supposed to be the this. Oh. I think he's trying to say that it's almost childish how simplistic the idea is. Like Tom Cruise stops the bad guys. Every, every it's childish how simplistic his mind is. Because it's on the because it's on the post-it notes too. Any any film could get oh, you're right, down to it. Like what what is the Shawshank Redemption? Guy gets out of prison, yo. <laughs> Let's like, just see. What is uh? Dude, there's so many is, string um... scenes in that video film. So many string scenes. <laughs> Yeah, like the scene when, uh, you know, he gets told, am I being obtuse and all that? That was a string scene. That didn't mean anything. Fucking string scene. Man, this is refreshing to be defending a movie instead of telling someone why a movie. I like it. the plot first and let the action happen organically in the stories, it wouldn't have been the convoluted mess that it is. It should have been a yellow sticky note. And he just concludes it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been a convoluted mess if not for this. It's like it could still be a convoluted mess whether or not this was their intention because writing is a little more complicated than whether or not you base it on action or not. Like, come on. <laughs> Think about it. Chris McQuarrie was tasked with giving all five. Yeah, someone in the chat just said it's some... childishly simple, but also impossible to follow. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> he, it's not. I don't know if he. I mean, I I made that as a criticism of him, so he's not directly said the film is simple or anything. But he's well, definitely he implying whole... that it's. Yeah, he's implying yeah, that. Tom Cruise stops the bad guys, so it's simple, but it's not because you said it's convoluted. Like you can't be both. Well, I think he's saying it's convoluted because of its attempt to string action together. He he blames it on that. Like, it's a, it's simple to start, you string the action together and it becomes complicated as a result, which... I don't even think that would happen if that's all you did. Not, yeah, not necessarily, you know The I mean? fact we're trying to discover this is... <laughs> it implies, like, a failure of communication here. Oh, well, as far as I'm aware, because we did that with, with Jack's <laughs> video, obviously, and his response to it was that we just don't understand, like, terms and stuff. Uh -huh. Remember, like, we don't understand should, what game feel you means. You should come on and talk to us about it. What is game Clear feel? What does that mean? You don't, know what, you don't know what that means. For, are you stupid? Are you, are you stupid? One of the top comments on his response, I think, was something like, wow, they need every word explained to them. Well, <laughs> when you make up words like game feel, yeah. Well, it's just you know, when you have a word nice. that has multiple like meanings that would be valid in the sentence. Feel. Like... Tactile. You know the, the, the famous, what is it, you could say buffalo like 11 times and it's a valid sentence? Right. Yeah, that, that's the, grammatically correct, because buffalo means a whole fucking bunch of different things. You can buffalo somebody, was... a buffalo is like an animal, it's a state, it's a place, it's an action, like there's all these different things. Let me, let me find Do out what it is. you know what the shortest language and the, uh, the shortest grammatically correct sentence is? Hi. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yes. No. Yeah, I'll post the, this Maybe. is this is grammatically correct. I'll post it in chat as well. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. 
What? And I think the idea is that Buffalo Buffalo, Buffalo Buffalo, Buffalo, like you, you, you would actually, you just have to swap out the words for different things. But it's a, it's a sentence that uses correct grammar. It's often used as an example of how homonyms and homophones can be used to create confusing, hard-to-understand sentences. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Now people well, are putting buffaloes in the chat. Buffalo milk? I don't know. Buffalo <laughs> milk. The, but yeah, my point is Why that is when you a have buffalo? a word that can mean multiple things, I'd like you to tell me what you mean. But especially when it's a word that is not commonly used or might outright be made up. You know, like, when I say, oh, this is a gamey game, if somebody was like, what does that mean? I'd be like, okay, let me explain, because it's a thing I made up. Mm -hmm. Or it's not that I made it up, but what does gamey game mean to somebody who doesn't know what video games are about, you know? And then you would explain it. You wouldn't be like, oh, what? why can't you just understand it? You know, it's like, dude, just be clear. Like, if somebody doesn't know what you're talking about, Yeah, but that makes your fine. video longer and everyone knows the long man is bad. Because remember, guys, there's no such... It, because you can edit, it means that you should, even if it means you lose something in the process. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't have been the convoluted mess that it is. I mean, think about it. Chris McQuarrie was tasked with giving all five characters something to do at all times. Then he's got to fit in a total of 10 action scenes into the story as organically as possible. Then she he has did. to conclude stop, the stop. story. Stop, go back, go back. I want to see what all of the action scenes were there. About it. Chris McQuarrie was tasked with giving all five main wrong, characters or? something to do uh, at all yeah, times. Yeah, I think he, then he he's duplicated things. All right, so... Um, so he separated the action scene with the helicopter and the fight scene on top of the cliff, even though I would consider them to be part of the same scene because it's, uh, it's connected. I, I can accept it. Okay, right, but what about the, the car chase? He's got several different car chases, like if you, if you He's got the motorcycle it, chase, he's got... And the car chase, the car chase. and the, and the scene with the, the truck as well, is what he's got there. Um, again, I could give him that. I don't mind. The, yeah, there's a lot of action in the movie. It's Mission Impossible, but this is yeah. all strung together correctly, so I'm fine with it. But, I mean, some of these are, like, only 30 seconds long, like the one with the White Widow. That, that's, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, he thinks in that... Two hours. I don't know, that's... bad. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, like, I don't... <laughs> fit in a total of 10 action scenes into the story as organically as possible. I like how he says 10 <laughs> action scenes is a, a bad thing. That's the funny thing. If you told me, I'd be like, oh, is that a lot? All right. <laughs> yeah, like, is that bad? <laughs> he has to wow, 10 action scenes in my action movie? Oh. That's like a villain in my nice. plot. <laughs> No, that's just shoehorn. Get that out of here. Then he's got to fit in a total of Tom 10 Cruise. What are you doing on your own mission? Into the story as organically <laughs> as possible. Then he has to conclude the storyline with Tom Cruise's ex-wife because that's what Tom wanted. Then he's got to tie it. It wouldn't matter. It works. What's the? You say so, these things yeah. like they're problems. So Tom wanted a nice moment of character. Oh, it looks like he's wow. got some insight then into what makes a good film. It, it's almost Maybe. like Tom Cruise cares about the role. Man, can you believe that they crammed 26 letters into this alphabet? <laughs> <laughs> and I heard that they, before they made the alphabet, they had 26 letters prepared to go into it. So they didn't <gasps> even come up with it naturally. It was just forced. Like, guys, we need we need an alphabet, but it, we really we have an, we have ideas for 26 different letters. Man, I so how I do we build an alphabet around them?
I heard that before they made an alphabet, they just drew everything out. So all all language was show, don't tell. Oh, no. Which is not good. Everything or at least it's good when nice... I want it to be good. You know, the... um. Yeah, I guess oh. get back. The... Uncompetitive just point out he's actually missed out the Simon Pegg and uh, thingy fight in the house. Oh, yeah. Ah, so there's actually eleven fight scenes. Oh, it's even better. <laughs> I was gonna say I really <laughs> like that one. So. Hey, so uh, here's something I saw on Twitter. Um, a woman oh, sustained God. injuries from a jaguar attack because she climbed over the barrier to take a photo of the jaguar. <laughs> Uh, what was she thinking? Is that natural selection? <laughs> I, I saw a video of uh, Me too. someone that um, Me too, climbed please. over like a fence to see the lions and the lions like ripped him apart. Well, I remember seeing a video that was in like a Chinese, um, it's one of those big wildlife areas where you can drive in your car, but you're not supposed to get out. And the person got out and was just standing there and then a tiger jumps out. Oh and starts yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, what? What are you doing? Like, you completely deserved that. The difference between inside the car and outside the car is that inside the car, there are no tigers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yes. By the way, the, um, the shortest, uh, shortest sentence in the English language is go. What about hi? What about a? No, hi doesn't oh, wait. have a, a Oh, wait, right. A isn't, well, you can say hi. What, is what a you can say hi, but it's not what a grammatically correct sentence. You, know? you, you need a subject. What if hi, you're hi. just saying hi to somebody? Though? Does go have a subject? A yeah, it's you. Yeah, go. You, go, or me, go, what do you or mean? something. Yes. But the go, how do you know it's but directed again, at? Again, because how go is high, how, how is Couldn't hi be directed at a person? It is, but that doesn't make the, that doesn't make him Subject. Why is it not a sentence? Well, or why is it not a subject if you're going up to someone with the with a purpose to say a thing to them? That'd make them an indirect object. Indirect object if it's being done to something else. I don't understand the difference <laughs> between this. Oh, listen, whenever I, you're I, I, whenever you do an imperative, like uh, uh, you know an imperative sentence, right? Uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's you. Really the not. subject in the sentence "go" is you. Right. Yes. You are commanding somebody, go. Which means in the sentence, you don't have to explicitly state to whom you are commanding. It is known as you understood, which makes go the shortest sentence. What about no? Hi. No? No, Wick? What about no. you? No. An ejaculation is not a full sentence. <laughs> oh. What about oh? An ejaculation is not a full sentence. I no O H question mark. That's not a sentence. That's not a full sentence. That's also three, isn't what it? What about O is in like just the letter O? You know, like how in, in no 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 O H O H the word. No, but I mean you it's can not even grammatically it down It's just... not a full sentence. It's just fragment. Well, if someone says, I, I don't know, something to the effect of, "Did you know that I don't know Bob killed Mike?" and you're like, "Oh." Or oh, yeah. like, like you're like it's a question, like you're like the implication it's not a complete is complete grammatically correct sentence. Why? Because that's how the rules of English work. Come on, Rags, well, you can't I'm... do that. You got You got to actually <laughs> do the actual thing. You can't just say that's not how it works. I mean, no, I, I, I'm inclined to believe you, but I'm just saying it's how I, it works, yeah, regardless of whether or not I can explain it. Water is wet. 
Uh, Mission Impossible? That's way longer than Go. You know, we, we're not even halfway, guys. That's actually true. We need to start letting him talk more, I guess, which is, I'm sorry about that, but you know. Into the story as organically as possible, then he has it's to conclude the storyline with Tom Cruise's ex-wife, because that's what Tom wanted. Then he's got to tie everything up in a nice, neat little bow so that everybody can go home happy. And he had to do it all within an hour and 20 minutes. I mean, you already admitted everyone doesn't go home happy because the apostles are still around, so. Bit of a, bit of a contradiction there. The story was yeah. doomed before he even started writing it. But before I move on, Chris McQuarrie also said something in the previous clip that I'd like to touch on. On this one, we started with character and emotion. We started with character and emotion, he wow, says. Wow, that's, that's terrible. that's gotta be a bold-faced lie, because I- Ooh, I wouldn't be calling people a liar. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, hold on. Oh, dear. Yeah, buddy, you so, don't wanna- So, how do we justify that this film was made with character in mind first? Well, the clear theme of uh, getting Ethan Hunt in many situations where he has to decide on what he values personally. Be it X amount of lives over X amount of other lives. Uh, the fact that Ving Rhames has to deal with the fact that saving his own- well, being saved by Tom Cruise means that a bunch of people might have to die, and by a bunch I mean like millions. Uh, nothing for Simon Pegg from what I remember, really. Rebecca Ferguson's character goes through a decent chunk of decision-making. She has to decide if her own life is worth more than Tom Cruise's, and so she saves him and continues to conflict with him until they work together. Uh, you, I don't see how there's no argument for it. I think there's plenty to work with here. And, in addition to that, someone in chat said that I'm wrong. Which, they are wrong, to say that I am wrong, and I will explain. Because this is important, and it needs to be understood. Because I don't want the chat getting uppity, right? <laughs> you don't want the chat so, calling you out on <laughs> So, oof oof said Which you were totally wrong about? Rag, nope, I'm not, actually. So, Rags, uh, you are wrong. Hi works, because you were referring to someone. You was understood. That is incorrect. Because a complete sentence needs two things. It must have a subject and a verb to form a complete idea. You high. What is the verb in the sentence you high? Oof, oof. Now you can get back to me and let me know what the verb is in you high. I'm, I'm just going to say I have I'm no idea guess, what the actual I've never looked guess into it. That you, I'm going to guess that you cannot do this. Right? I'm correct. Now, I don't, you, I don't could, know. you could make the case that to tie go is is the sentence b right that would be the closest thing that i can think of that you could maybe make a contention because being is technically a verb you can be but many would say that it doesn't work because it doesn't form a complete idea but i don't know rags this kind of reminds me of that time when you were talking shit about resident evil 2 for being too easy when you could it just was. bump up the difficulty and then yeah. when we asked you about that you said it never occurred to you to just bump up the difficulty no i just <laughs> didn't really just really didn't really care to so how can you criticize the game for being too easy if you had it on a low difficulty sounds to me like you couldn't get me on the sentence thing trying to go back to an <laughs> 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 oh, oh. i don't know sometimes the chat has a point the chat didn't have a point. <laughs> chat sometimes unless, has a point. Unless we're lumping in bad points with points. <laughs> I don't know. Made some bad points so, in the past. So, 
in um in conclusion go is the shortest sentence in english high is not um yeah so let's continue with this video uh apparently robot heads who we're planning on getting to guest on here before we we, we played his video where he was talking about the lightsabers in tlj the fight if you remember it's quite funny uh, he's he's currently having a long argument with Jack on Twitter because the way I understand it is that Robothead posted a picture of Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford hugging. I'm not sure what the context is, and he said um, this was the moment that we could have had, and it was taken not only from us but from the the actors as well. And then I believe someone criticized him, saying, "You know, oh that would be crap. It would just be fan service if that's what we got." And his response was something like, "Aren't all films just fan service? It's not some magical idea that they're made. They're made." to satisfy the fans or whatever else which could use a little bit of exploration as a statement but you know exactly what he's getting at with star wars specifically and uh jack quote tweet well he screenshot all of that and made a tweet saying that um law over substance i think or something wait like that. he screenshotted it rather than quote tweeted it so that he wouldn't oh well i don't this is jack we're talking about i'm pretty sure he would he would have added robot head himself just to get more controversy but um he's uh, he he he's he's said the thing of law over substance, as if the implication is that all people like us prefer is just, you know, everything's accurate instead of you know meaningful. And uh, they're arguing apparently, and I just I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> it's just like get out of that vortex. Speaking uh, of, vortex. I kind of want to debate Jack and do better than Smugboy did. I'll I'll succeed where he didn't. Come fucking... on, Jack. Nobody wanted their conversation in fairness. It was just a mess. Come on, Jack. So you you um, want you want one of us? I'll do it. So bring who me cares, on. Who cares? In chat, said I can be the shortest correct sentence. No, because we've been over this. A sentence needs a subject and a verb. There is no verb in I. If you are talking with somebody, I doubt that this other person will care. If you respond with I that you didn't form a correct sentence because you're still getting across a complete thought to them in that context of that scenario. You still need a verb for it to be a complete grammatical sentence. There is no verb in I. There's only a letter in I, and it's the letter I. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy to go back to Mission Impossible. We all good? <laughs> no, Mission Impossible is trying to get some of these people to understand that a, this is like first grade stuff. Now, children. Yes, Mrs. Trunchbull. Ooh. What does a sentence need? It needs a subject and a verb. Oh, and fuck. I, I was just going to say, I'll come back to that in a second. Sorry, I just saw that because um, someone added me in this. Yeah, so, up? you know, um, Bob Vids is someone I kind of like. He rips into Cinema Sins and he made a video on why Cinema Sins is so bad. It's interesting stuff, and I was actually considering trying to get him on here, but. So, Fringy, what do you think of this criticism of Captain Marvel? Um, how is Captain Marvel able to communicate with her space friends using cables she got from a radio shack? Uh, man, you know, it's stupid, but I guess the explanation would be that they're sitting in her, like, suit I, that she uses to do it. I was about to say, I would be like, I, his suit does a lot of crazy shit. I think that maybe if she, the implication is that she had a night to do it, she combined wires from the radio shack with his suit's technology and she did it. Listen, her right, suit, it's very, very time. simple. The explanation, and this is all canon, by the way, the explanation is that her suit is made out of Wakanda balls. I mean, I was about to say, I agree do. that it's convenient. <laughs> I'm just saying that there's precedent set. As, so if the, if the Wakanda balls can't save people in future, that would now be a problem because they're established as being able to. You know, Mark I think it's dumb, but it's still 
a thing that happens. And Bob Vids put out a tweet saying, in YMS's review of Captain Marvel, he says, how is Captain Marvel able to communicate with his space friends using cables she got from a radio shack? And he said after that, I've been avoiding his videos before, but now I'm officially done with YMS. Who said that? Bob Vids. <laughs> Which is well, interesting. I, I because... mean, I haven't, I haven't watched YMS's quickies in ages because they're just not... They're awful. I don't, they're just like, uh, I don't feel like I've learned anything. Or that because I've you can, really you can... useful information... You can apply most of his quickies to another movie, and it will make just as much sense. Yeah, I mean, if, if you look at the if you look at the video he did on Mission Impossible Fallout, he makes up some weird scenario. What was it with like he a said gate? The, yeah, he said that if only the person had a gun, then closing the gate on them wouldn't have done anything. And I still don't really like, know what, what he's talking gate? about. What gate are you talking about? Because it's not the elevator scene. Because there is no gate. Hey, he closed. had a gun anyway. But unless he's talking or, about Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, then you gotta ask, which character is he talking about? He just, it was one of his worst videos he's made. But yeah, uh, anyway, Jack, yeah. I challenge you to a Juan on Juan battle. <laughs> do you really want to do that? Yes, Juan on Juan. Go People, go, go, go at Jack. Oh, Say I want Juan on Make Juan. Make sure you, you don't, debate. like, if he's, oh, it's gonna be like... He's gonna ask if it's EFAP related, so you have to make that clear. You'd, would you no, actually no, be no. on like, his Ho channel? Well, that's the implication of a Juan on Juan. What could be your channel? Well, yeah. We can do it on both. We can both stream it. Juan on Juan. Come on, everyone. Juan on Juan. Alright. Everyone add him. That. Everyone add him. Juan on Juan. Uh, Saul said he's, he's referring to when Ethan closes a barred door on the apostles in the church, I think. Um, oh, uh, yeah, that's is right. Is the implication that if the apostles had guns, they would have been able to stop Ethan? I'm guessing. Uh, I guess, That might yeah. be valid. Um, but weirdly, there's a couple of things that come to my mind that haven't been brought up in this video at all, which is what I find kind of interesting. Um like tackling things that don't exist instead of things that are like interesting to think about like i wonder if um the uh the resident mission impossible fallout man has anything to say about that you know the the All idea right. that if the apostles had guns they could have stopped ethan i can't believe there are still people in the chat who are arguing that a sentence doesn't need to... it does it like it literally does I just don't, I don't have anything to say about it i just like let people so come to a conclusion is, is the sentence high invalid even though it's not that, like defined invalid. Well, right. So if I say hi dot as in full stop, what is that? I would understand what you mean, but it wouldn't be a correct grammar. Well, I mean, but it's a sentence though, isn't it? It's an incorrect. It's like more of a fragment. A sentence is a group of words that are put together to mean something. A sentence is the basic unit of language which expresses a complete thought. Uh. Well, this isn't enough. This is uh. I'm gonna say, won't this take forever to get through? Like, we can't even. We got a. We got a whole other half of a video to do. <laughs> I'm not saying. Like, I'm saying, go for it. It's just the. Uh, do you want to do it now? I don't know, man. Like, this has been going for like five hours. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I. I'm not gonna say no if you guys want to do it. I've just got nothing to add. Um, I'm just like. Mm. I. It is almost nine o'clock here. Um. Oh, uh, you're you're right. I would, by the way, I would address your responses, but you just. Wrong. I've already said this. Like this is a rule in English. <laughs> a complete yeah. grammatically correct sentence needs a no, subject this, this and a verb. We have a you understood 
rule. That, that's a rule in English for an imperative sentence. Yeah, this is what I found. So uh, the yeah. complete sentence, first, it begins with a capital letter, obviously. In addition, and mark, most importantly, the complete sentence must contain at least one main clause. Each main clause contains an independent subject and verb mm-hmm. and expresses a complete thought. Correct. So, yes. That is a requirement of a sentence. This is like, like, I don't, like, I can't believe I'm trying to, this is like first grade stuff. Like one of the most basic fundamental rules you learn about English is that a sentence needs what children? And then all the kids respond because all every kid in the class knows this. I don't, I don't Short remember ever learning this. The subject is I do. No, that's wrong. It's go. Uh, could it be, uh, it could be something else though that's too low. It could be. Um, like you could make an argument for B. Yeah, B um, is one. You could. Uh, what make about an it? Argument. Huh? What about it? Or what's the verb? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that one wouldn't work then. Uh, it's hard, isn't it? Like, someone, there's not many. I think someone said do, but no, no, because do is. Well, then you would have to say do X. Because if you just say do, people will be like, what? Yeah, someone yeah. would say that it doesn't form a complete idea. Like, you could tell someone go, and as long as they um, yes. as they have gone. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm pretty well, much convinced. Context. Yeah, same if, if Rags is an English teacher, I'd be like, okay, Mr. Rags. <laughs> now go it, do your homework. You, you, the fact that you highlighted it's like Go practice grade. your cursive letters and your typophone graph. The fact that you highlighted it's like a grade one thing is, is to me I'm like that's probably why I don't have this offhand because I wouldn't have remembered this I just would have understood. Gosh, verbs are implied. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I'm I'm actually this is all just memory stuff. Um, I my brother is an English major. He does a lot of this stuff. He's the anal person. Yeah, he's like, did you know that nostril? He's the means anal person, cool. huh? Yeah. Um, Me too, please. <laughs> I, this is just stuff he. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I thought this was common knowledge that a sub that that a it, pro- was... it, it possibly is. I, I don't really like all I would. Maybe have it's not your side of the pond, Fringy. But over here in America, society is crumbling. Barbarism is imminent. The thing oh, is, God, this is the age of Trump. Cutting people's hair. I can't. I don't know. I can't think of uh, any instance where I needed to know that. Just yeah, I was going to say I can't remember the last so time common. in my life yeah. that was brought up. Because so I guess it's just you learn something assumed, new every day, or relearn something old every day. <laughs> I guess it's just interesting because yeah, yeah. "okay" is apparently not a sentence anymore; it's something else. Like you get, like, like it's like when people say, "like what about hi?" and there's no subject there. You're directing it towards someone. That doesn't mean that the sentence itself has a has you as the subject in the sentence. It's just a contextual thing, right? Which yeah, would yeah. make the sentence in a silly. It's all interesting stuff, though, isn't it? The more oh, you know. So back to Mission <laughs> Impossible Fallout. I did the math, and let me tell you something. This movie spends one hour, 13 minutes, and 24 seconds. Yeah, I don't really wow. agree with how you you judge what an exposition scene is. So. Oh, apparently he understands what establishing shots are, so that's nice. He doesn't distinguish them between that and strings. And what scenes. what is fluff? What is the fluff? What what it counts as fluff? And we've Her, already seen in this oh, video. No, he, he after after his whole like because Tom Cruise wanted a scene with uh his wife. I mean, he probably counts that as fluff, and I would not call that fluff. But like, what what is fluff? 
<laughs> so I don't see, know let's see if he qualifies anyway. on exposition establishing shots Ooh. meaningless fluff oh so How this, is, that this meaningless is meaningless fluff? fluff when they're searching for john Locke, it's meaningless fluff wonderful is this, is this argument that they could have just cut to finding him and then you'd be like apparently they find him off screen can't be pleased sir <laughs> there's nothing they can do right <laughs> This was a, I like scene. this scene doesn't matter because it's setting up something that's really tense. It's like, matter. yeah, you're gonna have to go talk to, him, no, but like you're Love. gonna have to pretend to be the guy who's dead. Love. And like, oh, you have to like impromptu role play. You know, oh. Frodo. The moment he leaves uh, the Shire, it's the moment he drops the ring in. It's fluff. Could just cut to that. It's kind of the point of the movie, isn't it? Agree, Wolf. Good. I think don't don't, don't, make, don't make me angrier than I already. <laughs> <laughs> you won't like me. <laughs> That's over half the movie. Yeah, yeah, it is over half the movie if you just judge everything as those things. It also spins. I mean, yeah, you can define these things into existence. I agree. You know, the Good for you. this video spends 45 minutes and 30 seconds with meaningless fluff and 20 seconds of establishing shots. To be fair to action movies, though, action scenes get really tough and time-consuming to get right. So a whole movie that's nothing but action scenes? Damn, son. And for the fact that there are 11 action scenes in this film is pretty impressive. It reminds me of when Jack did this with my Infinity War video. They just time it and call it a thing. And it's like, I guess that's just true, then. That's how that works. ...seconds on tension building and action, Debate me, which Jack. just leaves us with a measly little 11 minutes and 12 seconds for actual... That you had an issue with. He said actual. He said actual. Yeah, but that was earlier in the video. Just... Earlier is in like a minute ago he was... Listen, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Okay. That's meaningless stuff. I, I want to kill the last four hours of my life, please. The last Jedi? Four hours? Do you know, do you know what I like? Actual meaningful character interactions. Not, not those fake meaningful character interactions. Actual, yeah, actual meaningful book. character interactions. In 12 seconds for actual meaningful character. <laughs> yeah, he said it. Like <laughs> Character interactions. I could put that in Goodell, but people would be like, no one would say that. <laughs> no, they would. The people totally say that. Oh, but they would. Actual meaningful character moments. Is that what he says? Character interactions. Sorry. Gotta get it right. This. Interaction. And fun banter. And I was incredibly generous with what I considered to be a meaningful... You're not generous. The opposite of that. You're ingenerous. That's that's You're the ingenerous. Word. ...character interaction. I even counted the 40-second opening dream sequence and the 30 seconds where He's he He's about to say it made no attempt to build up his characters right after saying it spent 11 minutes doing so. So let's keep an eye out for that. I included little jokes like this. Why is he running in circles? Like I said, I was very generous. Except for the 11 this minutes where it did, apparently. Sorry. This I... dude's an idiot. This dude is this, literally this retarded. This movie made absolutely no attempt to build up right. its characters. Ultimately, it's a story about people. It's very human. Yes, yeah, a very human story indeed. All I feel so, so sorry about people who saw this before they saw the movie. Yeah. Bought it and it sinker. Imagine all the people who saw this video and as a result didn't go and watch this amazing film. Well, luckily, that's a very small number of people.
yeah everyone in chat go see go see go see the best movie of 2018 also, yeah i feel like it should be sad now don't say anything mean to this dude he's just wrong <laughs> just say something very passively aggressive to him. um but yeah because this is just bad video sorry this is terrible i hate this all video. this movie is is a laundry list of exposition that exists purely to help you understand you kind of made this point several <laughs> times without qualifying it so i'm just gonna ignore you and the overly complex plot and set up the next action scene. Said this already. Isn't this like the thing he said like five times now? I don't know. The whole, it's just a string action. He's just explaining it in different ways, I suppose. You know, if Tom Cruise hadn't broken his ankle, that scene in the catacombs where Alec Baldwin died would have been completely different. They were set to shoot that scene within a couple That's of days. Cool. And Christopher didn't even have that scene written out yet. They didn't even have a location scouted out yet. Tom oh, Cruise getting now. his ankle broken gave Chris a couple of extra weeks to that get just that. That just makes it all more impressive. He's not highlighting an issue here. He's highlighting someone doing something great under restraint. Something, yeah. Something worthwhile to point out is that films do change as they're shot. Absolutely. Well, yeah. They don't necessarily stick to the script because things just change. Sometimes it's updated yeah. on the fly. This is this is what happens when you're making a movie. It's like, like yeah, this was a great piece of dialogue, but it was improvised. They didn't like, plan that. You know, movies are made with like hundreds of people and millions of dollars over the course of weeks and months. You know like, how can you expect it all to be the same as the script? This has to go both ways, right? So you go, um, if there's a movie where there's just no scene to explain some guy, like he doesn't have a gun, next scene he has a gun. And then someone goes, ah, well you see in production, when we were filming the previous scene, the prop gun was broken, like it was in half, and we were waiting for a new one to come in. So if you could just ignore it, you know, that's just something that we had to do. And it's like, no, I can't ignore it. Like, I'm sorry that happened, but that's now damaged your film. And in the reverse, if they CGI the gun in and it's seamless, and then we go, and someone goes, ah, they didn't actually have the gun in that scene, so that's bad. You go, it's not bad, they fixed it. Look, if you could CGI out a mustache, you could CGI in a gun. Exactly. So what I'm suggesting that is that it's not an excuse either way. Yeah, it's not a reason for the film to be bad if it happened unless it affects yeah. the overall product. The fact that he's like, this scene wasn't written and it wouldn't have been made this way if not for yeah. me breaking his ankle. It's I'm like, like why, okay. were you, why were you late to class, Timmy? He's like, oh, my alarm clock didn't go off. My well, you're my still late. Clock. You're still fucking late, you little shit. Now go up, and I want you to write 1,000 times on the board what you need to make a complete sentence. And in the same vein, Rags, <laughs> what if the guy's alarm went off an hour early, and he came in l what he thought was late, and the school's like, no, you're an hour early. And it's like, oh, but I thought I was late, so it doesn't matter, you're early. Ignorance <laughs> of the law is no excuse. Point being make a mistake on the set you can make a mistake with writing you can have restrictions whatever it doesn't matter it's matters what comes out in the end it's um, funny because ignorance of the law can technically be an excuse uh not an excuse but a mitigating factor if you didn't know you were doing something illegal then you don't have guilty mind so it's funny that you say that yeah, uh, it depends on what the crime is. Depends. It depends yeah, on what the crime is. You walk on you walk upside down. Don't tell me about your backwards way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, no, but what I mean is, like, if it were murder, it's like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> it's still a thing, we but can trust some the things, it, it depends sense. on I what mean, the, yeah, it depends. Might let you off, especially a lot of times. Yeah, no, well, that's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily that you'd be guilty of the crime, but it, 
uh, guilty mind is a important factor. But yeah, I, I would always bring always bring it up in court because it might like get you off the hook a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. That yeah. can always still, if they the point is they can charge you even if you didn't know and it would still mm -hmm. stick. Oh yeah, no, that, but, that's not what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. Couple of days and Christopher didn't even have that scene written out. I didn't yet. know they I didn't even have a location people. scouted out yet. Tom Smith getting his ankle broken <laughs> gave Chris a couple extra weeks to get that scene together while Tom's ankle was healing. The entire movie was just sort of building. made up on yeah, the right back. He got up and kept running as well. Wasn't even you looking. Know. He like he was he was hanging off that ledge. And he fucking kicked off so hard. He wasn't even looking where he was going behind him. And he landed on that platform up there and he kept running backwards. <laughs> yeah, this impressive. That stuff. entire so movie impressive. was just sort of made He's up 56. on the fly. Mission Impossible <laughs> films, they're not easy to make. And I tell everyone when we start out, it's something that we're discovering the story as we go along. They actually started filming Mission Impossible Fallout before they even had a finished screenplay and it shows this movie it doesn't yeah show. it was amazing it doesn't show and that's it, what's amazing it, it, about it. it literally doesn't show started without a screenplay mm -hmm. and we would have to we tell us everything that. we could to figure out the that's the thing i'm impressed i am not I'm like oh it's bad it's like yeah. wow you guys did really good if you didn't have a screenplay like yeah uh, you see there, there's two kinds of movies without a screenplay there's the hobbit trilogy and there's Mission Impossible Fallout. <laughs> and that's not even going into redrafts. This is what I mean, I'm impressed now, even more so, that they did this without a redrafted, complete script. Good job, guys. <laughs> How did you make it that good? The Keep doing this. Racing towards production. This movie started without a screenplay. Yes. And apparently, this has been a running theme since Mission Impossible 4. That's what happened on Ghost Protocol, though. He... We had we shot a lot of stuff, and we weren't entirely sure where it was going. And he was brought in to solve it, to put all the pieces of the story Apparently together. Apparently, he's good with that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. What can I say? That's how Chris came to mission. And funnily enough, Ghost Protocol is the movie that made me start losing interest in the franchise. A franchise that I really? once loved. Cobbling <laughs> a story together as you go along is no way to make a movie. Apparently, it is. Evidently, it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> At least not one with a cohesive story or tangible characters. Tangible characters. Tangible characters. Well, what do you mean tangible? They exist. What do you mean? <laughs> they exist it's like that tactile world. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good, I guess. Tangible characters. You know, that you can reach out and touch. <laughs> what a strange thing to say. Since there was no care or screen time put into developing the characters, you already said there were. You wind up just not caring about them. And as a result, oh, well, it makes I the action scenes less tense and less thrilling. Because if I don't care about the characters, if the screenwriter himself doesn't even seem to care about them, then why what? would I. What? Jeez. <laughs> Where are you getting these well, conclusions from? It, 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 wow. it's, it's like he contradicts himself every couple okay. sentences. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's a lot of, yeah, that's a like, lot of videos we like watch. He, he says that 11 minutes is dedicated to characters, and then he's like, no time was dedicated to characters. It makes sense if you don't think about it, Well, It's funny Spin how he's off. criticizing somebody for not having a complete script when it sounds like he doesn't have one either. Even Maybe you should do some redrafting. Yeah, that could do it. That could do it. Then why would I care about what happens to them? It makes it feel nothing's like at nothing stake. is they at were stake. About to get nuked and when your brain is on fire, just trying to comprehend just what the hell is going on in this movie, that just serves now here's to detach you from the helicopter. 
<laughs> this one's <laughs> you. That probably, also, that probably is what they're doing right now. <laughs> probably. Because they're like, this is Let's how the scene's going to go. So you'll do an aileron here. I can't enjoy here. the great stunt work like I want to when I'm still trying to piece together what just happened 30 minutes ago. And don't get me wrong, the action scenes in this movie are good. But as good as the action scenes are, they do uh, have some issues uh, that need no. to be talked about. Oh, okay. The very first real action scene in this movie is incredible. I would argue that this is the best stunt in the movie. At the very least, it's the second best stunt behind the helicopter chase. I mean, it took them an entire year of practice and planning just to make this shot. I'm glad they didn't plan. I'm glad you're acknowledging this. That's a good thumbs up. Not possible. The behind the scenes for this is really quite fascinating. And on its own, this action scene is tremendous. But it's a little bit too exciting for its own good. Because after this what? scene, there's nowhere to go but down. No, that's not how it works. No. Well, the bathroom scene happens five minutes after that's what, that. I was about to say, yeah. the bathroom scene's my favorite. I think it's the best. I love it. <laughs> like, I love the fucking choreography. <laughs> but I also adore this scene. I also adore the, the helicopter. The idea <coughs> that if I rated them all in numbers, and then it's like, well, I can only enjoy the highest number one, you know, because the rest of them just aren't going to live up to it. That's not how that works. Yeah, the the car chase, well, the motorcycle scene and the helicopter scene were my two favorites. No, no, no. You, the only meal that you will ever remember in your life is the best, is the best one. <laughs> and they're all just, you know, why bother? Just die. Just die. <laughs> all of the action that comes after it, apart from the helicopter chase, just doesn't live up to the level of excitement. If you say so. That this one yeah, set. That sounds they should have saved this stunt for much later on in the movie. But then I four minutes after... No. Beowin's done. Beowin's done. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is all too subjective to really... It's like, I feel like this one was the most exciting. Oh, he's... It's like, yeah. Absolutely. Really which, is, which is going to make it easier for us to cycle through it because it's just... Yeah, uh... exactly. I like the Do motorcycle you, uh, chase. That was my favorite. I like, I I like motorcycle chases. Uh, so you know how in the movie with the, the guy that, um, the guy who they think is John Locke when they sort of have to try and like put him down so that they can scan his face. Mm -hmm. um, after he got hit with the laptop, wouldn't it have been smart to just inject him anyway? You know, just in case. It would. Are you criticizing the movie right now? I, I'm saying like, yeah, that might be an instance where it's like, maybe you they should have They have a throwaway extra. line for it. What was it? What was uh, the Tom Cruise line? goes, where's the needle? And then they look around and then people bang on the door so they have to take him to the Oh, room. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, forget I said that then. Yeah. Well, I was, was going to say, that's I mean, you brought it up and you thought about it, which means they thought about it too. This is a, yeah, exactly. this is a great process, though, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah. that's a problem? No, there's a throwaway line. Oh, wait, they I fixed the problem with yeah. a throwaway line. You're like, what's not a problem? <laughs> that's the droid. <laughs> 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 RFC, <laughs> the fucking Dude, RFC. I'm, I'm, I'm now tempted oh my to just God, change my his, cartoon character. It, it, it's his face. It's his face on the Kentucky Fried <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> it says RFC. And he's listening to a mixtape by Fring Daddy, Daddy G. G. Fring <laughs> 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 Daddy G. Uh, Bree, you, ha you have to change your profile picture now. To a frog. <laughs> that's his. It's his alter ego. He's a. He's an animorph. <laughs> he's even got the line down the middle of his. He's even got the line. I know. It's like it's too good. Free. I. I. I have a question for you. 
Because mm-hmm. I, I told you I got high that one day and watched every video you've made. Yeah. What does one zero one mean? You know oh, that's one hundred and one. You know what a one hundred and one is like. You know, you know how when you go to university, economics one hundred and one, gender studies one hundred and one. It, it basically means like the broadest possible overview of a Wolf, of a subject. Well, surely ah. knows that. And I said one zero one because it's binary because it's it's yeah, it's I code like, because so, with, <laughs> oh with um. Yeah. Oh, with the letter in the alphabet? You see, uh, and... this is galaxy brain stuff right here. That's why you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I like... my, my frog brain is too big. He's embraced the frogo. It just Dude, soaks up this, oxygen this fan directly. Art's so good, atmosphere. man. I know. Beowin is great. Beowin is ridiculously talented. Oh, but it's even, you know, the one before that, too. They're all so good. I know. They're we so have some crazy good artists in our community. Yeah. Bringy, I. I really like this video you made a very long time ago, where the first thing you did when you opened up with it was, um, you said, Merry Christmas, assholes. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you, you, you should just have that as your opener for every video from now I, on. I can't remember. Merry what, Christmas for every single video. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't remember that one. I, it oh, was made in like 2014. Ah, uh, yes. When I was very, very, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you you had like really terrible like gameplay that was super choppy. I know because uh, I didn't know what I was. I hate those videos. <laughs> I I love it. Keep doing it. Make videos. Oh man, you know you you're Come on, uh, Frogo. You... Make more videos. Uh, well, right, on, you let's... know, Mission Impossible. This we'll is do a, a, we'll do a podcast called Frogo and Doggo. That'll be great. <laughs> doesn't live up to the level of excitement that this one set. Mm-mm. They should have Why saved this stunt for much later on in the movie. Mm-mm. But then four minutes after the Halo jump, we get a bathroom fight. Which, to be fair, is very well Halo shot jump. and very well choreographed. I really enjoy this scene, but then six minutes later we get another- What do you mean? You can't- Okay. I really enjoy this scene, but we get another but action was another scene. really good one. It's like, what do you- That's not- why did you use butt there? <laughs> that's, 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 use... Yeah. Mm. Butt normally implies like there's a caveat at the end. I mean, let's, let's let was him... like, when could it happen later in the but movie? But there's another exciting action Very scene well... I enjoyed. Was the thing and is, I couldn't stop he's... smiling! We can't even, there's no point in countering this. He's wrong from the premise that the best action scenes have to be at the end. That's not true. Well shot and very well choreographed. I really enjoy this scene, but then six minutes later we get another I mean, look at the Fellowship fight of the, ring. the club, which again, it's a solid little fight scene, but then four- Stop saying they're good! <laughs> doesn't make sense! Four minutes after that, we get a long take of Tom Cruise daydreaming yeah, about Yeah, it's funny, I never cops. realized this was a long take, but it's- it is, uh, That's part of what's so good about it. The, the soundtrack as well, it's fucking gorgeous, which I hope he mentions, good. but we'll see. Seven minutes after- If you mention so it'll probably be negative. Well. Because they, which then you they, said they cleared two more movies. Yes, I'm so Again. glad. I'm so God. glad as well. It's a I, I can't wait. I can't I believe might... that this movie's turned me into a person that's probably going to go see the new one in the cinema. Yeah, same with me. I had never watched a Mission Impossible movie before until this one, and now I'm eager to see the sequels. And we got to see the other ones we haven't seen yet. They're still. Yeah. They're still uh, we can all. More. We, can, we can watch them together. Beautiful. Well, I've four seen minutes. them, but uh, yeah. I have two for you. We're the cool guys.
It's after that, we get a long take of Tom Cruise daydreaming about shooting cops. Seven minutes after that, wow, we get a car Wow, you chase. fucking asshole. All he's doing right now is there are action scenes in the movie that take place after each other. Which then leads into a motorcycle chase, which then leads back into a car chase. So as you can see, there's no what sense of What is the bad thing about this? Yeah, this sounds like a fucking awesome movie. That's <laughs> the point. Or any this movie sounds great. Structuring to where the action scenes have Even his placed. dreams are action sequences. What a fucking <laughs> unit. In regards to the story, Rogue Nation had the same exact problem. It's not it a problem. <laughs> I don't understand. You know the shitty to... sequence where he's on a plane? Be off with Tom Cruise dangling off of an airplane, which was easily the best stunt in that movie. And after that, it had nowhere to go. Because how do you top that? That should be the stunt that you end your movie with, not start it. That's not... You haven't proven this. Prove <sighs> it. Prove that that's a true statement, that the best sequence should be at the end, not the beginning. Yeah, you know, Rags mentioned the Fellowship of the Ring. The movie starts off with a huge, bombastic battle. Um in like i think the first or second age well, whenever what about, they went to this... fight mordor but then the battle at the end of the movie was far smaller yeah moria is kind of like the action centerpiece oh yeah the big oh yeah Mor the moria was way bigger than amon hen yeah. but amon hen was excellent yeah. a lot yeah, of people's... it's a good fight but just because it's smaller doesn't mean it's worse like there's it, it's a more like More that character driven scene, one like that scene yeah. where aragorn walks around and he faces down like a hundred or sword in front of his face and it's like that is the Wolf, manliest careful, man you're gonna have to watch all three of them again and i'm probably already going i, I do it several you... times a month anyway it's i may as well uh i was gonna say the uh in the dark night a lot of people reference the opening action scene as their favorite where the joker's men are all taking down the place and they all start killing each other one by one and like then you go well my favorite is probably the uh the car chase in the mid part of the film which is I would argue it's a better stunt sequence than the end of the film, but that doesn't mean... I don't understand this logic, it hurts my brain. And while we're talking about Rogue Nation, that movie also had a motorcycle chase and a car chase, both of yeah, which that, were that better... different contexts. I can't... you can only have one car chase ever, okay? But it was totally different context to what was happening. It's cars. And he says they're better, and I'm not sure that I agree with that, necessarily. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what does he mean better? <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean? What is that from, Rex? It's just from the pause screen we just had. It's just oh. <laughs> in Fallout. Look, motorcycles, cars, cars, motorcycles. It's the same thing. They just... They Sweet, just, I want to see Rogue Nation. It's got motorcycle races and car chases. No, it's a copy. No, you don't like it. Stop. You should see copy. Oh, right. This is one of the things that CinemaSins does all the time. Jay's just highlighted this, this movie, that movie. You just you just say it's in another movie, and that's a criticism, apparently. <laughs> so let's take a look at the motorcycle scene from Rogue Nation. Okay. It's got some pretty good stunt work. Just look how close Tommy's knee gets to that yes! asshole. Whoa. <laughs> now, this motorcycle chase wasn't incredible, but it was pretty solid. What does that mean? Okay. What does it mean? It's I'm not still interested. Don't keep me signed up. I don't. Just... Don't take my name off the list. I'm interested. It wasn't incredible, but it was pretty solid. Okay. <laughs> the first time I saw the motorcycle chase in Fallout, something felt off to me. Something about it didn't feel genuine. 
And watching it back, I realized that a good chunk of the cars that he whizzes past well, of course they are, are also animated. Or How the hell could he do this stuff? No. Uh, he no doesn't want to oh, die. Come on. You're telling me that Tom Cruise didn't go on a motorcycle through a real active city and almost he, get himself yeah. killed? Like, this is the production the company, just they just phoned up the Paris Police Department, and they said, yeah, we have this actor here. He's just going to fucking drive around through traffic, go the wrong way down the road jump off sidewalks and stuff. Hopefully he won't die, uh, but we're going to film it all. Um, just just giving you guys a heads up. Don't arrest him. I feel like this is self-evidently not a point. <laughs> fun, fact about, uh, fun fact about insurance on films. Yeah. Um, for, <laughs> Ghost Protocol, for Ghost Protocol, his insurance company would let him climb the Burj Khalifa, so he got another insurance company that would let him do it. <laughs> but, you know, what even a, with what that... A boss. <laughs> I mean, look... Even, Tom Cruise, the lengths he goes to to make everything as practical as it can possibly be yeah. is insane. The fact that he tried to do this as practical as he could. Like, he probably that's even said really on set, no, no, let's get real cars. And they're like, no, 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 Tom, come on. <laughs> like, no, no, real cars, Tom, do it. We want to make more movies ever. All I have to say oh is sigh. He, knew <laughs> we'll protect he, he learned how to fly a helicopter for this movie. <laughs> I, I, I can't nah, get over that. No, nah, there was helicopters in the other ones, so. ...that a good chunk of the cars that he whizzes past are also animated or, or maybe cropped in during post. However, Rogue Nation is also guilty of doing this. But honestly... Rogue Nations was better, and I think I figured out why. They have this CGI stuff that's also in Rogue Nation. <laughs> okay. It's already impressive right. enough that Tom himself is on the motorcycle. The stunt loses its well, realism factor when it looks no, like he's just whizzing you're past slowing a computer-generated That's why it looks bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not to mention, I mean, what the, I've watched this movie twice now, and at no point was I not convinced by the CGI. I didn't say this is too subjective. I mean, it's like, what? You noticed that the cars weren't real, therefore you weren't immersed. Okay. Yeah, you slowed down the footage. By a lot, and then you were able to. So, see uh, the you know, in Iron Man, I wasn't immersed in the battle, the tanks and stuff, because it's not real. Did you know the Thanos? So I, Thanos isn't real, by the way. <laughs> kind of. You know, I, I think the no way. The scene here. Are you telling me that that was actually Josh Brolin the whole time? I'm telling you yeah? that there is no such thing as ten foot purple people. No, yes, there is. They they got old Josh and they fed him a bunch of weird grapes, <laughs> and he turned into Thanos. You know that, that makes sense. sense. And the only time in the scene that I met, that I noticed the CGI was when he at the end when he falls off the yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, because that, that that was, was clearly pretty, CGI. But yeah, that was like you know well, it's understandable. You know what the yeah, full process I was, is. I wasn't complaining. You're like, oh, that was but, CGI, but that's fine because <laughs> it's like that's a pretty fucking hard thing to do as a person. Yeah, it's like, what are you going to have him do? Actually crash into a car and flip over and Hopefully you won't suffer fucking brain damage. Hopefully you won't suffer death. Death damage. Tom himself is on the motorcycle. The stunt loses its realism factor I mean, these are when just it looks a bunch like he's just whizzing a past a bunch of computer-generated cars. Real. But when you compare this motorcycle chase to Rogue Nations, it doesn't even come close. In terms of stunt work, there isn't anything too significant happening here. It's pretty cut and dry motorcycle driving. He's not really doing too much different than what he did in the previous movie. The car chase isn't much to write home about. I don't then why did you say movie. that it was worse? He's not doing much different to the one I that just, you think I better. Sigh, I sigh, just don't, sigh. I don't care about this whataboutism. 
uh, but his argument care is... about Rogue Nation. I haven't even seen Rogue Nation. It doesn't matter. Like that's the thing. If I haven't seen Rogue Nation, these arguments mean nothing to me. And you might as well have cut it out of the video. Solar Sailor said, "I've been riding a motorbike for years. The stuff Tom Cruise pulls off is truly amazing. The fact they added other vehicles with CGI, I have no problem with." Um, the thing that got me in that scene was when he's passing through like a big. It looks like a big roundabout of cars. Oh yeah, the roundabout, and, and it's, it's like showing it from like a street, like a yeah, really. It's clearly low Tom Cruise riding the the motorcycle, and it's just there's just a moment of just like Jesus Christ, this is awesome. <laughs> Play. I think the when first time we it... watched it together, Mahler, there was a moment. I think it was more toward where I was like, "This is so absurd," but I love this. In the <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a um. There's just some about motorcycle chases I really like. Um, and when I play Grand Theft Auto V, when I just want to have a good time, is I'll get in a motorcycle and see just how fast I could drive through the streets and around traffic. Yeah, before and you stuff. crash. Cause, yeah, because it's just so rewarding to do it on a motorcycle because you're so nimble. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually getting my. I'm, I'm going to. This spring, actually. So coming up here real soon, I'm going to get my motorcycle license. So I'm going to. This genuinely makes me want to, like install one of my old racing games no it's it, 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 was, it was in the other movie it's not listen good. yeah but Frank, yeah but wolf <laughs> i need you to understand that all of those cars are going to be cgi they're I, not even going to be real cars need for speed the video game's fake <laughs> it's not real it's not real it's, it's not real the the moving pictures in the magic box they're not real. Oh, hell, why is only the first Need for Speed Hot Pursuit game on Steam? It's Come back to us. Stupid games. It's on Origin only. How dare you? I want to listen about how Fallout's bad. You guys are interrupting uh, him. Car chase isn't much to write home about either. It's a bit plain. When you watch it all by itself, out of the plain. full context of the movie, it's a decent car chase. But at this oh, okay. point in the movie's run, oh, it's bad because other things are better. Okay time All right. we've experienced a total of seven poorly spaced out action scenes poorly spaced out, huh? out. yeah well you said it he doesn't true. even where is the you see so one two three four five is that is hot pursuit two not available on more like do you think they're gonna make a a sequel called hot fursuit and it's gonna be <laughs> awful and you'll want to kill yourself oh I would prefer that never came to fruition. Experienced uh, need for seven poorly spaced out action scenes in the past 40 minutes. By now, we're yeah, someone said motorcycles like and Grand Theft Auto Five aren't fun because motorcycles were already in Vice City. It's, <laughs> it's true. You can't deny that. That is sound logic. That's Uncharted how... 2's cutscenes weren't Cast... as good as Uncharted 1 because the first one had cutscenes. What you're failing to realize so is that Uncharted 2 is a video game. We've had one of them already. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pong was beat everyone to the punch with that one. World War 2 wasn't bigger than World War <laughs> <laughs> All the soldiers were like, guys, we've done this already. Like, what the f I feel like we're just retreading old ground here. <laughs> 40 minutes. <laughs> By oh now, man, I gotta buy a physical copy. Like this. Plus, the car chase in Rogue Nation was also much better. Tom Cruise was driving oh. his car through these tiny little alleyways. Very precise driving. And he's trying They're to chase trying down literally Ilsa, gets stuck who was in escaping an alleyway. on a motorcycle, while being chased out. by other motorcycles. He drives down some stairs, gives Simon Pegg some whiplash, then later on, he pulls off this sick little spin move. This is pretty awesome. I love this. <laughs> the, 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 pro the problem here is this better. That means this is bad. You're like, no. 
Yeah, like this doesn't this doesn't explain to me how Fallout is bad. You know, one million is a big number. Nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine is a small number because don't one million is a big even number. Don't even call me. Yeah, don't even. I'm, don't waste my time with your nine hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars. <laughs> it's a tiny number that is. Slice and dice, baby. Simon Pegg is screaming in the passenger seat because he's scared and rightfully. <laughs> No, it's because he's acting like he's scared. Well, I don't know. Tom Cruise is probably actually fucking driving that car. He might be terrified. <laughs> That's actually a fair point. He's probably afraid because he's British and there's not a steering wheel in front of him right now. Fully so. I'd True. be terrified of sitting next to Tom Cruise as well. Simon's fear gives Why? the scene a nice bit because of relatability and intensity. Preach about Scientology. Is it relatability guys, and seriously. intensity? You guys do need to watch Rogue Nation because Rogue we'll Nation. Do it. We, we got to do it. We got to do them in reverse, not well, reverse order. Like I said, the thing was like uh, Ghost Protocol came out, and at the time I was like, "Oh, Rogue Nation came out." It's like, "All right, this is this is the real shit right here." And then Fallout comes out, just like, "Wow, they're just like they're just gonna keep getting better and better." Fuck, I gotta watch all of them. Okay, yeah, I was gonna Rogue say, we gotta do it in order. Really we gotta start great. with one. One's good. Dayway and who's not said, good though? Who's not good? Two, Jesus. Rags has video saying Fallout is bad, but now saying Fallout is good. Plot <laughs> oh, 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 got him. And overall, the driving and stunt work here are much more impressive than the car chase in Fallout, which by comparison is just average. I'm so sorry you wasted all this time and effort. He spent so much time on a subjective point. He hasn't proven anything. Yeah, average this isn't telling me that Fallout is not good. All you're saying that you feel like Rogue Nations was better. Rogue Nation's particular moment that compares to this particular... Were all the scenes in Rogue Nation better than all the scenes in Fallout? If not, then well, what's your point? I mean, all I would do is I draw a comparison. So, Rogue Nation opens with uh, with Tom Cruise hanging off of a plane, which was real, of course, because he's a madman. Um, it has the motorcycle chase, which I think is better because it has some really insanely crazy stunts going on. Um, as in, like, they're sort of driving along near cliff faces and really sharp turns. So from a spectacle standpoint, it's probably the more impressive one, but the Fallout one's still really great. So this is what I mean. It's like, it's like the difference is, they're both great, no matter how you cut it. So what, do you, what point are you trying to make here? It's not as good. And, and there's nothing in bad. Rogue Nation that's good as the helicopter sequence. Or the Halo jump. That's the yeah. That's so all, he did actually say that as a criticism that they opened with the best scene in Rogue Nation Two, which is bad. But like, it's not bad. It's good. <laughs> I, it gets I, you really excited. You're I just know. like, wow, this is <laughs> this is this is what they're doing. I'm curious how long he's going to spend more on this. He's just been belaboring <laughs> a useless point. One specific action scene is better. IMO than one specific action scene in Fallout, therefore Fallout's a bad movie. It's like, no, that doesn't follow. The entire car chase here is just a watered-down version of what we've already seen. He's literally chasing after Ilsa, who this is just on a makes motorcycle. Me... No, it just makes me excited to see Rogue Nation. Yeah, it doesn't make me yeah. feel like what I saw and enjoyed wasn't actually good. And what if, what if, what if he actually thinks that the helicopter scene at the end of Fallout is better than anything in Rogue Nation? What happens then? That, oh shit! Is it balanced again? How does that work? What happens now? Is one film now, now it's bad? a good movie again? Again, but this time he's got Solomon Lane in the car with him, who is just dead silent the entire time. This scene is no. Okay. He says that was Ilsa, and he goes, "Shut up." Very interesting. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, he, say he anything even until says it's that nice point. To see him. 
Yeah. Yeah, which is right. kind of awesome. If anything, I I may have liked an extra line or something, just a bit of banter, but they they're very but it's reserved. Fun because it's they hate the each other. He's in. He doesn't like him. Yeah, yeah they hate each other. It's but devoid of any tension or thrills. If, uh, you just no, it isn't. Just say I, that. I would... Stop saying things that you haven't proven. <laughs> but I I think that in in terms of Lark talking, Lane talking, um, what I got from that was that he he just he goes along with everything, like he's very like under pressure. He just does well, we things. Know... He doesn't. Remember, he's willing Get to kill himself flustered. at the end of the film. I think he doesn't give a shit if he dies. He's just like, I will make of the situation what I can. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very, uh... He's very cool under pressure. Kind of but remember, there's yeah. nothing... Can't there's, phase him. there's nothing in terms of character in this. No characters. Except for the times with this character. Because it's so old hat. And at the beginning of the scene, everybody was in the car, but after they get shot at, Tom makes them get out. And I think that's a bit of a mistake. And he probably wants to get away from the cops. Because and location change, this scene could have been a bit stronger if everyone had just stayed in the car with him. We'd get to see them bobbing yeah, around with each turn, they... screaming at all the close nah. calls. And... Wait, 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 nah, because once, once you do that, it becomes far less that someone gets shot and, and... killed. And plus, I'm just going to be honest here, the car weighs a lot less now. Yep. Yeah, and, and also, why, why would he willfully put his friends exactly. in danger? Exactly. He's happy yep. to risk Lane. He's not happy to risk his three friends, as yeah, was like established in the opening fucking scene. Yeah, yeah, they're here for Lane, not you guys. You leave. We'll meet up at, you know, da da da. Mm -hmm. Reacting to Tom's driving, but they probably couldn't do that because they were afraid that it might cause Ving Rames' heart to explode. Or, since that's already been done in the previous movie, or let's add a different made it logical. really dragging out those fat jokes, man. So, it's different. You yeah, said, like, oh, say, they've done it before, so they were like, let's not do that now. Look at him admit that it's different here. Each turn, screaming at all the close calls, and reacting to Tom's driving. But they probably couldn't do that because they were afraid that it might cause Ving Rhames' heart to explode. Or, since that's already been done in the previous movie, let's add a different element to this action scene. How about we have Solomon Lane try and kick Ethan's face as he's driving? You already admitted this. No, he doesn't. No. Why would he do that? Why? No, Why? they're Why? running from the person who wants to kill him. Solomon Lane Dude. might not like Tom Dude. Tom Cruise, but there's someone trying to shoot him. This is, yeah, this is the guy let's, on the writing let's, team let's... who suggests something and everyone goes, shut the fuck up, dude. Can you imagine that, though? Like, he kicks him in the face, then crash into him. Yeah, and she just shoots him, and Tom Cruise is like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is so stupid. That is so Like, stupid. no, I went to die. Oh, man. Holy in an attempt to get out of the car. And so do now what? Get Tom shot? He no, he's going to outrun the motorcycle. <laughs> As he's while, he's, while he's, because like, in his arms and legs are like, his arms at least are like tied up. He's in a so he can't jacket, even like open the door How or anything. How did he even make this argument? As well as trying to escape from Ilsa while keeping Solomon alive. And it'd be so easy for Solomon to take advantage of this situation and he die. He doesn't want to. <laughs> this is what he, what, what is happening right now is what he, he is, wants. He literally is looking at the road in front of him through a bullet hole that was meant for him. He probably <laughs> wants to get away from that. Person. I was going to say, do I, I have to clarify? The entire plan is yeah. that he Lark gets him out. That was a part of the fucking plan. He doesn't want to be caught by Ilsa. Or a bullet. <sighs> <laughs> Be, did by, you watch the way, this movie? I mean, he has all the clips, so, but like, did he watch the movie? Southpaw just said it would be more dramatic scene at the expense of in-universe logic. It's like, this is the Ryan Johnson way 
where you go, fuck the character, I want something cool to happen. Where there's like an action yeah, scene. He, he even said the Ryan Johnson technique. Yeah. But he doesn't. He just sits there. After that, we get the foot chase, which is also kind of plain. The editing kind here of can plain. be no, kind of plain. He broke his foot, He broke his it. ankle. Dude, when, he, when he says, when he says, what are you waiting for? And he goes, I'm jumping out a window. <laughs> oh, no. That wasn't, that was like, it'd be funny if that wasn't in the script. He's, cause he's actually there about <laughs> yeah. to jump out a window. <laughs> yeah, no, uh. I just want to find out what movie this guy likes, and I can just go, that movie's boring, no tension. Sorry, that's just how it works. There's no tension in that particular movie you like, sorry. ...be a little bit too erratic at times. I mean, it's great that you have all these camera angles, but just because you have them doesn't mean you need to use them. However, to be fair, there he is this really great He makes it seem as though it's the same as Taken 3. I know. Shots, but it's not. You're making a total false equivalence. Because how many shots in this movie last, like, less than a second, by comparison to Taken, where there were so many shots like that? I can't think That's... of one. All of these are big, wide shots where you can see exactly what's happening, and it's the well, benefit of the fact that note, Tom Cruise is actually doing the thumb. Note the montage that he shows. Anything that's remotely interesting, He's like so e uh, traversing any kind of obstacles or um, having to, like, stop after a, a long move, they're shown. But when it's just a progress from a flat piece of land, the camera angle changes. Take advantage Man, that of this poor situation, BMW, you can but see he does the, He just sits there. The After that, we get the foot chase, which is car. also kind of plain. The editing here shots. can be a little bit too erratic yeah, at times. Great. I mean, it's great that you here's have all where these he is. Here's angles. where he's going. Look at this shot. Doesn't mean you need to down. However, to be fair, there is this really great long shot where Tom Cruise jumps from building to building and breaks his ankle. So what's the? I guess it's just not good enough for him. He has to this run dude, that far. This dude, for anyone who watches us and doesn't think that objective criticism is a thing, <laughs> this dude is the absolute- we disavow him. We are not <laughs> we anything like him. him. Okay, this, so I, I'm This man is the worst example of objective- of any kind of critique I have ever seen on YouTube. Just, he's, so he's he appreciates this moment, but he still concludes that the scene is too erratic. It's just like- How is it too just erratic? just you have them, doesn't mean sense. you need to use them. However, to be fair, there is this really- Okay, so this is the beginning of this shot. Since Tom Cruise has to go all the way across this roof and jump off the building to the other building, and he has a harness on. Does that mean mm -hmm. for this entire scene, he's got that harness attached to something above the camera? I'm not sure how they did I it. I would imagine they so. They can, airbrushing is really good these days. Yeah, but like, wow. You know what really I mean? Like, Steve Steve Fapp officially he's... disavows young Colonel Set. <laughs> <laughs> look at him go! Just look at him! Yeah, it's awesome. shot where Tom Cruise jumps from building to building and breaks his ankle. Either way, That's though, so the good. foot chase in Mission Impossible 3 is much stronger. Ugh. Which is due in part because his this motivations are argument. crystal clear. This, this makes me want to watch other movies. This doesn't make me not like the movie mm. I liked. Like it's still a good, it's still a good chase. No, the, you know, this, it is good, but that's the point. They're both good. Then he's like, no, this one's better. Therefore, this one's bad. No. I mean, but the title of this video, this Mission Impossible Fallout, is a bad movie. Not proving the best he can prove is that they did a thing better before. That's the best he can do. But but why is he gonna say this one's better? I want to hear what is into that movie. And he's trying to get to his oh, wife the end of the movie, before she said. gets shot in the face by Philip Seymour, heroin abuser. The whole movie has led up to this point. And we get one Man, long shot what a, of Tom what a tasteful Cruise. joke. That's what I mean, is his comedic writing is just 
sad, it's painful. I'm not gonna think Man, I'm not Wait, gonna. What was be... the joke? I didn't I... hear it. I'm not gonna pretend that I. Philip Seymour Hoffman died. Jokes all the time of a drug overdose, and he said Philip Seymour heroin abuser. Oh, but the like, jokes... what do you what do you aim to achieve there? Like, I don't. I'm no, not... the joke is that he said heroin. The joke is that like... Philip Seymour Hoffman died of a heroin overdose. You don't yeah, get but it. That, but that that's what I mean. Like when you when you make jokes about dark subject matter, the joke is generally what actually happens because there's no joke there. In reality, it's sad and depressing. Well, the so offhand comment joke. we're making up off the top of our heads about his bad jokes are funnier than <laughs> the jokes himself that he scripted out and thought about. He has some of the most pathetic that... humor I've ever seen. That's your I haven't laughed at anything. Movie, And he's trying to get to his wife before she gets shot in the face by Philip Seymour heroin abuser. The whole movie has uh... led up to this point. And we get one long shot of Tom Cruise sprinting to these disrespectful. Chinese, and it was intense. Yeah, it his, is. And that's coming from yeah. Wolf. Like, it, it, <laughs> yeah, I know. Not, it's not why am I, I, I shouldn't be the one that's saying this. But I mean, yeah, but like I would who, ask who, him, who was it? Uh, was it Anton Yelchin too? That's mm -hmm. too. Yeah, people, that's but right. He's just, he, and they're recent, you know. These like are, it's not a long time ago. Like she these got ran over like Yelchin did and died. This is what I mean. The jokes. This just. It's just so easy. I'm just like, all right, hold on. <laughs> Wife's that, life is uh, on the line here, and you can feel that sense of at urgency. least when Tom at least, is uh, cruising here, and a longer take. See, uh, at least when Red Letter Media makes fun of David Carradine for dying while <laughs> choking himself while jerking off, there's like jokes in there. You uh, oftentimes with Red Letter Media, they will laugh at how obvious the joke is. Like you'll find the rest of them. Trying to not yeah. laugh because they're just like, yeah. you just said that. <laughs> and I know you could be like, well, that's hypocritical. Can't you laugh in the same way for this one? I'm just like, I don't know, man. I guess I'd have no. to do a whole fucking video explaining how the delivery in Red Letter Media is fucking flawless compared to this. It allows the audience to become more immersed. Keep that in, in mind, Wolf. He's not you don't done need with it yet. This guy <laughs> doesn't have. Right. The problem is that this guy doesn't have synergy with himself. <laughs> Well, you get the impression that he kind of like he kind of reminds me of ER, but without the comedic timing, or you know, like you know what I mean. Like yeah, he, he's like ER, like, but with I was about to say ER without everything that makes ER good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sense of urgency, Tom. So what you're saying is that he's uh, ER is E semicolon R, and this guy is just colon because mm -hmm. his jokes are shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking perfect, Rex. Or are you saying that he's that E semicolon R is E semicolon R, but this guy is just like semi semicolon R because he's not even a whole semicolon. You, do you write for his? Yeah, your, your first joke was better. <laughs> or we hire you. Um. What? Okay. Um, Cruise in here, yeah, and a longer done, take allows the audience else. to become more immersed. Squeezed all the blood out of the stone. I could for you that don't one. Need a bunch of cuts to falsify a sense of urgency. What do you mean a bunch of cuts? You just like, established the, they didn't do that in Fallout either. <laughs> e comma R. What happened when? What ha what happened when the English teacher, um, got surgery? He had a semicolon. Because it's... Maybe you should stop, Rags. 
No, maybe, we have to make. Maybe, actually, maybe, maybe we need to put a strike on. I, I think. I you, think Rags is trying to make a point with all of these terrible jokes. Are you Are you saying that you hate my colon jokes with every fiber of your being? Because fiber is good Rags, for your colon. This, this is strike it helps, two. It helps for your poops. This is strike two, Rags. More immersed in what's going on. You don't need a bunch of cuts to falsify a sense of urgency and speed. And while the chase in Mission Impossible 3 may not be as elaborate as the chase in Fallout, it's much more impactful in 3 because that movie actually took the time actually to build up the relationship between him and his wife. It showed us how much they loved each other. We know what she means to Tom. So that character development is you, still present in Fallout. Is he suggesting? That we don't understand why Tom really wants to catch up to the guy who's trying to kill millions of people. <laughs> yeah, they never established that Tom Cruise really kind of cares about people, you know? <laughs> so dumb. At this point like, in the movie, we're invested. And if he doesn't get to her in time, she's dead. Now compare and that to And if he Fallout. doesn't get to Superman in time. No, no, let's hear his counter. Billions Come of on. people are dead. Let's hear what he's going right. to say. Chase, which, in terms of the plot, is completely redundant. Think about it. No, Why it is he so desperate to get to Henry Cavill? Especially since, in the long run, him getting to Henry didn't end up mattering at all, since once he, he doesn't he know doesn't that get, at the time. He doesn't get to him in time. He's not a time traveler. He doesn't get to him in time. This is the failure. That's. What are you talking about? If he'd actually managed to tackle Henry, is... who knows what would have happened? Is your problem with Tom Cruise that he can't see the future? He's not a spider, so... Got to Henry, he couldn't do anything to him. He had to just yeah, let him go. So because he was too <laughs> Jesus Christ. This whole chase was pretty much all for nothing. Oh my god, this is not Canto Bite, you twat. <laughs> and let's not forget that Solomon had a tracker in his neck at this point in time. That's plan B. Which Tom Cruise did know about, by the way. So letting Henry go really wouldn't have been that big of a deal. What are you? What are you? What are you? <laughs> it's like well, you okay, couldn't here, capture him thing. this way. So why does it matter when you can capture him another way anyway? Because you don't want to have to resort to Plan B. Because Plan B allows them to escape. Just it, yeah, it allows them to get closer to their goal, and you don't want that to happen. What if they their split goal up. is to nuke a bunch of people? Yeah, I was like, what if criticism. the point is they split up at some point? Now you're fucked. So, this criticism is redundant. They could have easily just caught up to Henry Cavill later, which is exactly what wound up happening. Which is what they do. What the fuck but, is your point? But, but that makes the point of the tracker pointless, because they split up. <sighs> this is fantastic. Happening anyway. But hey, you know, this foot chase was on the almighty post-it note, so it had to go into the movie. Alternatively... Uh, it, it, I'm yeah, sorry, it what was not seamless about the chase? Name it. He is trying to get to Cavill before he leaves because Tom Cruise knows that this guy is close. He's physically close and he could maybe have go a literal and get him. tracker on him. I don't believe this is See, real. This foot chase would have worked better <laughs> in the very beginning of the movie. Oh my god, stop suggesting fixes for a movie that doesn't require fixes. What do you think? Instead of meeting the black market dealer in Berlin, rewrite it so that they meet in London. Then have Benji slyly put a tracker into the suitcase as he's scanning the plutonium with his brother. Why would they rod. do that though? That doesn't make they, sense they narratively. They're not trying to track the fucking plutonium, trying to buy it. What the hell? I mean, why would they weren't expecting the apostles to be here? Billion people's lives are at stake here. We gotta pull out all the stops just to be safe. 
So then that way, instead of just letting the bad guy get away, they didn't Tom just <laughs> let them get away. We already they established just like, you were oh, wrong well, about they were, that. They were pinned down by gunfire. Ooh, we already went over the meters and the running. I was gonna say, I like it when he refers to his old pieces of evidence that we've already debugged, so it's just that was pointless. <laughs> this is honestly giving me move vibes. 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 Giving you move vibes? Movie Bob vibes. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like lags and move vibes. Move vibes. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting just that that point where my head is starting to hurt because of the stupid oh, bleed. Got to pull out Colonel Sanders is just dumb, a lot dumber so than then I that thought he would be. Instead of just letting the bad guy get away, Tom Cruise could chase whoever stole the colonel anymore. While Simon Pegg is telling <laughs> him where to go. Now, although private, he would ultimately not I'm waiting for him to end his comment about how he can fix it. I'm just like get to the next criticism cuz this is all just pointless. He still at the very least would have tried blah, his blah, level blah, blah. best to prevent a couple blah, blah, billion blah, deaths. Blah, blah. Rather than just, you know, walking in a little oh, half-circle and looking that anyway. off into the distance. If he had actually attempted to get the suitcase back, I would have been a lot more sympathetic to you've him. Already, you've, been wrong, you've made that point like four times and you were wrong from the first time. Towards him Where do you go? The entire movie. What do you do? This is just... I love that he just suggests it like it's just obvious. <laughs> Not consistent with the Ethan Hunt I've come to know. You've known Ethan Hunt to chase people who aren't there. Yeah, like, what is he gonna, what, what do you he expect ghosts. him to do, just... He just randomly goes, over there, <laughs> like, uh, Ethan, okay. Alternatively, you could have put the car chase here as well. The plutonium thief could have grabbed the suitcase off camera, gotten into the black market dealer's red car. Off camera, we hear the tires screech as it's speeding away. Tom Cruise but it's runs redundant. and gets into We don't need that. Yeah, we you're already... creating your own movie. This is not what happened, and you haven't fixed anything. Go make your apostles. movie less efficient and more sloppy this way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The fact that they're in and out like ghosts. It really like, sells oh, that they're a threat. Yeah, they, Ooh, they know South what they're Paul doing. highlights something quite interesting. Notice how he complains that the London chase was all for nothing because he would have failed to catch up to Walker in time, but he also wants and the chase to be says, moved to a different yeah. scene where he would also fail. <laughs> he did uh, say that. Southpaw, uh, if, if we ever get dumb Colonel Sanders on here. We're bringing you on because you clearly know. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I would be willing to stay silent just let them talk. Yeah. yeah. You're going to... Just let some random dude rip this guy apart. Are in attempts to chase the bad guy Even down. our chat's oh, there you go. There's your car chase. I mean, hell, even... You say that like the chat's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> With a quick rewrite, you could give Tom a motorcycle instead of a car. You could plop the motorcycle chase right... You could just do so many things that in your mystical world where you got what you wanted... Right here I don't too. know. It wouldn't, fact, have, it wouldn't have looked nearly as good at night, though. It doesn't matter. He's, he's fixing things that don't need fixing, so it's just all pointless. So you can flip these action scenes and around. So, how does he you... intend to shoot that at night? You know, like shooting at night is difficult. You need to set up yeah, the lighting and, and all that. It would have been harder to kind of get establishing, you know, tracking oh, yeah, the been. shots of with all the lights on the all the headlights and all the signs, and it's as dark. It it just wouldn't have looked as good, you know. God, mm -hmm. someone's calling you. A comedian? It would not have been appreciated. Want to win I'm pretty the sure plot. this is what the director would have known, because he's a director. He knows this shit. Mm. Kinda shows you how inconsequential they are to the story, and just how flimsy they are overall. If you say no, so. No, it's not inconsequential. If you say so. He, Tom Cruise had to get away from the police. He succeeds at getting away from the police. No, but the man in the video s said it was inconsequential. No, he's wrong. Oh no. But it's his opinion. Someone's, 
Someone said, I love EFAP. Went away for two hours, came back, and it's still going. <laughs> How long have we been going for? Nearly six hours. Six hours. Beautiful. I'm trying, I'm trying to rush this video so that we can actually be able to end today. Oh, anyway. That's the problem with EFAP. We could go on forever. I'm ready to call it whenever I do feel like we're... Well, let's just try and let this video run a bit more. Because for the big finale, we get the helicopter chase, which is honestly pretty great. It's made even better by the fact that Henry Cavill also did his own stunts. It's really oh, very dude. exciting God, stuff. What an this is also the scene where Tom Cruise... <laughs> Henry Cavill's been in other movies, though, so... I don't see... Who cares? Yeah, like that, that, that movie where they CGI'd out his mustache. Much better movie, because he was in it before <laughs> this one, so... This movie, I, I'll admit, this movie just wouldn't have been the same way. What do you say, sorry? Without the mustache? It really was. It was. It really was like the central. I like um, his mustache. The pillar that held this film together was his, his mustache. mustache. <laughs> I feel like it was strong and robust enough. Like, look Do at. Do you Tom think Cruise. the mustache was like the column that keeps the roof from falling down? I, I like the idea that the makers of Mission Impossible Fallout were like, we can just put a fake one on you, dude. You can get rid of it for the film. And he's just like. <laughs> Like, no. <laughs> he, just, he knew that well, the, the, the whole thing was like a lot like, of people yeah. were like, oh, why don't they just do that? It's like because they did nothing wrong. Par yeah. Like, yeah, they're not did nothing wrong. They're not made why by the same people. Someone yeah, said exactly. Justice League is underrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny joke, buddy. If, if anything, it's overrated. That film is a heaping pile of shit. <laughs> did, did you did you ever see that that petition? Yeah. From a bunch uh, of DC fans where they're like, guys, these heroes have been here for us. Now we have to be here for them. <laughs> so so if everyone who watched this movie just watches it six more times in theaters, then they'll be justified to Dude. make another Justice League. And it's like, what? Without going into Justice League too much, I just love that what sets the plot in motion is Batman kills a random grunt and it burns a picture of three cubes into a wall. And so he goes to find Aquaman. What? <laughs> 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 I, I just love the fact that they're like, all right, we have the cube. Let's touch it, touch it to Superman's corpse and bring him back to life. And <laughs> it's like, so bad. Like, <laughs> like, like it. it... <laughs> That's what I mean. I have so much fun watching it. It just makes me giggle. I mean, you, you think about it and it, you think about the fact that people actually unironically like it. And it's like, it, are the people that like it unironically just. Do they have autism? <gasps> what if they do? Are they, are they oh, like the kids autism. in like the wheelchairs that just You're like wrong. stare in one direction and they smile all day? Is that, is that the, the, the audience? <laughs> this, there's some more memes <laughs> as well. To oh, hang on, let's just. I'm gonna try and power through this fucking uh, this video. Let's do it. It's it's very impressive yeah. ventriloquist skills. All right, all right, all right. There's a lot to be impressed. You can totally say that. With your mouth yeah. at that point. All right. All right. Guys, everybody, yeah. try and say all right with now your mouth. Now a thousand gritted. people are looking like right. sitting in front right. of their computers right. going, hey, all right. All right. Yeah. It's very possible. All righty. All righty. All right. I wonder how they're going to translate oh, that to it. chat. Is everyone just going to post all right? All right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All righty. All right. 
I love the, right. uh, Sorry, like I said to play it longer, he just makes a stupid fucking criticism. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all fucking making Bye. pirate noises. I highly with recommend team. checking this oh, scene God. out on YouTube. But then it's somewhat hindered by the final fight scene against Henry Cavill, because this scene is flat out what? terrible. It starts what? off with Tom Cruise in front of a green screen, which I guess that's fine. But then he tumbles out of the helicopter, and then there's this little comedy hook that latches onto a lip a on the comedy cliff, hook? Which, you know, the odds of this happening are one in a Sure, it's convenient. Okay. Wait, it's not even convenient because it doesn't. All it does is make it so that he has a uses it as a weapon later to knock Cavill off the thing. Yeah, the tracker like isn't down on one. Of gonna, them. I'll I'll happily give it to him just to move on. Yeah, it's a bit convenient that the hook hooked it that way. Fine. Yeah, it's Million, absurd, but, but it's so fun. <laughs> whatever. Tom and Henry start fighting up there, and naturally they both, of course, end up going over the cliff mm -hmm. and dangling on that wire. Whoa. When, oh no, the animated rock starts buckling under yeah, all the Yeah, they didn't even get from... a real rock. <laughs> he didn't even Jeez, hang a helicopter a on a piece of rock. It's like, <laughs> Jesus like Christ. Like V-Rain's kneecaps, sending our hero into a free fall. This dude is trying so hard to be us, and he's failing so badly at it. I hope he's not a fan of the show. That would be sad, wouldn't it? I'm like, sorry. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. You just better. I'm. We failed yeah, you. Just... one. <laughs> we failed. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Anakin to our Obi Wan. It happened a third time. What you're looking at here is the most convenient hook in movie history, since it also winds up killing Henry Cavill after Tom yanks it down because that's how such a cool kill scene. So yeah, that is, that's exactly how physics. Works. What I will say is, if the hook uh, is being pulled down. Then it should swing out in a way that wouldn't be able to hit Cavill. You know what Maybe, I mean? Yeah. From the top, if it pull, if you pull the wire down, it should swing out the second it goes over the edge. Sure. So. We have failed you, Sanders. We have <laughs> failed you. This entire scene is just ridiculous. It's incredible. I, I will happily it give it to him. It's it the most ridiculous actually... out of all of them, but it's still fun as fuck. It wouldn't have changed the ending though, because Tom Cruise would have still made it up to the top. Well, um, I don't know if I agree with that. The, the whole point is that he knocked Cavill off prevent Cavill from doing anything else. Who was way who was way below him. You're right. So Tom Cruise would have still climbed up and hit the button and disarmed it. Yeah, I guess all I'd say is it's still dangerous that he's around, but yeah, he yeah. could have gotten the button either way. Incredibly jarring as well, because up to this point, the entire movie tried so incredibly hard to make its action look as real and immersive as possible. And a lot of that hard work is undone when it does something that is laughably unbelievable. Man, I was enthralled. You would I don't know, man. I, I was just... I was totally down for all of this stuff. I didn't even think about the hook. Well, I, I mean, was just I'll just give it, it to him. It's more ridiculous than any of the other scenes. I agree, but is yeah. it jarring? I, I suppose I'd have to. You t unless you can give me something that's subjective. Whether or not it knocks you out of the film. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's because you know these two actors were really there doing it, and they were fighting, and it wasn't like a, it wasn't a clean fight you know they were worn out and beat up and banged up and so it added this this roughness to it that was very real it was very tangible i mean and i just so, wanted to qualify um, how he's arguing it's jarring is it just the fact that it's a contradiction of the fact that it's not as realistic couldn't you argue the reverse you could be like i love how the film climaxes with a much more crazy action scene instead of the more realistic down-to-earth stuff we've been getting I mean, you can make the argument either way. It's not a very strong, objective argument. I mean, I would say that, yeah, sure, it's CGI'd, but that CGI'd thing will still affect the actors that are real in the thing and how the movie plays out. 
So it's still an element of danger. It's like, yeah, there's not actually a hook there, but we know that if that hook hits the actors, then the movie will be like, oh yeah, this hook fucked them up. Yeah, well, just let him go on. Spend your disbelief here. People come to see these movies specifically for the action. Every time we say we're going to hurry up, good action sprinkled throughout, (laughs) it's ruined by three major flaws. The fact that there was no effort to try and get the audience invested in its character. While he shows while he shows a scene about the characters laughing together, established as eleven minutes at the least by his assessment of character work. But okay, he he literally doesn't even the video that he made this is a really dumb person the fact that i have only the come on efab so i can tell you you're dumb to your face on in the plot. he says it's a flaw in the film that he doesn't know what's happening in the plot I find that very interesting and the fact that these action scenes are so poorly paced out and have no sense of escalation you haven't proven that ever <laughs> Which is a massive problem, because the action takes up nearly half of the entire movie. If you were to cut the foot chase, the car chase, and the motorcycle chase from this movie, we'd have a much smoother plot, and in all honesty, we really wouldn't be missing that much. To take that even further, how about we streamline the plot even more by cutting Ilsa- How about we also- No! No! Guys, he's fixing the movie by deleting the movie. No, why are you taking away all of these good things? <laughs> Out of it completely. She is so redundant to this no, story. No, she is not. No, she's not. Her presence only she's serves She's the one to that m- finds Solomon Lane at the end and manages to get to the other nuke. She and was we know pivotal. Her, so it's something to be invested in, obviously. Simon Pegg could not have disarmed the nuke by himself. It's established that you need two people to do it. Not only that, but he would have died. If he even found the and nuke. he would have died. Also, he would have died, and then everyone the nuke would have gone off, and then everyone would have died. <laughs> also, she died. adds to the element that he has to choose between giving her up to or to, in order to complete the mission, which falls in line with the other things that he's been doing. All right, it works so she well. Has, she has to make that choice too: save him or save herself by oh, killing man. Locke. Film is good. Stop <laughs> Muddle up yeah. the plot, and on top of that, let's go ahead and cut the white. No, stop cutting oh, what? No as well, which would bring Mission Impossible Fallout down to a nice, tight hour and 30 minutes. That's we way too short. Oh, no. Jump, an impressive helicopter scene and some good fight scenes sprinkled throughout. We These are had so Oh, no. This man. is the worst part. He's openly just blatantly advocating, yeah, all th- this great movie, just fucking chop it up. <laughs> the only response is, no, no. No. <laughs> Don't ruin good things. It's like, yeah. Because the smoother Uh, the plot is, the less time the movie would have to spend on exposition, which could be time better spent on meaningful character interaction. How about you learn to meaningfully interact with Sony Vegas? (laughs) In turn, make the action stand out even more. Let's conclude this shit. Let's get the The problem that the previous three Mission Impossible movies have is that they only seem to exist so that Tom Cruise can pull I'm off down with it. stunts. The cast and crew never- Yeah, I'm fine with that as a premise as they long as they write a good story st- around it. <laughs> they just keep stumbling into great movies <laughs> for some reason. Keep fucking up and the movies are great. <laughs> I li- yeah, I like the idea that it's like they keep accidentally writing a good story and at one point the writer's like, it's not an accident. It's like, well guys, the reviews are in. They love it. Damn it! <laughs> Never set out to make a good movie with a well-crafted story and strong characters. Did you just say they never set out to make a good movie? That Tom Cruise can pull off amazing stunts. The cast and crew never set out to make a good movie with a well-crafted. Yeah, fuck you guys! Wow, Jesus! I don't know. I don't know that I've 
I'd say that even about Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I'm... I was about to say, like, Ryan Johnson thought he made a good movie. He's fucking wrong, but he Jeez. thought he did. Uh, uh, he says he that so casually, a... but it's such a, he... that's such a bird. I mean, Tommy Wiseau didn't set out to make the worst movie ever made. Like, you get that that's probably the he meanest thing did. he said throughout this whole video, and he says it so abrasive, just like, meh. Casual. They, they didn't set out yeah. to make a good movie. It reminds Fuck. me of when, um, Joseph Anderson said that more people will listen to him, <laughs> like, than anybody. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, why'd you say that so casually with what you mean? <laughs> I, I want this up. guy, you know, I want this guy <laughs> to make a movie, fail miserably at it. So then we can all laugh at how bad. No, then he'll explain that we didn't understand, we didn't get it, or then we can say that he didn't set out to make a good movie. If 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 Christopher McQuarrie watched this video, like, what do you think he'd think? Like, I didn't set out to make a good movie. Are you kidding me? It's just yeah. Ryan said, just curious, what is the schedule for EFAP streams? I'm just going to stop you there. There isn't one. There never is. The best we can do is go. Hey, when is everyone free? Then we figure out a day. And then we try and get it, and that's usually a week before it actually is. I am I apologize for that, but it's tough to get everybody in place. Yeah, um, Wolf. Fucking Wolf. Fucking Fringy. <laughs> Upside down. Southpaw said, "Crafted uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. story and strong characters." Uh, Southpaw says, "This to... is the definition of bad faith criticism. This must be who Sarah Z, the implied fly swatter, was talking about that... in the video." Yeah. Implied fly. Yeah. I think that's right. We should get we should get the fly girl on. She was pretty good. Yeah, I'll I'll try. I just I, she she really likes all the people that really don't like us. <laughs> Is that we the can only be the bridge. She can be so the that bridge. Tom Cruise can pull off we amazing tell her about moderation The cast delusion. and crew never set out to make a good movie with a well-crafted story and strong characters. They just set out to make some cool stunts and then they cobble the movie together later. As, as a result, you get a memorable scene or two. You literally but you up with a misrepresented movie. a quote. It's the equivalent from him. of what you get out of a bad comedy. Typically, those movies only. Oh my god, he's comparing you... it to Jack and, Jack Jill. and Jill. Jack and Jill. You have got to be wow. kidding me. Exist to have random scene after random scene of terrible jokes. With only. Do not criticize other people for terrible jokes. You have. You have some of the worst. <laughs> I mean. Not only does he not have good comedy, but he has really disrespectful, kind of disgusting comedy. And yeah, again, your comedy isn't just colon, it's... That's coming from Wolf. It's Koloff. This is coming from me. You gotta understand, I have very offensive comedy, but I don't make fun of people who died tragically. That's just messed up. I mean, you've made fun of Holocaust jokes before. Done that. Yeah, but I don't, like, go after specific people. I suppose that's a distinction, yeah. I don't know. I think there's probably a time and place where you can make it work, but he fucking didn't. Yeah. Play a thin plot line that strings the whole story together. And while you're comparing it to Helen Melissa Keller's McCarthy and Amy Schumer comedies, this is sad. You might laugh at some of the jokes. The movie itself is never very good. One of the hallmarks of a good comedy are good characters. <laughs> He's using is the still office. funny to this day, partly because that movie tr tries to make you sympathize with Ted Stryker. Oh, it come on. People don't uh, love no, Airplane because of the characters. Oh my god. No one loves Airplane because of the characters. The characters <laughs> are a stupid excuse for the dumb gags that make us laugh our asses off. That's such a weird point to make. It does wow. its best to make I've... us care about the relationship between him and Elaine. Yeah, don't Most forget there's a relationship. 
And I can't live with the It's a joke. It's not like we're supposed to actually be super invested in these two. Yeah, this scene is a setup for a joke. What a pisser. It shows us that he used to be a fighter pilot in the war, but now he has PTSD and a very real fear of flying. And the pilot of the plane, who coincidentally enough was in the Mission Impossible TV show, became too ill to fly. And of course, Stryker is the only person That's on the, the plane. What, what the fuck is happening right now? What, why are you explaining airplane? Like what? What are you doing? With the necessary this doesn't skills make Fallout worse. It's just reminding us that airplane's hilarious. What the fuck is happening? Look we at these models. They're cute character we like him we want to see him succeed and as a result we're on board for whatever may happen during <laughs> the fuck does this have to do with mission impossible <laughs> yeah, yeah. no sir i've never been up in a plane before you ever seen a grown man naked now i'm comparing mission impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that's because we're invested in the characters so that's funny <laughs> yeah we want to learn this little boy's story about how he saw his first comedies man because a good action scene works in the same way a good joke works with a proper setup and a payoff none of the action in fallout was properly set up the audience isn't what do you mean oh what, what is it he just says it he just says it go, just go back shut shut up and go back to airplane intentionally left in the dark because the writer himself doesn't even know what's going to happen in the movie next when we were in New Zealand, I'd go down to the to the uh, restaurant in the hotel, and McHugh just sat in the corner on his computer, and I'd sit down and go, what, "What's going on? It, it, tell us." And he said, "Nah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I nearly got it." Then, before you know it, <laughs> Again, okay, so the director is an improvisation master. <laughs> I was gonna say, how does he create such amazing <laughs> shit on the fucking fly? He's an improv master. Without any buildup, Tom is He's just the Colin mockery of, of movie directing. Only... I'm sorry. What did he just say? Without any buildup. And I'd sit down and go, what, what's going on? It, tell us. And he said, nah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I nearly got it. Then before you know it, without any buildup, Tom is just jumping out of a plane. Sorry, but what do you mean? This is all explained to us before they do it. Yeah, but that's just, those are just string sequences and exposition. Oh my God. <laughs> and we only sort of vaguely know why. Matter of fact. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking shit down my throat and call it Christmas. I swear to God, this human being fact, I assume that Ethan Hunt me so already upset knew how to fly a helicopter since he's such a capable super spy. Perhaps if the movie had taken the time to set that up by establishing to us... I'm not even... So we've gone like full circle where I'm not even angry anymore. I'm just disappointed. Disappointed in humanity. You know, you know how, like... Like, I would, like, you know, when your dad, sorry, Fringy, but it, like, he would look at you, right? And he would say, and he would say, like, I am, he would be so, he'd be so angry. See, this is how you do dark humor. See, that's dark humor. That's how you do dark humor. Right there. It's so simple. It's all about delivery. But listen. How how your dad would get really really mad at you and stuff and you'd bad, but it was even worse when he was just saying like I'm so disappointed. Yeah, so like I expected more of you. That's like me with this this abortion. I'm so disappointed. When you leave there, we can do Stay this. Sorry so maybe Ethan Hunt had Stay sorry to free. Stay sorry to free. Apologize, you fucker. <laughs> Say you're sorry, Rags. No, because I'm a I've actually evened out because earlier I said that uh made a joke about how all white people look the same. 
So I'm actually perfectly even. I'm perfectly balanced, as all mm -hmm. things should be. Well, you didn't. So we're pretty good right now. <laughs> you weren't insulting an, in, an individual. So. I know. It was even worse. It's all white people. Well, apologize. So really, to all I white get a couple. And then I get apologize a to Free. I'm not going to apologize to all white people. Apologize to all white people right now. Apologize to no, all frog I'm people. No, definitely not. Yeah. If anything, I'm I'm owed reparations for my amazing jokes. I mean, you balanced out your crappy jokes. I'll give you that. That's true. Think <laughs> all those colon jokes. Spy. Perhaps if the movie had taken the time to set that up by establishing to us that maybe Ethan Hunt had failed the flying portion of his IMF training, or maybe at some point early- Wait, he's arguing that it's not very tension-filled that we see him flying that helicopter because we didn't know that he wasn't fully equipped to fly a helicopter? I thought they gave that away when he looks at the controls and goes, uh, what, what, what is, what is uh, all this? Temperature uh, gauge, elevation... I, I actually really like the bit where he goes, power. Power. And then he like starts to lift it. It's like he fucking frowns at a uh, Superman's helicopter. And you're like, oh shit, because <laughs> he's got the payload as well. But and no, they no. have that great scene where Cavill's just sitting in the helicopter <laughs> and behind him. Guy falls that out. one just goes. I love, uh, I love the idea that we do his fix. We do his fix. We have a scene where he goes, um, I can't fly a helicopter. I, I failed my training. And then he's just he's reviewing the movie and he goes, this is a bad exposition scene. And it's only here to serve as a point to blah, blah. We're just like, okay, string scene, exposition, characters. So, someone what just are we made, doing? Someone just made a very, very funny comment. The Patriot Cat made a very, very funny comment in the chat. <laughs> Tom Cruise plus Donald Trump equals Tornald Trump. Tornald Crump. <laughs> Tornald Crump. <laughs> Where'd the R come from? Bruce. Oh wait, no, that's to that's Tomald Crump. Oh wait, Tomald. Tom I prefer Tornal. <laughs> I thought it was, was Tornal too, but that's because my eyes are. Yeah, I've been looking at this chat for seven hours. It started to play. We nearly finished the video. We could do this. Spy career. He crashed a helicopter during a storm or something and lost his partner. Fucking crappy ass old ass story that explains he called. Yeah, drive but that wasn't even. That wasn't. As a they result, that I mean, just helicopter. give us anything. Hell, even if Simon... They did give us something. They showed us that he was not fully equipped to fly it, and he was trying his best at the time. And then Sorry, he tried to drop you. the weight onto the other and helicopter. he missed. Missed. Peg, we're giving Tom Cruise a crash course on how to fly that helicopter as he's chasing down Henry Cavill. That'd be good, too. You know, really try to Why? hammer home the what? fact he that did, he what? doesn't know how... Oh, and, and uh, Southpaw said that uh benji doesn't know how to fly a helicopter anyway uh but it doesn't but matter we got we got what he's asking for i don't care <laughs> it would be a repeat of the scene when he's navigating him how would that not just be a repeat True. of that scene that's what his criticism would then evolve into oh it's the same as it was before it's like so you are unpleasable there's nothing that <laughs> clearly done. You're It'd give the scene more tension. As it is now, we're supposed what to believe that he shot. has what no flying awesome experience shot. whatsoever. But as soon yeah, as he know. gets into that, that was the bit where he goes, "Power." Pit. He seems like he knows exactly what he's doing. He just closed his eyes like Neo, and now he knows how to fly the thing. Which brings me. It's not that complicated in the scene. He figures out what his power pulls the thing, and he goes up. It's not like he's just mastered the helicopter. 
to my next point. Ethan Hunt is practically perfect. He has no, no, the no, first... no, 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 no. He no, fails no. in the first scene. He gets beat movie. up. He gets the, the film is... kicked out of him in the bathroom. The film is based on his failure. You are wrong. <laughs> the first thing that they do, they don't get the plutonium. He's the literally, bathroom, he's literally he making this into my favorite movies ever. It doesn't satisfy he the criteria. Loses. The main villains hate him specifically. If you remember, Cavill says, or Cavill, whatever, he says, um, why won't you die at the end scene? He fucking hates him. Solomon Lane won't complete his plan with John Locke until uh, Tom Cruise is framed. Like, Tom nobody Cruise isn't able to catch up to Cavill. He but constantly has to prove that he's not a double agent. Well, my point is here that the, uh, Mary Sue is beloved by everybody. Tom Cruise is not. Then the idea that he fails miserably and he can't achieve what he's trying to do. There's so many examples we've been over. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. No flaws. And as a result, he has no relatability as a character. I think they. Bullshit. Bull when he crap. saves the the police, the sorry female cop, when he saves her, I legit was like, man, feel for you, Ethan. That was a tough, tough situation. You just fucking killed four people just to save somebody who's already dying, who's actually preventing you from completing your mission. It was just like that was such a good moment. And now he's, he's like, now we gotta find a way to keep this mission going. Basically, then it gets more complicated, and this... it fits in with the themes. One of the best Thanks. videos to convince you that Mission Impossible Fallout is good if you've seen it. So really good. should have pushed that redemption angle because Tom Cruise let the plutonium slip away. Because you just acknowledged his failure. <laughs> he doesn't fail, but he let the because <laughs> he refused to let Ving Rhames die. But the movie never explores that. What do you mean? What do you mean? His literal scene with Ving Rhames explains that that's what happened. <laughs> Then you said you really liked that the scene. C the CIA get involved because of this. The scene that this guy said he really liked is the scene that he said, they don't really explore that. Hey, so um, here's something fun that I just... The bathroom thing on YouTube, the bathroom fight, and there's a, there's a sequence in it. This is something the comments have pointed out, but there's a part where Superman's punching uh, the, um, the Tony Lark guy. And the the punches are synchronized to like the the theme of um Mission Impossible, so it's like dun 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 like that's the sequence of the punches. Huh, interesting. And I didn't notice that. That sounds that's terrible. Cool. It's it's bad. It's so a string cool. scene. They did it better in Rogue Nation. The string so scene, anyway. Bring your string person. You just string sentences together to avoid people getting bored of the time between things you actually say. What? Sorry, I, I wasn't listening. I'm tired. <laughs> that's like, that's our mood. No, we got, we got, we're, we're we've come so It far. hardly even touches on it, apart from just a few lines of dialogue. We hardly even touched on it, apart from being the entire plot. That's all it really is. Dialogue. And overall, everybody besides the black lady seems to be okay with the fact that Tom Cruise put one third of the world's population at risk. Uh, outside of his own team and himself. I'm sure the people who weren't killed by his decision are a little okay with that. I can't... We're, we're close to being done. The movie would have been so much better no. if Tom Cruise had let Ving Rhames die in the beginning. I mean, after all... That's <laughs> not the point. They didn't do that. They did That's a different thing. That's not his thing. character. That would be a violation of his character. 
He was. What do you mean, let him die? Like, aim specifically at his face? head? <laughs> <laughs> when he had the bulletproof vest, he shoots if, him in the head anyway. If, <laughs> he shoots him in the knees. Just look, if Ethan Hunt had gotten in the car and left Benji and uh, Ving Rames to die, I legit would have been like, Ethan wouldn't have done that. Just, just wouldn't have done that. So it's, your scene doesn't work anymore. Well, it's the most logical move if you put yourself in his shoes. Plus no, it's it not about being logical. It's about him existing as a well, character. Ethan, and yeah, I can't believe we're, we're, we're Patrick Willems right now. Can you believe it? Yeah, Given I, the he's, not, he's not acting logically. He's acting consistent with his own character. Movie genuine weight by showing us that genuine. He's using all the, the keywords, guys. Remember, if you want to prove a point, say real, actual, genuine, legitimate, all of these words help your argument. It's not pulling any punches. And let's face it, this guy does not have the body of a super spy. He looks like he'd rather be hit. Yeah, because he's, he's the tech guy, spy, you fucking retard. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. Ha! <laughs> we can throw in some you more get, fat jokes. Bad, man. You get these are just <laughs> such mean spirited. I know, he's just... not the fucking. <laughs> I, I mean, let's let's flip this shit. He doesn't have the body of a super spy. Well, you wouldn't f fucking suspect him of being a super spy now, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you take that Big Mac and shove it up your pie hole on the way to the bank? Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Hitting the buffet. Killing him off right away would have added a whole nah, lot of... Man. No, I it would have been all terrible. All of whole... his suggestions. I hate them. But the whole point of the movie is oh. that one life, the one life is what matters, and that's what gives Ethan the that's edge the over his point death of the, the movie. enemy. So if oh he had killed God. him, then what the <laughs> point of the what would, what would Simon Pegg have done? He would have been like, F hell, he's gonna shoot me too. <laughs> just Ethan, just shoot me, get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> that way it is. Layer of tension to the movie, because if they killed him off, maybe they'll kill off Ilsa, or maybe even Simon Pegg. What, maybe why'd even you want everyone to die? <laughs> Why do you hate these characters? Why do you hate this movie? Stop trying because to correct ruin me if films. I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that none of the major IMF characters have died in the past three movies. I hate the argument that they don't oh. die, therefore bad. No. And he just pointed out that one of them does die. Oh fuck yeah! So he's just pointed. <laughs> from Alec Baldwin, who has only had what ten minutes of screen time. Oh, and another film, but fucking, we'll just ignore that. Two film. films. Two films, wasn't it? He was in a. I can't remember if he's in both, but it's. I've, I'm double checking. I've had I to. I've explained it before. I I really like what they do with the, the the arc, if you will, of what Alec Baldwin is in this universe and how he dies. Mm -hmm. Really clever, and it's another thing that he's just I was washed sad. over. It, yeah, it makes it really sad when they're like, "Hey, you're part." And it gives us oh, a. It gives us dies. like emotional, like we care about Tom Cruise getting the bad guy. Um, it adds that to it. You like lagged out a couple times there, Wolf. What were you saying? Oh, I was I was saying um that it was kind of sad how they did it because um they're like, hey, you're part of the team now, boss, and he looks and happy he about does. it. Yeah, yeah, and, and he, he says does. right at the beginning, I've transferred to take control of the IMF, even though he was the guy who was trying to bring them down in the previous movies because he was proven wrong. And then he's like, and what you did in the prologue. You consider that a mistake. I consider it your strength. The fact that you'll take this single life over the rest, like you'll, is, is and he's like, if anything, it'll save my ass. And it's like a joke. But then later on, he tells him to go and let him die. It's such a nice moment, and it's it's, it's just like it's such a and small. And apparently, moment. it would be better if it wasn't in it, the movie at all. 
Okay. Like I said, man, every like, fix he suggests just damages the film. This, so. What's so strange is that oh. this guy's intention is to try and make the film better. And then as we explain the ways that it would make it worse, we're just finding new and new things. <laughs> things about why the film is so good because of the things he wants to take out. I'm pretty sure oh. that none of the major IMF characters have died in the past three movies, apart from Alec Baldwin, who has only had, what, 10 minutes of screen time in this movie? Plus, it's looking like he might be back in the next movie anyway. Everything that happens to Alec in this movie was Alec's suggestion. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of bummed he died. Oh, Here's really? the great thing about movies. There's a two-year gap between right. five and six, so seven can start two years earlier. That's true. He didn't, he's not going anywhere. That doesn't that doesn't mean he gets resurrected if it's a prequel. Yeah. yeah, it's a force ghost. No, that, he's complaining this like he might not even be dead. It's like, no, he'd still be dead. He'd just be in a prequel. <laughs> Did, uh, whatever. All of these characters feel bulletproof. Which just except the ones that die. <laughs> yeah, except fucking Alec Baldwin. Serves to lessen the movie's tension even more. Characters are one of the most important parts of any movie. We experience Yeah, sure. Experience the movie through them, and Christopher McQuarrie knows that. So how do you balance storytelling with stunts? It all comes down to character and story first. Uh, that's that's the thing that gives it the heart and soul of the movie, and that that really has to take. Well, no Star sense. Wars films for you, asshole. I'm glad he proved it <laughs> with Mission Impossible Fallout. He just didn't implement it correctly or at all. When you yeah, mash, he, did. he didn't implement yeah, he did. it correctly or at all. <laughs> <laughs> all of these flaws together, you don't get a thrilling action movie. Well, your collection is literally like two things that we deemed fair enough, but kind of nitpicky. So it's just like he. Hmm. He made me feel sad when Alec Baldwin pretended to die. Yeah. Yeah, good job. You get a boring, pointless mess. I don't think anybody would describe this film as boring. You'd f it would be tough. It's not boring. He yeah. was bitching about how many action scenes there were how and erratic. we should cut them out. But we but there's too many action scenes, but it, the film is too boring. But there's too many action scenes, but the film's too boring. Fuck movies. <laughs> Look, just, you just can't get over the fact that he's right, okay? Get over it. Mission Impossible is a bad movie. Not a terrible movie, not a flaming pile of garbage, just a bad movie. That, in the end, will only be remembered for being that one movie where Tom Cruise dangled off of a helicopter. This oh, is ugh. a bad video. Not a terrible video. No, actually, no, fuck it, it's an abysmal video. No, this video. is a terrible video. But, <laughs> and it won't be remembered for anything but having terrible points. About, like, everything. And I'm happy to help contribute to that. <laughs> Just like Ghost Hashtag Protocol was, I was there. one movie where Tom Cruise dangled off of a building, just like Rogue Nation is known as the one where- The Fallout will be remembered for being the fucking awesome Mission Impossible film. I don't think anybody's gonna pick <laughs> a specific moment from it and say that was what it was. Yeah, man. I, um... I don't know. This is a solid one, and it really holds up. Mm -hmm. Years from now, I can watch this of again. An airplane. Compare that to Mission Impossible 3, which is where this series should have ended. That one sticks out Fuck to you. me as being the one where he tries to save his wife. It's a good movie. Saying it's a good movie doesn't mean Fallout's bad. Move on. It's easily my favorite movie in the franchise because it was from its very conception a movie first and a stunt showpiece second. <laughs> Ethan Hunt is dangling out of this car because he has to. If he doesn't stop the other car in time. You can't make that argument for anything in Fallout. Yeah. He crashes his helicopter into the other helicopter. 
because he has to. Um, he's running away from the police because he has to. It, yeah, he has to get be killed. The fact that Tom Terrible. Cruise does all of these stunts on his own is just the cherry on top of the movie rather than its sole purpose. It's a great action movie. And I don't know, that explosion looked like it might have been CGI. Bad movie. I, didn't I, think think they, I don't think they shot a real missile. Real, also, I'm pretty like, sure this is Tom Cruise. He's been in other Fallout, uh, Mission Impossible videos, sorry. So, uh, wait, are you sorry, saying, uh, wait, are, Mahler, are you saying that, are you saying that was a cruise missile? Yes, <laughs> I'm also saying that he's been in a movie before, so this is kind of redundant at this point. Like, why even make movies? This is what the others One and done, should strive to achieve. But Fuck I don't movies. think things are going to get much better for this franchise. I think it's hit its peak. Because uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Mission Impossible Fallout, I think it may have hit its peak. Because <laughs> just a couple weeks ago, it was announced that we're getting two more Mission Impossible movies. That makes me happy. That makes me very Yay! happy. <laughs> One well, in 2020. We gotta wait till 2021. Oh, right? wait, 20. Maybe they're doing these okay. side by side. Like making them side by side. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. One right after the other. And another in 2021. And what I like is that it's all the same team, so they're probably going to be taking the uh, Solomon Lane story further. He's not, yeah, he's like, not I there. like the idea of having this big series on. Yeah, go for it. It's like a TV show in movies, It's which is something that's happening well, like, more and more. Yeah. MCU. Apparently many... it's the same guy directing them, too. Yep, well, I'm very happy God. to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> How many Both series of which are being get written? to the seventh and eighth installments, and we're like, And they're yeah. still really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Normally, by the time like three rolls around, we're like, please stop, stop. What are you doing? Stop. No, no, the first one was good. Stop. <laughs> and directed right, so the by Caribbean, the same guy that did Alien, and Fallout. Fire, but it poses the question what will Tom Cruise dangle off of? <laughs> stop next? it too, Perhaps please. A spaceship. Maybe a choo choo train. Maybe a submarine. What if he physically smuggles himself and the rest of the cast and crew into North Korea? That'd be a pretty crazy stunt. Whatever they decide to do they next, just walk I just woods. hope that it has a somewhat interesting yet simple story with a little bit of character development. Maybe a sense I hope of fun. That you never and make a another splash movie. Of self-awareness, but I don't think we'll get that. It'll just be Tom Cruise saving the world again. Another attempt at trying to overcompensate for how short he is, and another opportunity. Okay. Opportunity to cash another check. That's what helps him Tom fly Cruise across buildings. So yeah, but the thing is, it's like he makes it sound so cynical. But I get the impression that everybody is keen about these movies and them. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise isn't doing these crazy stunts and learning how to fucking fly helicopters because he likes because it. Because of the money. He's because, already yeah, it's rich. All because of the, it's yeah, it's all because of the money because he's short. It's the reason why he would have done Edge of Tomorrow as well, you know. It's not like, oh, I want the money. It's like, I want to make this good I mean, movie. He already, um, he, I mean, he already said that they didn't actually set out to the movie. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe they, we needed done it. I want to be wrong about everything I'm saying. You are wrong about everything you said. Well, I have some good news. Deep. It's getting tired, and so am I. But that's all I got <laughs> for this video, it. guys. It took Take a nap, way longer to make than I anticipated, but I did have a blast making. I didn't have a so blast watching it, man. So if you enjoyed it, it at all, please leave I a like. I don't actually have alcohol in this house. Well, because I think I, I dumped about like 250 anyway. hours of my life into this video, Fucking and I'm hell. almost certain that Young it'll Sanders get Young Sanders doesn't look all that skinny himself. With some kind Just of Ooh, I see where you're going with that, yeah. copyright thing with the way YouTube is right now. So sharing this video around and helping the channel grow. Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't like sharing videos, videos that like are spreading bad ideas. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my I think let you delete this anyway, video. Though, thanks for watching, and I'll see you guys oh, in the next done. one. Done. No. Is there a way to delete other people's videos? <laughs>
<laughs> no. It's uh so yeah, that was that was that. We did it. I'm actually impressed that we managed it. Uh Dude, pretty bad. We've been gone for nearly seven hours. That was a that's a that was a forty that was a forty six oh, minute video, gentlemen. And we didn't get into it until like an hour and forty minutes in. Forty minutes into the stream. Uh we got we got two two memes that uh you know I'd I'd say. So first one. Oh boy. I'll send it to you guys now. I think I think Rags will particularly like this one. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, then a pretty awesome piece of fan art. Hey. <laughs> Oh, we're playing aliens, Colonial Marine. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, we've got. Wolf looks so upset. We got we got Kylo Ben in the background. We got Thanos, the Last Jedi. We got a little Star uh, Killer oh, we, figurine. We, I think. we got a little we got a little frog fringy. Oh, oh there he is! Oh, wow. <laughs> what's on what's on we, my desk? I can't. We read have that. a froggy. Is uh, what you, is that? A, Oh, oh my god, the oh, ceiling the fan is a porg. Is a porg. <laughs> <laughs> what well, is that? You got a star killer base up on that shelf too. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like we yeah, have a I... we have a Blu-ray of The Last Jedi. What does it say? Tag? Still in the box. I can't read that. Still sealed, haven't even opened. I can't read what's I like on the, the EFAP desk. poster as well. But yeah. Maybe um, someone in the chat will know. There's there's a video as well that I haven't actually seen yet, but it looks to be a meme video that was quickly made during this stream. Um, oh boy! And they they said that it's uh, it's a bit rushed, but let's check it out anyway. <sighs> You're a frog now, Freddy. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I saw the title. A comedy oh, no. person. Blessed frog. I just pointed it out. I didn't. I mean, that's how JJ Biggs was born. All right, everyone. Fringy's new name is Froggy. No, it's not. Oh, it's a carton of rhino milk, apparently. On uh, oh, on the okay. Uh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've got a shit ton of of, of super chats. Kermit suicide. <laughs> but anyone is free to do as ever they wish. It's it's that time of the day. Um, so uh, I'm just gonna get to reading them because the the faster we do it, the better, right? There's there's a few. Um, okay, so Wolf, have you seen the Polish Witcher series? Um, I saw clips of it on YouTube, and it looks really awful, so I'm not gonna watch it. Uh, happy useless daylight savings time. I I think we, yeah we're near we're nearing that in uh in Britain now. I'm not sure. Yeah, what it is. ours was. Last yeah, it was. Night. Yeah, so I woke up this morning and I was like, wow, I I know I got really high last night, but I didn't think I slept in that. Oh long. my god, I changed the time of the <laughs> where you are. <laughs> Uh, hello, ah! hello, guys! First time catching from the start. Hello, Geo Wolf. Hello. Efap has returned. A surprise, to be sure, but a welcome one. Wolf, is there a way to get an early version of your book? What? I don't know. They asked if there's an, an early version. Yeah. Yeah. Like a version that's early. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Captain Marvel was a structural mess. The end sucks. Yep. Uh. I will make a video eventually, it's coming. 
Imola, I'm going to make an in-depth review on K Kingdom Hearts 3, inspired by your longer reviews. I was wondering if you have any advice. Don't have much editing experience. The advice we always give out is just keep redrafting and structure it and keep yeah. notes. Like, it's kind of hard to give you more you specific will learn, advice. You'll learn video editing a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. I'm all pile up. Yeah, like, you'll uh, find there'll be, like, a thing you need to know, and then you accidentally figure out something that you then use for the rest of that's time. That's what I do, is if I want something to happen, I'll just go to YouTube and, like, how do I do this? And then I'll learn how to do it, and that'll just become another thing I know how to do now. I am the someone table. Said, uh, someone said the princess and the fringy. Blessed Frogman, blessed Frogman. An account called Toto the Table said, I am the table, I am, I am, I am. What? I... I'm not sure I get it. Captain Marvel was great because I got to look at women. Of course. And we put our hands together for the green people representation in Captain Marvel. I hope you're happy, Fringy. Yeah. There's no frogs uh, in yes, it, though. Yes, girl, slay. I'm glad Captain Marvel <laughs> raised awareness for the horrible sexist oppression of women being barred from driving go-karts at the county fair. <laughs> that's... <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a joke going around that's like... Batman's history, his parents were gunned down in front of him, or his, his mum was at the very least, but I think uh, the idea being that you compare it to Captain Marvel, which is when she was younger, she was in a go-kart, and then your dad was like, hey, you're not supposed to be doing that. Because she's a girl? I guess. There's lots what? of that in her little montage where they're just like, you can't do it because you're a girl. It's like, mm, damn. Wow. Meanwhile, Batman watched his parents get murdered <laughs> out of his eyes. Um, yeah, but Captain Marvel, she couldn't drive a go-kart that one time. Uh, have somebody you... I can't, I can't read that. Who do, who do, I love how they space it out. It's forgets. <laughs> uh, I finally managed to get here on time. I think J.J. Abrams will be forgets. the most inconsistent character. J.J.'s not going to be in the film. <laughs> Idiot. Finally, any of you seen Captain Marvel yet? I couldn't because I have to pick up the plain milk after taking my existential dread to the airport. Love you guys. Yep, we got a whole bit on it at the uh, the, the front end of this stream. <laughs> um, hey, Wolf, in your Aquaman video you called Kingdom Come pretty. Could you elaborate? It looks pretty. It's a, It's got good graphics. I am three hours into the game and there's been like no gameplay yet, so I don't know what else to say other than that it looks pretty. Uh, am I the only one who thinks the island in The Last Jedi looks like a shoe? Seriously, I feel like calling it Shoe Island. I don't know. I can't remember if it's shoe-shaped. I don't know that I call it a shoe. I vote for all characters being inconsistent. That's the easy choice. Do that. Gotta vote for one specifically. Love all you guys. Can't stay for the whole thing, but we'll catch up on Moolah. I've been watching Rags for years, and it's how I found all of you. Aww. Yay! I've been Yay! Working... Oh, right, that's Southport. I've been working on a response to this video on Fallout. It's estimated to be at least 70 minutes long, and 50 minutes have been edited already. Dude, I'm surprised you managed to make it 70 minutes, because... <laughs> it took us a few hours. Oh, boy. Hello, future me who will listen to this later. Well, that's from uh, Spooky... Too Spooky for me. There you go. Any of you play DMC5? Who's your favorite character? Yeah. Uh, who's my favorite character? What, from a gameplay perspective? It just says I guess. characters um, uh, well I mean Dante is my favorite character as a oh, character wait. their options are emo Kylo Ren or the second black power ranger right so it's actually <laughs> for real though for real Dante 
is my favorite character, but from a gameplay perspective, I'm kind of toss up between Dante and Nero because they're both. Though admittedly, I'd say probably Nero's more accessible. Like he's he's clearly the the character that eases you into it. But uh, <sighs> yeah, I'll have to replay it some more mm -hmm. times. Uh, Hamel, are you going to do an unbridled rage video on Captain Marvel? It'll be an unbridled meh. Streaming during Smash Summit Finals? God damn it! I didn't even know that was happening. Hamel, I recently watched the last TGBP, and I got to say, I'm disappointed. Falling asleep after four hours. Long man ain't that long after all, huh? I I was up late. Only four hours. I was up late. I'm not up late today. Well, technically I am in normal people's time, but you know, gotta let it out. Gotta let it out. Uh, what do you guys think of Captain Marvel? I think Anita Sarkeesian's cameo was a bit much. That doesn't happen. Uh, I was about to <laughs> say, is that thing? Yeah, I was about to be like, is that actually a thing that happened? Because that wouldn't have... Yeah, that genuinely wouldn't have surprised me. More of Captain Marvel <laughs> praise when? That's not gonna happen. Wolf, read Warbreaker by Sanderson. It's free on his website and it'll make Azure in Oathbringer make more sense. Oh man, I haven't even started... The Way of Kings yet. I want to get through the Wheel of Time books before I start any of Stormlight Archive and shit. Why would we deal with Sanderson when we have Joseph Anderson in his books? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on Monkey Jones coming on EFAP and the ED article on Quinn. Um, we'll try and get Monkey Jones on here, I think, at some point. I don't see why not. And as here, for. Be, um... I gotta go real quick, get something up right back. Okay. Uh, as for the ED article on Quinton, I just thought it was really funny and I like that it annoys him. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> uh, the anime I recommend is the first season of Psychopaths. Fair enough. Ever seen Matt Colville's video on Star Wars and the Last Jedi? I disagree with some of his points, but I agree with Disney films undermine the OT. I actually enjoy his perspective. It's just that I find he's wrong on a few things, but I guess that's normal. Like that's pretty much what you could say about any good content creator. Uh, here's some money to help support the Cymru sovereign. Maybe your people find freedom in the crown. <laughs> More like, yes, thank you, we will escape uh, the evil English, finally, with that donation. More, loving your TFA critique, where did you get your footage from? Blu-rays? If so, what is your exact process? I'd like to improve my video essays. They're just rips of, um, of Blu-rays you can, you can get. There's lots of little programs that allow you to rip your own uh, Blu-rays if you have the drive. Um, literally, if you Google it, you'll, you'll get plenty of advice or programs on exactly what to do or how to do it. Um... But yeah, it's good. I think it is really good to have visuals that match what you're saying. It just helps solidify your point, or at least have people follow what you're saying. And it, you know, if you're doing long man content, then it's good to have them follow instead of falling off completely. Uh, so many thumbnails with Arthur Morgan's grave. Shake my head. Get it. Uh, you've played Red Dead Redemption Two. Nope. What they were referencing was, I think I brought that a lot of uh, videos have spoilers. Oh, okay. And so what he's talking about is spoilers for Red Dead Redemption 2. I'll probably forget uh, it sorry. if I ever get around to playing it. Oh, well, I was going to say, yeah, I guess uh, apologies. <laughs> um, I, love, I love your second TFA video, Rags. Two hours and 20 minutes of excellence. Keep up the good work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a while ago, some guy named Jim Rayner wrote a 108-page response to the Plinkett review for Phantom Menace defending the movie and criticizing Plinkett's methods. Anybody familiar with it or have thoughts? I've not read it, but I would... 148 pages. I would to It's 108 pages, what he said, but I would totally read I... it when prepping for anal analysizing. That's that's a way to... Phantom Menace. If I, if I get around to tackling that, I'd like to a defense of it. Slice and dice, Dangus heads, or to put it in terms Fringy might understand, slice and doys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
thoughts on companies Sorry. pulling Michael Jackson content due to the defamatory documentary? It was already disproven in court years ago. I've not heard anything about that. Uh, yeah, you you know the uh, leaving or something. It's like a documentary that's meant to be like an expose or something. Ah. Um, I'm not. I haven't seen it, but I'm not convinced. I would just say that much about the whole. Yeah, again, I, I yeah, I haven't heard of it. Brigham. Yeah, I'm not in the position to talk about it. Really, DMC Five is so good. I'm currently on mission thirteen. I have some criticisms, but nothing crazy. Well, you're not you're not done yet, man. You still got like another seven or eight to go. <laughs> you cut out like all of that, but I understood you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fringe needs to return, and he has. I'm sad about Jared. Yeah. He had his internet taken away, from what I've heard. He, uh, yeah, it's probably uh, a good thing. I'd say. Yeah, who knows? I, I how would say that resolve. Jared probably shouldn't be on the internet anymore. Just wanted to say, you three, sorry, Fringy, and the EFAB has helped me out recently. <laughs> Love you guys. Also, any chance of covering the shit show that is Captain Marvel? Yes, coming soon to a YouTube near you. Let's see Rags didn't verb himself after watching two Mark S. Brownlee videos <laughs> in the last <laughs> Loved TFA Part 2, Mr. Rags, keep up the good work, and the Aquaman video was great, Frig Daddy G. <laughs> of course. Uh, Wolf, while comparing New Vegas to Metro, you said New Vegas had a stupid plot and bland and lifeless characters. Qualify, please? I'm pretty sure I said that about Fallout in general, which, when I say Fallout in general, I mean fallout 2 because that was really the last time i liked a fallout game because three is garbage four is definite garbage 76 i have not heard anything other than the fact that it's garbage and i think uh new vegas is overrated i don't know if i said that specifically about new vegas because i don't have a frame of reference for what quote you're taking that from i think that i don't like the characters and i thought the plot was boring most and then I don't like the gameplay of New Vegas. I'd say it's the best out of everything that came after two, but uh I mean that would I'd need to go so much more in depth on that and I would need to write a script and I'm still tired after eight hours. Mm-hmm. Rags, I really like the new part of the Force Awakens video. Everybody's in, joined <laughs> up on that. <laughs> Just watch the new Captain Marvel movie, my review of the movie. Oof. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I saw They Shall Not Grow Old by Peter Jackson yesterday, and I was wondering if any of you guys had seen it, and if so, your thoughts about it. I've not seen it. I've heard, I've heard I of it, but I haven't seen it. I heard good things about it, though. Yeah, I should, we should watch that. Uh, to clarify, Wolf's comment on his was on his best and worst of E3 2017 video. He has more of my money. I guess that was uh, to clarify. That was a video I made two years ago, so I don't remember what I said about it. All I, I remember, remember is that... Said, I, I remember you said in E3 2018, oh, I'm Smash. Uh, that was your. That was wrong, by the way. Wait, you cut out on all of that. Can you repeat that? You said you weren't interested in Smash. You thought it looked bad, and or something like that. Well, I wasn't interested in any Nintendo games because I don't own a Nintendo console. And uh, you need to fix that, man. Well, if you want to give me four hundred dollars, I'm then... not gonna buy it for you, though. Well, you I'm know? not gonna buy it. I gotta lend the value of money, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's I, not my responsibility. I, I'm spending my money on a vacation. I don't care about Nintendo. Oh man, no. that's uh, that long. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got better games on my PC. I'm not buying a Switch for two games. Two games? Hmm. Yeah. How many do I have? I got like nine of. 
Uh, maybe H-bomb meant left and right like actual directions, even though that would be dumb because things can be in front <laughs> instead of left or right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he meant politics, but even if that was it, it would be dumb too. An EFAP on my birthday and a NASCAR race? Shit, if only I didn't have to work to deal with right now and then this would be the best what birthday boy? ever. Uh, fair enough. Uh, does that mean H-bomber is anti-vax? Um, I would imagine what? he's pro-vaccine, but he, yeah, he'd probably consider that a binary of being right and wrong. Welcome to Pinochet Helicopter Safaris, communist ride for free. Uh, did H-Bomber guy not actually watch The Room? What you'll find with his people, <laughs> for lack of a better word, is they'll say The Room is objectively good as a comedy because people laugh at it, while it's objectively bad as a drama because people don't get invested in it, or something like that, because that's how they use the word objective, based on how people feel. It's the most retarded use of it ever. So they would say The Room is good if you look at it as a comedy. Uh, that would be the justification, if that's what that's about. Sorry if it's I not. would say The Room is objectively good in every conceivable Absolutely. Point. It's a one billion percent film. I enjoy the work you guys do. I look forward to watching this later. Excellent. Hey, Rags. Yay. Hey, Rags. Enjoyed hey. your TFA critique Hello. part two. Thanks. Nice I worked stuff. really hard on that. Took me a lot of a lot of editing. That's where that's where they get you. Know, you. What's that's interesting is I've done four of the cameos, and you two are still not not in there yet. And I, I just, it's going to be funny when you finally pop up and be like, "Oh shit, yeah, we did a cameo for this." <laughs> like, it's been fucking ages. Uh, love all these EFAPs, more. It's been a pleasure watching them over the months. Keep doing what you do, and can you give me a best impression of Darth Vader saying, "I am your father, love you, man." I'm not going to embarrass Darth Vader trying to do that off the cuff, especially without being able to play with it. Look, they should have just cut Darth Vader out, and maybe slimmed down the film <laughs> a little felt, bit. I felt like he was forced in. Like, you know, it was just a nice, easy, watchable, twenty-six minute long movie. We didn't need the Battle yeah, of Hoth so either. You know, no, it so because it doesn't go anywhere. Okay, well, they lose. What's <laughs> cut, the point? Cut the Battle of Hoth. Cut Dagobah. Cut the chase with the asteroid thing, and cut Bespin. And you're and left with yourself. the most important parts. I don't know what they are, but they're there. Okay. So <laughs> hey, Mola, when you upload Goodell, don't let your EFAP crew watch. You should just put it on EFAB and have them react to it. Also, how is Marvel? Ma they will be able to tell when they're watching Goodell versus an actual video. It's it's pretty fucking obvious. Uh, and yeah, Marvel was shit. Captain Marvel, I mean. Wolf, over 12,000 movies came out in 2018. How many have you seen to justify saying there weren't many good movies? Yeah. Okay, I'm not, I'm not taking into account a bunch of... Um, I agree. Bringy and Wolf are just cutting out all over today. Not me, though. So, okay, I'll repeat it. I'm not taking into account a bunch of art house movies. No one's. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your internet connection's coming from an art house. <laughs> art house like... movies don't matter. I don't care about them. <laughs> Sounds like your comedy's more like an outhouse. At this point, you're diametrically opposed to fucking YMS. It's like, art house doesn't matter and new I, good well, films. Well, you know, I. The the more YMS videos I watch, the less I find myself agreeing with him. We need I'm to have him saying. on now to hash out this movie discussion thing. We um, need to tell him why he's wrong. I'm axing so you, things. Wolf. Are you willing to give Aquaman some leeway for being a DC fanatical superhero movie? I'm axing you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tim Pool did a rant on Captain Marvel. Could be guest. I would not be against him guesting on EFAB oh, if he wanted. I would wanted. love to have Tim Pool on. I'd love to talk to Tim Pool. Yeah. Yeah, you can come on anytime. Yeah. Uh, Wolf, that was cool watching you play video games the other day. Cool. Yeah, Good I got more. I got scared really quickly. Hashtag yes. kick J. 
Oh. What's the fine line between identifying something in media as a reference slash homage or a straight ripoff? The topic briefly mentioned in Muller and Wolf's recent reviews, Big Fanny Wick. It's tough. I haven't specifically explored exactly what that would, would identify it. To, that would have to be on a case-by-case -case basis. Yeah, yeah because it's... you know it when you see it. There's a there's a tough to break all of it down. Have loads of examples of how it how it works. It's um, like um, it's like the smell of weed. <laughs> it's hard to describe, you but you know it. Yeah, yeah. You could never, mate. You will never have smell weed before in your life. But the first time you smell weed, you're like, that's weed. And then you're just like, man, I'm hungry now. Gotta get myself then, some Doritos. And, and then you Pepper. run out of the house and you're screaming. Ah! And you run to the, <laughs> the aliens are trying to kill me. The devil That's not how work. weed works. Yes, it what is. are you talking about? Gosh, Wolf hasn't tried the best weed, clearly. No, no, he's getting away from the weed because he's a good Christian boy and he's not going to partake <laughs> of burning the devil's lettuce. Uh -huh. Hey Rags, picked up Vermintide 2 on your recommendation, been having a blast. If you still play, what's your favorite class? I play Cienafuegenasus the most, specifically Unchained. Mm. Man, first they add Australians to Siege, and now EFAP has them as well. I know. Mm. Sorry about that. Um, IM3 turned me off the MCU. No, really it did. I'm yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't blame you for that. Iron Man 3 pissed me off to no fucking limit. <laughs> like, fucking terrible. Y'all have inspired me to view media more critically. I've actually started appreciating good writing more because of this. I've been planning on starting a review series of my own. Thank you. That's the best result I'd say we can get out of EFAP, right? Outside of making people laugh. Yay. So, uh, that's good stuff, man. Good luck. Uh, my opinion is probably wrong. Sorry, Wolf. But I thought Captain Marvel was okay. Not amazing. Not terrible. Just okay. Probably need to think on it. I, 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 I was going to say, Wolf hasn't seen it. Uh, I'll be interested to see what you think of all the criticisms I have in my video, I guess. But yeah, I, I would I'm not happily say it. it's bad. Um, I defend, just go to Mauler. I defend all but Black Panther and Captain Marvel. There's a couple of other ones you need to put in there. <laughs> but sure. Iron Man 3, Thor 1 and 2, Hulk. Yes, finally, a I JoJo EFAP meme. Has anyone seen JoJo? Yes, it's fucking great. Very fun, despite a couple of plot holes here and there. I've not seen it. I've see. been told that plot holes don't matter. So. <laughs> Bring, have you seen Jojo Bizarre? No. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, it is Rags, and I have the same shit. It's from Destiny 1, not 2. Oh, Destiny the game. I thought when they said Destiny shit, they meant Destiny the guy. Oh, who would put his face on a shirt and wear it in public? Uh, I don't know, small people. <laughs> small people. Oompa Loompas. Hello, all my Muslims. <laughs> Wolfie Baggins. Hello, all my Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> uh, action scenes strung together, so it's a movie. Yeah, you let could... us praise Allah together. Uh, you get to look at the girl cop. Perfect. He was stuck between a car and a mailbox. Not sure. Oh, and oh, Yelchin. right, right. Speaking of Yelchin, I strongly recommend Green Room. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you may think it's hard to make a plot holes in Mission Impossible Fallout from whole cloth, but actually, it's super easy. Barely an inconvenience. I don't think he he made it look hard because <laughs> he was like, "Oh fucking, this this happened." Uh, words are just mouth sounds that we define with ideas. We debate the meaning of tongue and teeth noises. I sp spent money to say this watermelon. <laughs> All right, money well spent. <laughs> porn for the porn god, smut for the smut throne. Praise Slanesh. What is your favorite forty k faction? Come 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 come. Never I played forty k. I haven't either. I don't know enough about the factions to really 
know quite yet. Bringy? Uh, no, I don't know that much. I've read like a little. But, yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. know. Who, I don't know enough about individual factions. Uh, hey, Mailer, have you seen the newest video by Now You See It on writing women? Thoughts? Great work as always. Uh, all of you and make more videos, Rag. I should have a video. Oh, I say that. Um, <laughs> it is fucking 10.46 p.m. because we've been streaming for about two Seven days hours, now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I know at the beginning of the stream, it's like, yeah, I have the time and energy to finish for tomorrow. And now six fucking hours later... <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, a nap sounds pretty neat. <laughs> uh, and as for now you see it, I've not seen the video on writing women, but I find that title amusing, I don't know. Here's how you write women. <laughs> Muller, if Rags is trying to kill Wolf, and the only way to save him was to kill Rags, would you be fighting what you hate or saving what you love? Well, um... it would be impossible to kill me, because I'm uh, absolutely... Yeah, if it's a situation where guns are involved, I don't think I'm going to be winning. I feel like Rags is probably going to be able to defeat both of us. Oh, I'll just stand out in the open and be like, end my miserable <laughs> please. I've been waiting for this day for so long. I'll just please. plead with oh, Rags. Yeah, just Why like, would you... <laughs> well, I'll, just, I'll give him the rose line. He'll, he'll stop in his tracks. I'll be like, Rags, you're killing what you hate instead of saving what you love. And I'll give you the vase line and you could... Um, get rid of your chap flips and dry hands. <coughs> I agree with that. Senor Mola, will you be blessing us with an outrage video for Terminator Genesis? I appreciate your videos, sir. Wish you all a pleasant day. Yes, 100% yes, and I want to do it right, quote-unquote. I will be spending a long time figuring out how to do a Terminator Rage. I can't imagine me getting any more angry than that. I was asked in the Discord yesterday, uh, people were talking about whether or not TLJ or Genesis is worse, and they were like, let's ask Mola. And they were like, I'm pretty sure he thinks TLJ is worse. I was like, no, it's Genesis. It's Genesis. Genesis. Absolutely Genesis. I, like, I can't believe that we actually had watched Genesis and we're... This is, this is actually worse than TLJ. Genesis is the worst. Oh, should I... I don't think I told the chat this story. I know I told you three. But, um... Oh, I know, yeah. Go about, for it. About, about the friend. So I have a friend who loves Terminator <laughs> more than anything in the world. He thinks Terminator 2 is the best movie ever made. I don't agree with him, but I understand. And that's a very good movie to, you know, to think, to put up on that pedestal. Mm -hmm. when I, and when I say that he is a mega Terminator fan, I mean, he is such a crazy Terminator fan that when he goes to, when he comes to my house, um, the way he knocks on the door, he does the Terminator. You know that? <laughs> da, 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 da. And that's how you know he's there. Um, that's how much he loves this movie. After seeing Terminator Genesis, I was like, man, I need to show my friend this. So, uh, I know he's not tapping the Battlefield theme. Da, 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 da. Because he doesn't do the da, da at the end. Da, 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 da. Maybe it's just a really subtle... No, he's, he's specifically told me this. But anyway... So he, he didn't see Genesis because he was like, I heard it was bad and the trailer made me think it would be bad. So I didn't watch it. And I was like, well, we're going to watch it. So we got about 15 minutes in and he doesn't talk much during movies, um, but he makes expressions with his face that are As very opposed telling. to expressions with his. Shut up. <laughs> with his hands. <laughs> anyway, so. He we got about fifteen minutes in, and he looked very 
like he wasn't seeing a movie that should exist. Halfway through the movie, around the point where it's like John Connor's, he finally said something and he was like, I don't know if I want to watch the rest of this movie anymore. And I was like, no, we have to watch the rest of it. And we did. And at the end, he was a little quiet. Then we got, and then we smoked a little to, you know, get our thoughts a little muddled. And then he lost his mind. And he basically, for all intents and purposes, went on to say that Terminator Genesis is the movie that ripped his heart out and stomped on it over and over and over again. And I was like, oh, man, I I killed my friend. I felt Jeez. really I felt really bad after that because he he really loves the Terminator, Terminator movies. kind of squeaked away, you know, because it's the fan base of Terminator is just not big enough to make a big stink about it but it's it's terrible yeah i, I felt so bad i was like wow it, i just did the equivalent of like bring his child only it was with terminator <laughs> so yeah, yeah uh there will be a video eventually and i'm just gonna take my time and make sure i do it right because it terminator is something i've loved since i was a kid and they fucking destroy it with the fifth one um fringy has become the sad pepe I'm pretty sure he's a happy froggo. Rags, I'm, you... I'm a happy... F yeah. Rags, you're a I'm sellout tired, for though. doing videos that are less than half an... Less than half an hour long. JK, I actually like game reviews. Do you have a review schedule when we can expect a new one? Once every... One every Wednesday on Exclusively Games. Jesus Christ, you're doing them weekly? Yeah. They're, they're only 10 to 15 uh, minutes. So, for me, it's like... Insane, like only ten to fifteen minutes. It's a little tough to boil it all down in ten fifteen minutes, but so, you know, it's, I'm learning how to make normal person sized videos. It's a, <laughs> yeah, I'm on a twelve. I'm a on a twelve step program to being fucking normal. It'll be a short man. Um, I if think I might have to go to sleep. Actually, <laughs> that's okay. I got you, man. So I'll be right okay. behind you. Yeah, we're not gonna be uh, much longer. Yeah, do you want me to wait around? It's completely up to you if you'd like to- I'd say we're gonna need another like 10 minutes, probably. Yeah, man, look, it's okay if you leave, we're just gonna not respect you anymore mm -hmm. if you do. That ten, what's well, 10 minutes of frog time? I wanna highlight- Frog time. I'll wait it out. <laughs> I wanna highlight so that Subliminal Origami said T3 killed Terminator ages ago. N no. 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 Terminator 3 is bad. Yeah. Terminator 4 is still kind of bad too. Uh, Terminator 5 it didn't just, I'm not, not trying to be tonal here, it didn't just kill Terminator, it literally erases it. It no longer exists. That and when we say worse. literally, we mean literally. Literally. <laughs> there is no Terminator like, 1 and 2 and 3 and 4. It's, it's insulting. And when you see Daenerys playing Sarah Connor, it's like, what happened? Who, who thought this was a good idea? Yeah, as as annoying or offensive as Terminator 3 is, it's just so much better than T5. T3 has, like, the ending 30 seconds, and that's that's still better than anything in Genesis. Oof. Anyway, hey Wolf, what do you think of the new designs for some of the mutants in Metro Exodus? For everyone else, what kind of computer should I buy? Oh, um... Big, strong, fast, handsome. I agree with that <laughs> statement. Yeah, I can't... I'll go into it in my video on Exodus. Which I'm working on, but it will be a while. I like the designs. The only ones I'm not a big fan of are the zombie ones that are pretty much just the ghouls from Fallout, which I thought was kind of lame, but the rest are really good. 
And as for a computer, it's kind of tough to explain what you should do. Just buy parts. Best, buy, best value one. for the money you have in parts, yeah. And look for advice online, I suppose. The best value for money is to go to Craigslist and something and buy somebody else's. Or hell, you can just go to PC Part Picker, pick out the parts you want, and it'll show you a bunch of websites that match price. Mm -hmm. If you're really on a budget, people will sell their good computers for very, very reasonable prices. They ain't got overhead, and for the most part, they just want to get rid of them for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I, I spent a couple grand on my desktop, and I'm not going to have to upgrade this thing for quite a while. Question for you guys, what's the best scene in Thor 1 and why? And no, the ending credits don't count. I was gonna ah. say when you know when Loki <laughs> gets dropped into that black hole. I think it was the was it the Thor shower scene, or was um, am I thinking? I like oh no, I'm thinking of porn in the party. hospital and then uh, you know, lots of fighting everybody. I like uh, just just the family drama with Odin, Thor, Loki. So like, uh, probably probably their big speech to each other uh, toward the end, or when uh, Odin first casts him out. I like those bits. I like the, the title card and nothing else. Well, there you go. Uh, he said he couldn't use the ending, but you can <laughs> title card. Uh, the second before the ending. Mola, is it true? Are the rumors true? Are you a thick, supple boy? Hmm. I can't, you can't say that about yourself. Someone else has to say it. Oh, it works through the rules. Will, will you EFAP on School of Movies Last Jedi video? I mean, we can't do them all. But I've not even heard of that one, so I don't know. Maybe one day, I don't know. This guy's video is objectively good because it convinced me to rewatch Fallout after he <laughs> Yeah, everyone go. Everybody who's seen the film and watched this, just go watch it again. Just go do it. Now that, now that we've and been through it. If you haven't seen it, then definitely see it. Complex movie bad. Makes simple like kitty cartoon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fringy the Frogo. Fringy, read Scythe, and you're talking about a Jim Butcher book. Uh, I'm guessing that was subjective. Grim Reaper in the room. Oh. Oh, it could be, yeah. That's, well, Scythe. That's what it makes me think mm -hmm. of anyway. Yeah. If Captain Marvel gets the final blow on Thanos, I will be pissed. As will we all. <laughs> I think most people will be, actually. Perhaps aren't gay? That's, that's a statement. Reminds me when Razor Fist said Horizon Zero Dawn's world sucked because they started with the robot dinosaurs first and then everything else later. I've not played it, so. He did say that. Yeah, he did. I remember. That's a bad point. Mm. I mean, there are definitely criticisms to the game, and I don't, as much as I don't like Razor Fist, I actually kind of agree with that point to an extent. I was going to say. Because there are a lot of things that weren't well developed in that game. There was a lot of potential. Like, I really like the gameplay. I really like the visual. Music is fine. There's some good tracks, but most of it's kind of samey. Most of the, right. the problem with it is that the story is really, really lame, and the characters are not. Buddies, they're just blank slates with some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, it's got problems. Like, from what little I played, I didn't play that much of that oh, game. Oh, I, I completed the game twice, so... Oh, okay. Oh, well, you liked it enough then, I guess. I mean, I, I really liked playing it, but right. the story... I mean, my second time through, I literally just skipped all the dialogue because the game is so boring to sit through and listen to all the characters. Uh, yeah, I still haven't played it, but I've heard it's good. Uh, Rags... Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it gameplay-wise, so... Oh, so so they said, Rags, what about I? And A-Y-E, does that count as a sentence? I? Yeah, like saying, I, like yes. 
No. Ragas. <laughs> mm. <laughs> does does I count as a sentence? Like when you say I uh, to agree with something? Like A Y E. Mm -hmm. What is the subject and verb? I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> no. Uh, I gotta leave to work. Yes. No. I gotta leave to work a night shift. Guy. Have a great rest of the stream, guys. Thank you, Muff Chicken Flipper. Thank you, McChicken Flipper. <laughs> I learned about sentences back when water was wet. Oh. Hey, fellas, <laughs> have you checked out a channel called Terrible Writing Advice? I've heard of yeah, it and I've, I've seen one video. He's great, man. Yeah. I, I, I can't him. think of any videos from him. <laughs> uh, he basically, what he does is he will. He, he basically talks about a specific subject, and the advice that he gives is very sarcastically delivered because it's really awesome advice, but um, it's framed as good, and whenever he brings up actual good advice, he then, like, dismisses it with some other shit advice. It's great. <laughs> so, yeah, you got you gotta watch it, man. Good. Uh, Ethan Francisco said, did you see H-Bomber Guy's post about moderation? It's like, oh, go go back six hours. <laughs> You'll find it. Uh, is Fringia Coolipari? Can he tap the poison? I have, is that a type of frog or... <laughs> no idea. <laughs> uh, You're asking him as though he knows So I would know that. You guys... So he knows this is interesting. You guys should see a movie called The Hunt from 2012, especially Wolf because the protagonist gets into a similar situation to what Wolf has to deal with. Um, it's a film I have seen. It's Mads Mikkelsen. It's, um, I'm not going to destroy, I'm not going to even say what it's about just because of the fact that I'll probably get you to watch it. But it's, it's interesting to me because it's such an unknown movie with such a high rating so it's really well done. And um, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. Well, I, I will make a note to... Uh, yeah. God, there's so many movies we gotta watch. We gotta watch Hot Rod. We got Nano Trilogy again. We gotta watch. What were we gonna watch? Uh, Whiplash, or Tropic something. Thunder. Whip Whiplash, yeah. Tropic Thunder. Whiplash is great. I love Tropic Thunder. I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen what? Sorry. Whiplash. Oh right, yeah. yeah we'll it's, we'll get to that. Really good. Um, I gotta go eat with family, but at the current rate of this video, you guys will still be going in two hours. Here's another question: If you guys played Spec Ops: The Line, how much of an awful person do you think you? Are and how do you feel about how it weaved gameplay and story? But it did it very I, well. Uh, I think it does it extremely well because it takes advantage of the fact that it's a video game to make you feel a certain way. It mm -hmm. wouldn't work in any other medium. Wolf, come on, you like to gush about it. Do it. Wait, gush about what? Back off the line. Oh, yeah, I really like that game. They said, what do you think of how it weaves gameplay and story? Oh, very well. There is a point where I died, and there is like this loading screen, and you know how like some games will have like, like a quote or whatever, or like some game tip. Instead of that, the loading screen was like, "Do you feel like a hero yet?" And I was, oh, yeah, I love man. that one. It's that was so good. <laughs> yeah, I was. I I would look back. I like looked introspectively, and I was like, ah, "This game makes me feel like a bad person." <laughs> I really love it, though. What that I love about it in particular is that it doesn't tell you when a choice is happening you know yeah. you, you only figure yeah. it out afterwards i definitely yeah. want to go through and like try and intentionally make different choices that's co-op we should play it sometime oh yeah we could do it um i bet this fucker doesn't like john wick either there's a good chance have you seen how to train your dragon hidden world yet uh i have go ahead wolf give a quick thoughts on it I liked it. I liked it more than the second one. I, I still think the first one is the best. Visually, it is the 
most gorgeous animated film ever made, hands down. It is unbelievable what they accomplished. Music is great. Voice acting is great. Villain is, I mean, he's better than the second movie, but he's still not anything to get worked up about. Um, I'd say it's like the, a really good 7 out of 10. I enjoyed it. Um, catching Cavill wouldn't have mattered anyway. This is the same bad argument as Finn's sacrifice being pointless because Luke showed up later anyway. I've not even heard that argument, but it's, it's not even an argument. It would have mattered if he caught him. It, it would have. Uh, do you guys know that the co-writer of Star Wars Episode Nine with JJ is Chris Terrio, writer of classic films such as Justice League and Batman vs Superman? <laughs> yeah, but didn't didn't he also write it? Like, I'm pretty sure. Jesus. Oh, sorry. Uh, I know that that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to restart again? Uh, wait. Oh, no, he hasn't really. Re what? <laughs> uh, wait, no, he did Argo. Free, you keep cutting out. Oh, uh, we'll forget it. Forget it then. Uh, please make it stop. One day a channel was created by a YouTuber named The Dishonored Wolf. He loves ranting, but if he loves one thing more, fight and round the world. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I challenge you to, uh, to a rock off, Jack Saint. Mola, my brother made EFAP art. Put on his Twitter for you. His account is Gavin Monroe 7 Check it out. It would mean the world to him. That was the one where we were all playing aliens. It was very good. Thank you very, very much. Oh. Uh, I can already tell you how Avengers is going to go. Captain Marvel is going to file a sexual assault claim on Thanos, and since we need to believe all whammon, he'll lose. Yeah, I think that'll be subversive. Mola, really enjoy the reviewed Sense. videos you're making for exclusively games. Have some money. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me and, uh, me, I've been getting along with that channel. It's interesting making videos that are, like, below <laughs> half an hour and stuff. I think you guys should check out Echo if you haven't seen the video. I, uh, I really do try and make an argument for why it's good. Rags, you should make some videos for that channel, I reckon. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, right on it. I'm on it. If I can make a suggestion for EFAP video, discuss Silent Hills, a hill worth dying on from Gaming Brit. It's really kind of bad. Unfortunately, I've got no connection to Silent Hill as a series. Like, I know yeah, I, I know so little about it. I mean, I, I played like us... the original a long time ago, but I barely remember any of it. Yeah, we're the wrong guys to do it, unfortunately. Uh, best case scenario, what's CM's role in Endgame? Uh... Worst case scenario? Best. Oh, best case scenario? She's not in it. Uh, she they tell her to do a thing that requires to go to a different part of the galaxy, and she does it by the end of the movie, and it helps something. She does that thing that Lois Lane did in Man of Steel, where she turned a key a little bit, and that was it. Like, literally, I don't want her anywhere near the movie, so I would just have it. They, they go, we need the Gloomaloosh Bloom to be able to access the area in which we need to go. And she goes, I'll get it. In the meantime, you guys collect everybody and do whatever. And you're like, okay, fine. And then she comes back and gives it to them. And she's like, wow, that was exhausting. I need to go away now. That, that's <laughs> just, just that. Go away. Uh, do you think the Kree is what Wakanda could be? The more you think about how Wakanda evolved as a society, the less it makes sense. Uh, but the Kree could be what Wakanda should be, but they decided <laughs> to have thatched housing shoved into their fucking are, towers. Are you saying that a bunch of black people should be like aliens? No, I'm suggesting that the black people racist? would have been advanced if not for being black. It's just, it's not racist at all. <gasps> By black I mean wearing dark colors. I don't I don't mean this skin color. Jesus. When you, when you wear dark colors it makes you stupider. Proven. 
It attracts the sunlight okay. into your clothing and that'll uh, send delta rays into your skin, which attack your brain cell synapses. <laughs> it makes sense if you think about it. A wolf to buy a Nintendo, two dollars. I don't know if... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, just another 398. Hey, Mola, love your Apex Legends review. Yeah, no, I worked really hard on that. It's one of my favorites. Personally. That TFA critique was horrible, though. What the hell, Rags? Yeah, Rags, you can explain well, that shit, dude. Um, the final uh, Aardvark is a um, graphic novel that is set in the cinematic universe of... Um, have you seen White Chicks? What the fuck are you talking about? He's in a different podcast the, right now. It's the, second, uh. it's the second in a series of film adaptations of... And we're, um, we're nearly there. Do uh, you guys think it's possible to objectively measure so bad it's good films in a way similar to how you judge the value of a comedy, or do you think so bad it's good is strictly subjective? Uh, I think that is subjective. You see, I, I think... So bad yeah, it's good is the, the idea that it's objectively bad to the point of giving you a subjectively positive experience, right? So yeah, it would oh, be subjective. Spec Ops The Line yeah. story campaign isn't... That's gay. Where the line is for you is subjective, but the things that make it up can be measured objectively. That's a case-by-case case basis, too. The water, the water in the cup, you can measure objectively, but how big the cup is until it overflows, that's on you. That's on the cup. That's on the cup, and what, uh, what should be on the cup is Don't buy lid. shitty cups, okay? Because you White Chicks is the best cold. cinematic universe. The cinematic universe of white chicks. That's what you have. Yeah, hold on. White chicks is the best cinematic universe that Fringy started. Wow. Nice, Fringy. I like your role. I like your role good, in white good chicks. Job. Yeah, there's not I, many movies out there where a green frog can pretend to be a white socialite <laughs> in a sorority. You really fill out that costume. Anyway, this is what happens to us when we're. For this I'm sorry, like I'm I'm legitimately I'm I'm trying to keep focus it's, here. It's a, we're nearly there. Would you smoke an hom an homage or a ripoff brand of weed? No. Have you heard the tale of Lord Jared the Wise? I thought not. It's not a story an intellectual gaming community would tell you. It's an EFAP legend. Well, I don't get I how YMS a tragic story now. I don't get how YMS could so casually gloss over so many of the problems in TLJ while at the same time having an in-depth analysis of a movie no one is ever gonna watch or care about amusement. He's weird. Yep. He's very weird. I'm sure, you can explain that. I like that, how. But... I I want to know why it takes him like several months to make a four video when his job is to make reviews of movies. Watching movies most of the time. I'm not even kidding. He sees like an insane amount of movies, which is good as a movie critic. But I don't know. It's turned his palate inside out at this point. Like he's it's weird. I don't know. Oh. Wolf, I'm not going to be making any videos next day. Wolf, I'm working on a video. I don't. I didn't I don't say think that. You ever said you're not going to be making any more videos. I mean, I I said in my my follow up to Aquaman that I don't have a plan for when my next video will be or what it will be on. Hmm. But that was when did I release that video? Like was that almost two weeks ago now? We'll say a week. Well, I, I've I've been really working hard at Metro and Alita. So oh, yeah, it's been... Me. Don't work hard. <laughs> yeah. See, he didn't deny it. 
just a definitive true. But that's that's I'm the end. Tired of, to deny it. That's the end of that. Um, uh, oh beautiful selection and amazing. That's that's a long it. EFAP. We did it under eight hours. That was the important thing because if we had cut over, yeah, that, that's still like basically a whole working day. I know. <laughs> I mean, uh, God. Thank you to our guest. Froggy Daddy G. Oh, have you um, ever taken a shit that makes you tired? <laughs> <laughs> please, please subscribe to his channel. He might actually yeah, release a know, video I'm one yeah. day. I think I'm, yeah. I think I had Fringy, to learn make how a video. Work. Make a video, Fringy. Um. Either way, <laughs> it's been wonderfully exhausting if anybody has actually been here the whole time oh oh yeah everyone go tweet at jack saint oh, that i want a juan on juan very uh debate with him about objectivity i will win do it <laughs> go go spam him tell him to oh, tell him to, just DM told him to spam him he's gonna use that no, against you don't spam him. i don't, I don't care speech. i don't care he hate can speech. just complain about it i'm tired just spam him Tell him to tell Baller no, when to do the keep thing. Keep that to your fucking self. I'm not getting involved with Jack. Have, I don't have a Twitter account. Well, then you're going to have to make a Twitter on you. Well, yeah, uh, you're going to have to get a Twitter God, on your thing. Just someone tell yeah, Jack that I want a Juan on Juan debate with him on objectivity and I will. There we go. How is he going to contact you? Uh, we're like, I don't know, through you all. or through uh, Smudboy or I don't know, just get him to do you the know thing. What? I think Jay said he's on friendly terms with him, so just tell him to do it through Jay. That's what they call. Tell him to do uh, it through Jay. Mexican gay porn. They it's one on one. Jay can be the Seriously. mediator. There you go. Have a wonderful yeah, conversation. Yeah. But anyway, thank you all so very much for the kind donations and the amazing meme videos. I don't know when the next EFAP will be. I'll see about if this guy wants to come on now that we've covered his video. He's probably not going to be happy with what we said, but I mean... Juana, <laughs> we so. Uh And then we're also trying to do the old uh, the, the debate between Jay and Wolf will come up soon as well, probably about Arrival. So it's all good. Thank you all for hanging out for so long. Thank you for guys for, for lasting as long as you did. This kind of... Thank you for our Many time guest rags for coming Walk again. Yep. Guacamole. It's uh, always fun to have this one guest. So as I arrive when it's ending, in fairness, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, been, it's seven hours it's and seventeen been, minutes and seventeen <laughs> seconds. You had your chance seven hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> We're tired. But good night, all, and we shall see you next time. Goodbye. See you, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh...